space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Episode 81. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds better the second time after you download it. We're working my way through that intro. I'm Jake. I'm Brian. And we're the, the leftovers. leftovers. No, man, that was pretty good. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll yeah, get better. the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been second uploaded. Day after there it's you been go. Uploaded, not downloaded. <laughs> up, not down. Down, not up. This episode's it's, a little up, not down. Down, not up. You know, it's like that's one of those things. Like saying that sentence is difficult. Yes, but like when it comes to up and down, when it comes to sex, yeah. I got it down. <laughs> I, it's not like I'm like up, 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 and I'm like pushing. <laughs> Holy yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you don't keep going up, 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 and it's like you're knocking the bitch into the fucking wall and shit. No, it's up, down, up, down, up, down, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. When it comes to uploading and downloading, though, I get that a little confused. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we, someone else So, is here so too, maybe right? you wouldn't be good at fucking a computer. <laughs> no, not at all. A robot. Not all. Yeah. Not at all. Unless it was exactly like a human, then I, I, could, I could wing it. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got somebody else here. Fuck it. Stop! Hammer time. What All was right. with the delay there? Are we on like a 10 second delay over here? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I think you should do like a public service announcement when you do it from now on. Like, you know, stop, drop, roll, hammer time. And then talk to the kids about fucking, you know, fire safety and shit. I did think about trying to cram some kind of like disclaimer in there about the opinions of hammer time are not those of the pop culture leftovers. Frank is a walking public service announcement, basically. <laughs> I, I think he's got that covered. I thought it was, I thought it was a cautionary tale. A cautionary tale. Yeah. All right, well... Do you think he's a walking anti-public service announcement? No, it's like a good an example of, like, 
things to not do. Okay, I was oh, going to say, see, I didn't know which way well, you were going. See, I'm not a good example of anything. A, sir, a public service <laughs> announcement is things to do. Okay. He's the anti-public service announcement. Exactly. Well, sometimes you see those posters where that's what they do, is right. they show you how, hor- you know, it's the anti-smoking ad, and yeah. they show you the, the, how horrible the lung is. Yeah. Frank, Frank's that horrible black lung in the smoking <laughs> ad, basically. Well, <laughs> they just throw up his picture and say no to inbreeding. Yeah. <laughs> Say no to fill in the blank. That's what right. I'm saying. He's well, multi-purpose, multi-talented in that area. Yeah, pretty much. Mr. Calling. Mm-hmm. It's not too late. Uh, no. Jake, you're hosting the show this week. I am hosting the yeah. show. I'll it, let you take over hosting duties. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Are you really? Yeah, you could hear there in the intro. I was like, blah, 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 blah. I said, I said it in my head right at least ten times. You're doing fine, dude. Yeah, so I'm hosting, so everyone knows we're going to do the all Jar Jar Survivor show for the first time ever. Right? All right, yeah. yeah. So just, I got lots of Jar Jar Nisa news. Nisa, looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we got the first two episodes of Survivor, yeah. so we're good to go. We got You know what? I did not record the first episode of Survivor. Did you see the second? I've got it on my DVR. Oh, There's a reason I didn't watch hardly anything this week, and I'll bring it up, guys. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, the most nudity I think I've ever seen in an episode of Survivor. People's clothes falling off in the in the ocean and shit. Every, every wow. tribe had something going on. One guy was taking a dump in the ocean and his underwear went away. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's kind of doing a Frank where he's got to use his shirt as his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he heard the show and that gave him the idea. On the other tribe, we got one girl that doesn't want to wear her pants anymore. She's basically <laughs> just doing the dishes with no pants on. Wow. Freak, oh, wow. Freaking everyone out. Huh. Hygienically speaking, I would think that they would definitely want to make sure that they wore clothes not having the ability to like ha- you know have access to like sanitary showers and oh stuff? yeah oh yeah people have gotten sick from not wearing their clothes and, and okay the game that's yeah. how it's something that's happened this before. is not new people walking around nude on survivor i mean richard hatch from the first season just would walk around like he's in a nudist colony exactly so it's and nothing we, new nothing new at all one person they're calling hatch 2.0 that's doing exactly that basically. Oh, nice and then there's another, the, the girls are skinny dipping on one of the tribes, and, mm. and the poor old deaf girl is upset because she wasn't invited to go skinny dipping with the young pretty girl, so lots of, it's been a, it's been pretty fucking awesome this year. You this know what I- so like the Hunger Games, really. Yeah. Well, because people are starting to like play up stuff in the hopes that they can like make something of this career afterward. Well, I think The Hunger Games is pretty inspired by Survivor, to be honest with you. Yeah, That's there's the, no, there was a movie before, there was a movie before The Hunger Games that came out, uh, from Asia called Battle Royale, Battle Royale. which okay. Hunger Games is inspired by, which gotcha. Hunger Games is a total. I think Battle Royale itself, though, the, the whole concept of that kind of game is a little bit. Like that's what drew me to both yeah. both things was my fan of competition yeah. reality. It was like, ooh, Hunger yeah. Games. It's like killing Survivor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Battle Royal too. You know, right? I saw them backwards. Like sure. I saw Battle Royal second. Have you seen Battle Royal? Oh, I've never seen it. Oh man, it's disturbing. Is it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's real disturbing. Hmm. So it's one of those movies. I mean, it, you know what they need to do for Survivor though? What's that? They need to. Jeff Probst needs to be like, you know what? Yeah, that Utopia show didn't work out, but I like the people that were on that show and oh. bring the Utopia people onto Survivor. Oh, you want Dedeker on Survivor? I absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to see like Dedeker on Big yeah. Brother or Survivor. Who yeah. was another really good one? I, yeah, Mike. Mike was pretty good. Yeah. Who, oh, what, what was the crazy lady? The crazy. Uh, oh God, yeah, Bella. Uh, Bella. Oh yeah, uh, she'd be great on a Big Brother she or Survivor. Would. Oh, I'd love it. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I follow all those people on Twitter, and it seems like they're pretty. 
pretty washed up trying to find any work. You know, point, just like so. takes take people from failed reality shows and then throw them on Survivor. Yeah, and that's and because they didn't survive the reality shows, <laughs> now they're on Survivor. I mean, I think it'd be awesome. Um, I've always wondered if Survivor ever takes the ratings dip, which it really. I mean, it doesn't pull in like it used to, but it's still. Well, huge. it used to be on Thursday nights, correct? Yeah, yeah, and I, Thursday nights is a bigger night for TV, mm-hmm. and so they switched it to Wednesday nights, probably because I mean Thursday night is like a big comedy night now. Yes, so. yes, but it still pulls in. It still beats American Idol. It still gets big ratings. But I always sure. wondered if they ever drop in the ratings, would they ever pull the stunt where it's like all celebrity, like B-list celebrity Survivor, kind of like the Celebrity Apprentice version of Survivor. Like, oh, is that where they're going to go? Yeah, eventually? I'm sure. I'm think, I think they will. They've eventually. already had some people who, you know, not were necessarily big names, but I can't remember which season it was. There was an ex-football player. Yeah, they do stunt casting. Oh, yeah, all the time. There's yeah. like one yeah. or two people a season, but I mean like a whole season of right. like Gary yeah. Busey's. Guess who I wow. saw on fucking Pawn Stars who, the other day? Who's that? Johnny fucking Fairplay. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Was it was it pretty cool? What was he selling? Uh, he's a douchebag anyway. <laughs> I, I've met him at a con. Was, I've met him too. He fucking hit on my ex-girlfriend. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, oh, my God, who the fuck is that guy? He was, like, all by himself at his booth. Nobody was even talking to him. It was really lonely and pathetic. So, <laughs> Well, this yeah. has went on way longer than I thought this uh, Jar Jar Survivor segment. I was joking, but I like, it. I like it. Yeah. You know, Johnny Fairplay hit on my ex-girlfriend. We were walking by him, and he's like uh, – He's like, oh, my God, don't do this to me because of the way she was dressed. She was dressed in cosplay. Yeah. And uh, she kept walking by and blah, blah, blah. He kept talking shit. And, and I was just like, oh, my God, fucking Johnny Fairplay. Am I going to have to kick Johnny Fairplay's ass <laughs> at a fucking con? Oh, uh, that would have been awesome. It that'd would have been, been amazing. That would have been memories. Oh, my gosh. I would have got kicked out of the con. Never been able to go to Chicago Comic Con again. But it would have been pretty awesome. Was it Wizard World? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. You could have still gone to C2E2. C2E2, yeah. Wizard That's way better. washed up now. Anyway. Exactly, yeah. So, all right. But, yeah, I'm not really going to talk about Survivor the, we, whole, the we whole episode. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. The whole episode. We sunk I our mean. teeth into that motherfucker, so. But uh, yeah. I wanted to start the show with, um, um, everyone heard it in the intro, but kind of the biggest news of the week, the um, sad loss of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Um, real tragic story. Happened the day before my birthday, and I was oh. just like, oh, man, that's that's. Yeah. Ugh. So, Christ, I'm I'm slow mo on this, but I believe he was 73 when he passed away. 83. 83. I'm yeah. 10 years off. Died of lung cancer. Um, he was saying he'd quit smoking 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and he said it would still, you know, had caused this. And I mean, that's a real reminder. I know Brian before the show, you said you uh, you are not smoking. This is the first episode of Pop yep. Culture Left Rivers. You're not smoking. Yep. I quit the the day after we recorded our last show. So, and so it's been it'll be two weeks tomorrow nice and that's really impressive i need to fucking buckle down and do the same thing you know yeah. it's easy to say it though and it's another thing to fucking do it so you, i the, the thing is like you just gotta set a date you just gotta say on this day and get yourself ready mentally prepared on this day i'm gonna do it and then just do it yeah i really think i need like the shantex or something yeah like i need to go that extra mile i don't think i can do it cold turkey I've tried multiple times and I just yeah. always crack. Yeah. So something will stress me out and it's yeah. just my go to when I'm stressed out about something. Well, like, yeah, I mean, it is. The reason I started up again, I mean, I had quit, you know, I started when I was 13 and 
you know, I smoked, you know, when you're a 13 year old, it's not like I'm chain smoking. It's not like I'm chain, like smoking two fucking packs a day and shit at 13. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe smoke it, like start off smoking like two or three cigarettes and then it goes to like five and it goes to seven. Next thing you know, you're smoking a pack by the time you're like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I, I quit, I quit for a few years in my twenties. I quit for like three, four years. And then my early thirties, I quit for a few years. And then shit's, you know, yeah, that, the reason every time I've started back up again is because of stress. Yeah. Something stressful, something major stressful in my life happened, you know, like one time it was like a thing with my family, you know, something happened and boom, I run right back to the cigarettes, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, dude, it's a, it's an addiction. It's my first go-to. So, yeah. and you know, people tell you, you you're always going to kind of feel that crave yeah. and just that kind of thing scares me about it. It, it. it goes away after a while, but I mean, it, you know, at first, yeah, dude, there's like after I eat or like, you know, when I get in the car, heck, even right before we started recording, yeah. I was wanting because that's what I do. I smoke and I talk on the show. Yeah, I've, so. yeah. I've heard people who are uh, like long time, like they've quit for a long time mm-hmm. that it's kind of like AA a little bit for them. It, they almost have to be prepared for like a resurgence of it because they never really consider themselves done. Because, like, uh, my sister, she said that she quit 20 years ago, yeah. but she smokes again, so she didn't really quit. She just took a break. Uh, so, I guess, I don't know if the structure of the AA is helping with some of those people, but I don't know. Yeah, Smokers Anonymous. Get my coin for not smoking for a couple months or whatever. Yeah. Do people do that? Is that a real thing? I don't, I don't Probably know. not. Maybe, yeah. maybe not, like, so, like, heavily into it, but uh, some kind of mental preparedness. I have no idea. I've never been to a... But back to the um, the task at hand, I just wanted to go through with everyone and um, everyone kind of say some of the stuff that they enjoyed most from Leonard Nimoy's past works. Because um, he's done so much more than just Star Trek and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone has something that they you know, really enjoyed him from. Me, myself, being such a giant Simpsons junkie, I really loved all his appearances on Simpsons. Um, he appeared for a couple Halloween episodes and did the opening narration for it and everything. Um, I was also a big Fringe fan. And because of his relationship with J.J. Uh, Abrams on the Star Trek movie, he was able to get him to uh, play Dr. William Bell on Fringe. And I re- he did such a great job as that character. So what do you guys remember him from besides just like Star Trek? Of course Star Trek. I mean... Me, Galvatron. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, Transformers was one of those... Transformers the movie was a rough movie for me as a kid. Um, because I mean, you know, out with the old in with the new. And I mean, you know, you've got rid of Megatron, mm-hmm. who was Megatron, and you know, Unicron, uh, voiced by Orson Welles, another great, but um, you know, creates Galvatron. And I mean, the guy who voiced the original Megatron was so awesome. Yeah. Perfect I mean, voice, you know, uh, Frank Weller, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, so good. And then, but they replaced just for the just for the movie because it, it was Frank Weller came back and did Galvatron, I think. Yeah, well, I know it wasn't Leonard Nimoy. It wasn't that. Leonard Nimoy after that, but Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron. I mean, you can watch, you know, the other iterations, the other uh, cartoons of uh, the Transformers after the movie, and Galvatron's a whiny bitch all the time. But in that one movie, he kicked ass. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he kicked ass. So yeah, Leonard Nimoy is Galvatron. That's a good one. Frank, you got? I I wish I had something other than Star Trek, but, I mean, that's what I, I identified with him most on. Director. Uh, I mean, he's a director, for crying out yeah. loud. Did some great directorial work. Um, Star Trek Four didn't he direct The Whale? Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah and, and, I mean, he's done other directorial work. I mean, other things that aren't Star Trek-related, too. Um, you know, a writer. 
You know, he wrote, what did he write? Uh, I am not Spock. And then like years later came out and wrote, I am Spock. So, I mean, you know, writer, producer, director. I mean, the guy did it all. He was a jack of all trades. He was fucking amazing. Um, I may have told this story in the con before, but I was at a Wizard World with um, Nick Mosser, who you, uh-huh. who you know, oh, too, yeah. just a friend of ours. Yeah. And we were trying to find the entrance. They were showing the animated Gen 13 movie, which actually never got released. And we were trying to get into where the tickets, you could get that sold and everything. So we're just like, we're in this hall and we're just kind of opening up rooms and going into rooms. And we opened up, up this room and go in, and it's a super fancy bouquet. All these people are having this fancy dinner and everything. And we turn around, and it's Leonard Nimoy and the actor that plays Q, like, standing right in front John of Delancey. us. John Delancey. John Delancey. And we're just, like, wide-eyed, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, um, wow. Leonard Nimoy says, hi, boys. And Q says, bye, boys. And the next thing we know, <laughs> this guy is grabbing us and throwing us out of this door. Oh, That's wow. Great. And uh, <laughs> me and Nick were like literally doing jumping jacks outside of this room. We're like, yeah. oh my god, Leonard Nimoy and Q just said, just talking. Just talk. We didn't say a word. Like we were just like wide eyed yeah. deer in headlights the whole time. We didn't have a word in reply or even right. like say hello in the first place. Oh, it had just been awesome. It's like as they're carrying you out, you just bust out a live long and prosper hand. You know the the the, the, the yeah. hand gesture. That would have been awesome. But yeah, that I mean, just that moment made our entire Wizard World that weekend. Like, oh, that, I bet that was like the moment of the weekend. Oh yeah. You know, we made it to the Gen thirteen movie, and uh, yeah. we wish we wouldn't have. Yeah. So. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's amazing, dude. But yeah, so um, that's we'll go ahead and move on. I got some emails from the listeners I'd like to yeah. go through this week. Well, before we get into that, we kind I kind of fucked up. Oh, we have the debut of our new email bumper for the first time, right? Well, yes, we have that, and I fucked up and didn't play one of the email bumpers, so we didn't get to. It didn't get to go head to head with the the winner, oh, so which I still don't think is the winner. I don't. Oh, you think the Gafford one's better? Gafford's still? way better, dude. You got. Male motherfucker, male motherfucker. I can do that. I can do that. I can fucking do that shit, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's like, uh, no, no disrespect, Dennis, but I mean, it's just a guy saying male motherfucker. Gafford put his heart and soul into this thing. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, emails, ah, leftovers of the universe, dude. A fucking pop culture reference right there. All we got is some fucking crass motherfucker going, male motherfucker, male motherfucker. You know what I mean? Come on, you guys, you guys, no, you guys, you. What you did was you fucking picked a parrot just cursing, male motherfucker, male motherfucker. I mean, male motherfucker. I mean, come on. I love it. It's short but sweet. It's horrible. It's horrible. You both and yeah, and then you went along with it. You son of a bitch. Oh, come on. Like you'd expect me to go anywhere else? No shit. <laughs> Frank loves the fucking parrot. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. You're Jake's little fucking lackey. No bullshit. You're not. I like, fucking I like shit. You're not. Steel. That's like, proof. It's not. Oh true. yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you'll step out. But most of the time, most no. of the time, no, you are sucking Jake Schlong every goddamn week. He's my cohort. You are. You are. You are Jake's little protege. No. No. You yeah. Can you really? can do better, Frank. Trust me. <laughs> all, right. all right. Okay. So I just wanted to play. You're right about that, though. Now he's the gotcha king, too. Yeah, he is. He says gotcha. You, you do. You do. You, you, you emulate him every more and more no. every week. Oh, my God. I'm growing. A beard too. Yeah, you are. Holy shit! Yeah, that's all I'm saying, man. 
That's all I'm saying. Okay, here I wanted to play. I wanted to play. Here's here's the big winner. Oh yeah, uh, you remind know, me of it. All the create no, all the creativity <laughs> that Gafford put into his, and here's the big fucking winner. Here, here we go. Mail, motherfucker. Mail, motherfucker. You guys are a fucking embarrassment. Mail, motherfucker. You, fuck you guys. No, you guys are a fucking embarrassment. It makes me laugh more now. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gafford, I still, man, you still got my vote. But this, this one's gonna go head to head against Kevin Sparenberg's, who I didn't play last week. Oh, this shit better be good to beat that other one. And you know what? It's already got my fucking vote. I don't even care. I don't I don't care if it's fucking Kevin, like, farting into a microphone. It fucking wins. It fucking wins at this point. Please, God, dethrone this fucking... Mail, motherfucker! Mail, dethrone this motherfucker! Anyway. No, it's Kevin Sparenberg. And the reason I didn't play it is I told everybody when they sent the email... To put it in and make the subject, this show sucks. I remember. I I told everybody. Multiple times. Yes, but, you know, there's always that one kid in the classroom. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Sparenberg. That kid, he put it as email bumper. So I overlooked it, even though it was like referencing what oh, it yeah. actually is. I, my eyeballs are like focusing in on this show sucks. Well, it's right. his lucky day because he's, he's getting a buy straight to the finals. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the only reason is because I fucking hate this one that we got right now. The stars alive. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Let's All hear right. It. Here's, here's, uh, yeah, here's, uh, Kevin Sparenberg's. Got mail. It's not spam. <gasps> I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. A letter for me. It's now time for the leftovers to dig way, way down deep into their sack <laughs> of mail. Winner. That's my fucking winner right there. Uh, too long. That's my winner. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Too long. I'm, I'm just too long. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that I'd be fucked either way because if I agree with Jake, I'm his lackey. If I agree with Brian, I'm just trying no, to... No, I want your honest... I want my your honest, honest fucking opinion for once in your goddamn life, you fucking lackey. <laughs> uh, don't vote that, for Brian. I'll, I'll be asleep before we get to the mail. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, mail, motherfucker. Mail, motherfucker. That shit... That's like a cup of coffee, man. That shit wakes me up. Sparenberg wins. Oh, no. Sparenberg wins? Yeah. All right. Uh, I sound like I'm a fucking loser, but oh no, Sparenberg wins. No, I'm not even hearing Sparenberg wins right now. The only thing I'm seeing is <laughs> Frank stepping out of Jake's shadow. What, no. That I'm actually seeing it but, right now. But you want to know what did it for me? What's that? I got mail. Yay! Was that you? I thought no, that was it. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's only like Crank four anchors. seconds of the like two minutes of it. Well, I liked all the rest of it too, but that one actually <laughs> oh, made me yeah. laugh out loud. Jake, tell me what part of... <laughs> Jake, t- just uh, elaborate a little bit more about what part the intricacies of mail, motherfucker, that you love. I love the fact that it's 20 seconds oh, longer. Jesus. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is this coming from the guy. Yeah, he, you bitch about any movie that's over two hours long. I do. If 
if it's one hour and 59 minutes long, is that too long? That's perfection. That's perfection. <laughs> one hour, 59 minutes, 59 seconds, bam, great move. Perfection. Tupperware, that fucking shit. Two hours long, fuck you, toss you, motherfucker. That's you. That is you. You are the crotchety old man waving kids off your lawn. I agree. They can tell. Mail, motherfucker, get off my lawn. They can tell any story in under two hours. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. We have a new winner. Thank God. Oh, man. Yay! You know what? No, I'm gonna rotate. Be- I'm gonna rotate between male motherfucker because it's made a lasting impression on me now too. After making fun of it, so Sparenberg's only gonna put right. me to sleep once every like three four weeks. You know what? You know what? Just for that, just for that, the new winner is Larry Midday. Oh, yeah, no. that's the that's the biggest fuck you to everybody. Like, Sorry, Larry. I like his better than Sparenberg. No, so. Sparenberg. I go. Come on. If the quality is a ten, okay, on Sparenberg. Yeah. Ten on quality. It's the length. Oh my the god. It's just too much. Oh it's a, god. Well, yeah, we droned on for ten goddamn minutes about Survivor before we even talked about one of the greatest influence in science fiction history passing away. And you're going to talk to me about fucking Kevin Sparenberg's fucking 40-second email bumper? You're nuts, Jake. You're fucking crazy. But we didn't have a Kevin Sparenberg, like, two-minute bumper to, like, introduce our Survivor. Oh, oh, oh right? yeah. There's all... Uh, whatever. But right when it was saw, 40 fucking seconds. Right when I was getting to the point where, like, well, I wonder if this is going to be any longer it came in with we had to reach into our sack and it brought me right back in yeah uh, you won frank over you had him at sack that's fucking right <laughs> yeah nobody said these guys couldn't play to our strengths frank already had a hand on his so he's like whoa he's reading my fucking mind Pretty right much. now yep, holy shit mm-hmm. yeah you spare could have got all that down he could have cut like easily 30 seconds out of that you know what doesn't matter, Jake. He's the fucking winner. He's the fucking winner. Oh, man. You I... can criticize all you want to, but Sparenberg's the goddamn winner today. I fucking... You won, buddy. You won. You're the big fucking winner at the casino. I fucking hate diplomacy. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that, no, you did. You no, you, Kevin Sparenberg, he, he, he reached into that sack. You grabbed yours. You find, No, seriously. You're like, between the relationship that you have with him, it's like he pushes you down the stairs and you tell everybody, no, no, I... I I, no. I I I feel like you. Won. I fell down the stairs. I didn't. No. no. I feel like Sparenberg won because Brian played a better psychological game against Frank. Well, that, that was. I, no, 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 I wasn't no, no, on my. Hey, hey! No, no, no matter. No, 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 I give you props yeah, for fist bump. But that was, I wasn't ready to play at that level. But you, that, you had me. <laughs> that was why I set it up as a. Dis- that's why I set it up as a disclaimer before I said because I'm going to be fucked either uh-huh. which way I pick. Uh-huh. So I already know that. So what difference right. did it make? I, I regret. I regret myself. I I could have thrown in some better mental warfare there. If I would have been mentally well, prepared for it. Good, this is good, also good why, work, Brian. It's, it's a game this of chess. This is also why I'm dropping. <laughs> it's a game of chess. No, work, this is also well, why I'm dropping well done. specific <laughs> bits about Sparenberg's drop that I like. Right. All right. I need because I did like it. I need to calm down and relax. I do want to hear that Sparenberg one one more time. Oh Jesus! Christ. No! 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 You're gonna have to wait till next week. It was too. It was two goddamn minutes long. It was so goddamn long, Jake. I don't want to put you through that. There I don't, you go. No, there you go. There's, need, your, there's your totem for quitting smoking. When you need to relax. Just listen to it. I need to go to the bathroom. Cut to that Sparenberg bumper. <laughs> oh, no. That's not that. All right, Jake. You got mail, though, right, no, Chief? I, I do, I do. I was I'm <laughs> distracted. <Yay. laughs> All right. I do have email. So the first one is from uh, Madeline Preston. She says, hey, again, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank. She got it right. I got the There dots. you go. That is the correct way to address the pop culture leftovers when you're emailing us. Dude, it's exactly that way when I'm at like family reunions with my wife too. It's like, you know, here's Kelly. Yeah. And Frank. 
It's not that way every time. We have some listeners that try to think they're funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Freak. Remember, who, who was it that called you called you Frake? Oh, jeez. Like, combined you two? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Freak? Yeah, we oh, had a listener call shit. you guys Frake. Hey, uh, Brian and Frake. Oh, combined man. Jake and Frank. Huh. He get, he totally gets it. You're in his fucking shadow. <laughs> He's not the only one that sees it. But I'm fat. He's got to hide mine. It should be jank, I think, though. Jank, I want to be first. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't like the reference of that. <laughs> jank. This is jank. That's jank our new ass. rating system. Yeah. This shit is jank. <laughs> it either gets a Brian rating or a jank rating. <laughs> 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 it was two hours and oh, one fuck, minute. Here we I'm go. Give it a jank. It's another jank, jank party. <laughs> jank party. <laughs> jank. Oh, fuck. fuck, another jank party. All right, let me stop my nose running and I can read <laughs> Yeah, Mad- <laughs> Madeline had an email. All right, hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank. I've been meaning to email you guys again for weeks, but times have been flying by lately. I agree, I agree completely with Brian about The Flash. I find myself looking forward to it most out of the shows I watch. I love the combinations of overarching storylines like Reverse Flash, Firestorm, and Barry's relationship with his dad with the smaller weekly events. I love, all in capital letters, Pied Piper and how his backstory ties in with Harrison and the Star Labs crew and how we'll see more of him. However, I thought that, I thought that Crazy for You was quite a weak episode, one of my least favorites. Cisco and Catelyn both seemed, did I say that right? Is it Caitlin? Caitlin. Caitlin both seemed out of character. The writing in general seemed strange, and Peekaboo wasn't a very strong villain. Peekaboo is the name of a villain? Yeah, um, (laughs) she was the girl that kept disappearing, kind of like a Nightcrawler type character. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and, 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 you know, they've got different writers on each episode sometimes. So yeah, it wasn't the best episode. She's absolutely right. Yeah. And she goes on. The episode really just felt like unnecessary filler, but apart from that, they've all been great. I completely subscribe to the theory that Wells is buried from the future. Maybe he traveled back to try to save his mom and got stuck in that time period. It would make sense since his powers aren't fully functioning. Maybe the time travel took too much out of him. The age would fit pretty well, and they do look pretty similar. It would explain his obsession with the Flash, too. What with the cameras in his office and the constantly checking the newspaper. Also, Tina, Tina McGee saying, you two are very much alike. Seem like major foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so she has a little bit more about Star Wars, but let's let's stop here for a yeah, second and address yeah. the Flash stuff. Well, I mean, I, I mean, the Flash has just been all season for me. I've just really loved it. I love that cheesy... <laughs> that cheesy CW acting. That cheesy CW I love feel. it. I love it. Half the time, like, um, I mean, half the time I'm just, I don't know, dude. I'm like totally engaged in like the love triangles too. You know, Eddie and Iris. And then like, you know, uh, now Barry's dating somebody new. And, but, you know, he still kind of has feelings. Of course, he still has feelings for Iris. And like, you know, I love that shit. I love all that fucking bullshit, that 90210, you know, does Brenda uh, still like Dylan? or And is Dylan is Dylan with Kelly now, or is Dylan wanting to get with Brenda? And what what about, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Priestley. What the fuck was his name? Uh, I have no idea. 90210. Oh, I used to love that shit, dude. I fucking watched all... See, I, oh, uh, I do remember. It was Brandon. Brandon. You take you take that fucking, like, 90210 bullshit, and you mix it in with superheroes? Dude, yeah. Fucking A. You're take my money. I'm sucking the dick of that shit. Show. So I fucking love it. So, um, and I'm really excited for the fact that we're going to get a Firestorm 
and uh, fucking Adam TV show. Oh yeah, holy <laughs> shit! They're they're taking a character from the Arrow universe and then the Flash universe, putting them into a show. It's the perfect fucking bridge. DC is fucking killing it on the fucking TV side. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're fucking killing it. Because yeah. I watched. Hey, well, I'll talk about Agents of Shield. I'll talk about that later. But I'm telling you, DC fucking killing it on TV side. So you think it's a wise move for DC to keep that completely separate then? To just have TV land and none of that ever crosses over with movie land. I'd honestly be happy with that. Is that the play? You know, um, there's theories out there that they're not doing that. You Hmm. know, there's theories that, 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 uh, and I'm like, okay, what about Flash then? Maybe, I don't know, is Ezra playing Wally West or like, I don't know. There's theories out there, but I think they are keeping it separate. I think so. 100%. Very much like Smallville. I think, I think it is wise. I, I think it's wise for that universe because, um, you know, I think DC, personally has a hard enough time writing a fucking movie, you know, um, having them having to write in a TV show around the movies as well. That's, I agree. But see, the thing is, the problem is like DC makes such great animated movies. Why can't they make, you know? Uh, Yeah. But uh, okay. And I loved Man of Steel. Don't get me wrong. And I just watched it. Like we had two weeks off Mm -hmm. and I watched it again. I still fucking love that movie. And I, I, and but it's it's like I don't know. It, it just doesn't have that same comic book feel like of like of the Marvel universe. Yeah. So and it's just and like, I think you get that though with the DC TV shows. It doesn't feel as universe building um, quality aside on Man yeah. of Steel yeah. that they don't that they're taking so long for more movies. Like with Marvel, sure, even absolutely, even at the beginning, we were getting at least one movie a yeah. year. It's taking three years. Yeah. For them to get this thing going. Because right. they didn't know what they were doing, I don't think. And it's like we're doing one movie and then we're going straight to Justice League by movie three. And mm. it'll be another three years before we see that. So in essence, like within six to seven years, we, we only have three movies in this They're, they're jumping to Justice universe. League very quickly. Yeah. Really? It's quicker than three years after... Um, I mean, I mean, we're getting, we're getting, once, once Batman v Superman comes out, the ball is rolling. Yeah. As long as that movie isn't. Because Batman v Superman comes out and then like six months later we get Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then we get like every year after that, we get like two movies a year. Right. So. The ball is starting to roll. The ball, finally, three years later. So long. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. I think they know they're behind the ball too. That's why they're flooding the, the net with all this information about all the stuff that they're doing. They're very open about it, which, you know, and not all of it is very reassuring to us, but still, uh, at least it's not like the Fantastic Four where there's nothing, and then when you do finally see something, it's shit. We don't have a whole lot to go on. I think, you know, honestly, I think we're in the minority of the people that think it's shit. Most people that, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, internet reaction, people loved it. People loved it. People are excited for Fantastic Four based on that trailer. That's definitely a fact. Uh, I have. I mean, I know Jay. He was a fan of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are a fan of the trailer. Like, I have like a love for like the six one six universe. I don't care about the Ultimate Universe, and I don't, and I don't care for this Christopher Nolan esque Fantastic Four. But there's people that they they love that, and Mm -hmm. they want to see something different. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, compared to the last Fantastic Four movies, I can see where there'd be that a little bit of that backlash too on yeah. wanting them to take the material a little bit more seriously. Yeah, well, they got to do something drastically different. Just like we're talking about this DC universe. I mean, they're not even talking about bringing Hal Jordan back as Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. You know, after the Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. shit, they want a palate cleanser, and they're thinking about John Stewart. Yeah, you know. Um, so, I mean, we we could get uh, we could get a black Green Lantern. So. But I'll go ahead, go ahead and read the rest of Madeline's email here. Yeah. Um, she says, on another note, the one nerd thing I've always felt like an outsider about is Star Wars. 
the movies were before my time, and my parents aren't really into this sort of stuff, so they never showed them to me as a kid. And now I just don't know where to start. Where would you guys recommend for getting into Star Wars as a teenager? I really want to be able to keep up with you when you talk about it on the podcast and know what's going on when The Force Awakens comes out. Thanks, Madeline. And she says, P.S., don't always sell yourself short. The podcast is great, and the Army loves you. You guys took my podcast virginity after the San Diego Comic-Con episode, and if I stuck around after only listening to that, you must be doing at least something right. You guys are awesome. Stay rad. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Well, I guess we can take that. Oh, man. I'm sorry that was your first episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I Can you imagine? There's probably wow. a lot of people that, there's a, that was their first episode. Yeah, because people want to know that San Diego Comic-Con stuff. That's not oh, like yeah. the same as uh, Christian taking um, One Chick's virginity in Fifty Shades. <laughs> she, walked, she walked right into that full frontal. So yeah, you know, yeah, Frank, you just grabbed Madeline, threw her over your shoulder, and said, "I'm doing this." <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what you did, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we Gosh. always we always bring our. And we know we know how that's going to work out for Madeline in the end, right? <laughs> Frank's flogging her with a. <laughs> Welcome to my playroom. <laughs> that was a pretty good impersonation. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it. <laughs> I was not trying to impersonate him. <laughs> and Madeline's like, what do you mean, like an Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> no, they call Frank the sex box. <laughs> that's, that's the new TV show, the sex box. <laughs> this, is that, what? There's a TV show called Sex Box. Oh, really? Yeah. Where I did pe- not know that. People have sex in a box. Ah. And then, like, they have it all filmed, and then people talk. Like, there's like psychologists that tell them about their sex after about they're done. why how they why they screw the way they screw, or just what what the way they have sex means and whatnot and everything. It's wow. on it's on the We Network. It's a show called Sex oh, in a Box. Right. It's called Sex yeah. Box. Okay. Sex Box. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think we've discussed that before yeah. because I was confused because I thought it was like the Nintendo Wii Network. Oh man, it'd be awesome if they, just guys getting hand jobs in boxes. They could call it Jack in a Box. <laughs> no, but dude, okay, so there's a show now where yeah. people have sex in a box. Yes, like okay, it's like I a- don't know. Well, who are these people? And like, how do they get these people together? Are these just are these people in a relationship? They're like, or just like random people. They're like, like all right, everybody, couples. step up to the box. Step up to the box. You're gonna be <laughs> fucking in the box. No, they're like you, help. you get in the box. Fuck. It'd be like a glory hole. You could stick them on each on the other side, and you don't know what you're gonna get. get they're they're get healthy the couples. Okay, okay. I, I, you have to send in an audition tape, and uh, yeah. you know they'll review it and then decide if you're someone they want to have on the show, and then. You have sex in this like box filled with cameras and stuff, and then they- okay. So, th- is there a bed in this box? Yes, yes. Okay, it's not just like an empty bare box, and yeah. you're like on the on the ground it's like a shipping in this box. container, <laughs> yeah. like, like like some homeless guys in there. The it's not. It's not a bad. It's the, the box isn't too bad. Yeah. So it's a nice box yeah. as far as boxes go, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. We, I'm sure box? we've all had sex in worse places. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. But yeah. Thanks a lot, Madeline. Um, I guess the Star Wars thing. We we get this email quite a lot. It feels mm-hmm. like about every three to four episodes we <coughs> we get the. I yeah. just don't know where to start with Star Wars. Yeah, or like uh, yeah, True Breezy's like Boba Fett sucks. Why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what what should I fucking you know read or watch to get into Boba Fett? <laughs> What's gonna make the thing click in my head <laughs> right. where, where Boba Fett is cool? I, I just <laughs> yeah. don't fucking get it. See, right. The thing is, is like, you know, by now everybody's heard, you know, the line with Vader and Luke. And if, by God, for some reason she hasn't, uh, I'm not going to be the one to take that from her. But uh, anyway, so we lived in a world where that <laughs> You're was, not going to take that from her, but yeah, you already threw, else. threw her over <laughs> your shoulder on San Diego right? Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, this is the part where there's no anal fisting. Yeah. Now he's going to be limiting on what he's going to take from her. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, anyway, so um, the. We, we, lived, we lived in a world. Is that a noise you made in the bedroom? No. We, after taking podcast virginity, bleh. even though we yeah. were really young, that we lived in a world where that was big news. The reveal with Vader and Luke, mm-hmm. and yeah, and, before the internet and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, and then, and then I mean, I remember when Jedi came out, and I was pissed off because they wouldn't take me to go see it. But um, uh, yeah, so I would still say A New Hope. It's not going to carry as much weight for her as it did us if that's already been spoiled. Mm-hmm. But I, I, th- I tried it the other way with my 10-year-old son. I had him watch the prequels first mm-hmm. and then watch the original trilogy. I don't know if some of the visuals, the visual difference between those might have had some kind of impact on him uh, because he liked the prequels better. And, again, I think that just has to do with they were flashier. Uh, there's deeper storyline stuff, I think, I mean, in the original trilogy, and probably a lot more stuff that she herself may associate with because a lot of it is Luke being lost in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I would say I do hope. You know, I guess you we say it over and over again, but I, at this point they've made it easy because there's so little canon. You got the movies, you got Rebels, you got Clone Wars. Right. And you got like a just a smattering of like a couple of books out there. Yeah. So I mean, if that stuff doesn't get you in, then Star Wars just isn't your thing. Yeah. But one more thing that I might suggest is um maybe the Star Wars radio dramas that were on um the BBC radio. Right. Um those are pretty easy to find. Um I think Audible has all three of them and they're about 8 to 13 hours each and they do the whole all the Star Wars movies all acted out with voices. Um a lot of the real people do the voices. I know Mark Hamill is Luke, mm-hmm. and Anthony Daniels is C-3PO. Yeah. Um, of course, Harrison Ford is not Han Solo, so <laughs> that takes a second to get used to. But, yeah, those are really good, and they really expand a lot of the story that isn't in the movie. And it's stuff that's still canon, um, like a lot of the stuff with Luke's friendship with Biggs back on his home world and stuff like that. Just And it's really interesting. And I think if those don't get you into the story, because those flesh out the story so much, then... You might just be a lost cause. You might just be in it just for the effects and the and the awe, and just not be a big Star Wars plot person. Right. I I would <clears throat> I personally would tell you to start with the uh, Star Wars uh, Christmas special. Oh no, <laughs> that's that's first. You know, I mean, when I think of Star Wars, I think of Life Day. You know, that's me. That's what I think of. Is that what it's called? Life Day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think of Chewbacca's sister with that stupid bow in her hair. Yeah. No. Madeline, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Don't start off with the Star Wars Christmas special. You can watch it on YouTube, but it's a pile of shit. Yeah. If you um, can make it through the Christmas special, yeah. then you're a true Star Wars yeah, fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I would, I'm, I, uh, Jake, that's a great suggestion. What about those old, did you ever like read any of the old, uh, in a collect, in, I've read some of them in like in a collected, uh, like the old Star Wars comic strips? Oh, yeah. I yeah. love those, too. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the deal with those in canon is, though. Because right, exactly. I, I think there's a lot of stuff in there that is kind of the comic book stuff that they erased. Yeah. So have you listened to those radio dramas? I have. Not all of them, but I have. Yeah, they're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. Sound effects, music, the whole nine yards. Absolutely. So. But no, I I agree with Jake. Those are those are great, uh, great listen. Um, but I'm with Frank. Just stick with A New Hope. And it's 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 fucking unfortunate that I can't point you to like uh, the original. Like I guess if you can if you knew somebody that has a laser disc, 
If yeah. you can watch it on Laserdisc, that's the best quality you're going to see it in. But good luck finding somebody with a Laserdisc player. Um, I guess if you could watch them on the old VHS tapes. VHS, yeah. But I mean, you know, the quality is going to be way under 480p. You're looking at about 240 scan lines of resolution. It's going to yeah. look like shit. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, if you have to watch, you know, the original trilogy in, uh, the, with the, uh, the Lucas improvements. Yes. Or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the Lucas changes. Yeah. I, I Deterrence. Alterments. <laughs> I'd have to double check. I believe in the Blu-ray, you can try to have it be like the original theatrical release so you don't have to watch it with like the added... Uh, mm, you can't. You're wrong. You can't. Are you sure? You can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people have been begging for those for oh. years. I mean, so, you know, they, okay. people want that on Blu-ray, you know? Yeah. No, gotcha. they haven't given it to us yet. Yeah. Um, You'll, you might never see it. I mean... Disney can Disney could put out like uh if Disney wanted to they could put out like uh Empire and Return of the Jedi without like the special effects now right because Lucas has no control over that now right yeah it's he, not, they can do it now they they but 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 20th Century Fox still has um the rights to a new hope oh that's so they still All have right. that movie so it's up to Fox and I, you know I don't know what kind of deal Lucas has worked out with with them, yeah. you know, yeah, so. they've been teasing it here and there that they, Disney still might do it, yeah. but nothing's been set in stone. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's a good suggestion too. If, if New Hope, yeah, try to watch the originals. Yeah, I guess one more thing. Oh, sorry, Frank, go ahead. Because Han shot first. I don't care what anybody says. That's correct. Han fucking shot first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I mean, the thing with the movies too is, I guess all the other stuff. I, I don't know if you could be into the other stuff your your audiobook and in the comics and the cartoons and stuff and not be able to be a fan of the movies you kind of got to like the movies yeah. in order for it all to make See, sense but it's, it's a it's a it. weird thing for like um you know Madeline I'm guessing she's quite a bit younger than us oh yeah so you know the thing is it's it's a weird thing when if you weren't really in your youth when this came out you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah and i mean it'd been out you know the original movie came out before i was even born a year before i was born mm -hmm. me too but see the thing is it's like you know it was still like from the time even in the 90s there was nothing like star wars being put out in theaters in my opinion no nope. nothing like it for a long time oh right? yeah you know and so it was Kind of like uh, the first time, like when you saw Jurassic Park and you saw dinosaurs for the first time on screen, You're like wow, these are amazing. You just people now have seen everything on fucking screen. Yeah. We've seen, we're so spoiled. We've seen all this fucking crazy CGI. Just looking at these old models and stuff like that, it, it, it's just some people just don't get it. They don't under, they don't get it. Like what the deal is. You yeah. know what I mean? We right. didn't have that many big budget popcorn movies when we were kids. Right. Like oh. we didn't have. 12 of them every year. I, yeah, I, I think, we, I think right. that could be why we... Unless it was 85 or 86. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I think that could be why we... I mean, I know I did when I was a kid watch a lot of movies that my dad would watch, like Die Hard and stuff, mm -hmm. which nowadays, I mean, you, you wouldn't probably be caught dead letting your kid watch that stuff with you. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't remember... I mean, I remember, like, the big ones, like you were saying, then, like, right. when Terminator 2 came out, oh, that yeah. was huge. Well, like, every, t every fucking summer when Schwarzenegger came out with a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one uh, after another. Everybody was like, oh, what's the big Schwarzenegger movie? Oh, Total Recall this year. Fuck yeah, yeah. you know? like. And then, then he did this movie called Last Action Hero, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> which uh, coincidentally came out the same day Jurassic Park came out. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Which is, just buried it. I was Got like, when, 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 when Schwarzenegger decided to do a PG-13 movie, I was so pissed. You know, this is a yeah. guy that did fucking like Predator, Commando, fucking Terminator, Terminator 2. You know what I mean? Even when, Total Recall. It's like one of the most violent movies ever. Fucking oh, yeah. 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 It was yeah. amazing. 
And, uh, <laughs> like, he had that, like, descent, I guess you'd say, into, like, some of the comedy stuff with, like... But he succeeded. Was, right. He did good. Well, I mean, I, I've i never seen Jingle All the Way, but the bits and pieces that uh, I've caught, like, just offhand, I didn't like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Jingle All the Way was, I mean, it's not the best Christmas movie ever, but it's not, I don't know, it's not horrendous either by any means. Isn't the late great Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman's in it, and he's one of the redeeming things about that movie. (laughs) Anytime he's in a movie, it's instantly awesome. Like, Small Soldiers Soldiers. was amazing. (laughs) Saw it twice in theaters. I love that movie, too. I love it when he called the Gorgonites the Gorgonzolas. I was just rolling. I was like, "Uh, yeah, Gorgonzolas, he's he's like waving a white flag, calling them Gorgonzolas. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. That movie, they had an ad for that on the back of every comic for like six months straight. Small Soldiers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, but um, moving on, we got more emails. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this one is from... <laughs> Only took 20 minutes on that one. For one email. All right, here we uh, go. <laughs> this one's from a listener, Shit. Eric. He says, um, hey there, Leftovers, and Frank. And he says, and Frank, like the, um, you know... The Jewish girl hiding oh. away from the Nazis. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm new to your podcast. By only the last half dozen cast. First off, you guys are more awesome than Daniel Cudmore looked as Colossus. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I guess he looked good as Colossus. That says nothing on well, his acting ability. It, I mean, not knocking the compliment, but it's also kind of like saying, you know, I'd rather you'd, you'd rather have me around than a tornado. You guys are more awesome than Daniel Cudmore looked as Colossus. Okay, well, it's better. Oh, we'll take yeah. that. We'll yeah, take that. he's not saying like you know, uh, you guys are a little bit better than a pile of shit. Yeah, he's not saying um, you guys are more awesome than Daniel Cudmore's acting ability. Right. So yeah. <laughs> we got that. Yeah. But with that said, look, well, that's he didn't he didn't really act. I mean, he just looked like Colossus. <laughs> that's all he did. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you looked the part. We'll cast you. Yeah. Oh, you're a big dumb oaf. Yeah. You can play Colossus. I don't think they had cast <laughs> chemistry like tryouts where they were like had him right. with everyone else. Oh, he fits in perfectly with the rest of the cast. And even right. then, I don't think he was big enough to be Colossus. I want to see somebody like Triple H size or uh, Batista size. Oh yeah, be me Colossus. too. I want to see like yeah, somebody like larger than life, like yeah. one of these like heavy like you know exactly. yeah, yeah, like these huge fucking bodybuilders and shit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean not, I'm I'm fucking fat ass wuss motherfucker, but I, I just I didn't think he was big enough. What, what, what was the audition for? Like, like, what was the audition like? Did he just walk in the room? And they're like, okay, you're big, and and he's like, yeah, and they're like, all right, uh, can <laughs> can you speak in a Russian accent? And he's like, no, and they're like, oh, okay, fuck it, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're hired. You're, you're Colossus. Oh, well, right, yeah. And then once he left the room, they said, well, he's already got the haircut, mm-hmm. so we can save money on that. Yeah, you got two months. Listen to some tapes. Get the voice down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he said, with that said. Daniel Cudmore is going to be making an appearance at our local Comic-Con here in Sacramento soon <laughs> and had to just laugh about the jokes you guys have had about him and, and, how his car- and how his career, or lack thereof, has led to him to appear at a con circuit. Remember I said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, a, it's not, no, and it's not like I'm a fucking soothsayer, like I'm like, seeing the future. Like Nostradamus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this is just, this is fucking common sense, people. The guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, one plus one equals two. <laughs> exactly. <here>. I mean... <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) LOL, I had to laugh. If I get an autograph, I'm totally sending it to you guys. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Unless I have to pay for it. Oh, believe me. You will have to to pay for it. Anywhere from 20 to 30 bucks. Do do not help this guy with his fucking mortgage payment. Please do not. 
You should go up to him and tell him that uh, if he pays you twenty bucks, you'll sign his chest. He says. He says if he does have to pay for it, he'll just burn the money and send us the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I like this Eric yeah. guy. He says your recent recruit to the leftover army, Eric. Uh, <laughs> that's a great email. That's a fucking yeah. awesome email. Oh man. Well, let's say hypothetically we're gonna let Eric pay to get us a signed autograph <laughs> right. picture from Daniel Cutler. Right. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Now. You're giving me that we're never going to do that stare, but yeah. hypothetically, yeah. what would we have Daniel Cudmore say to us? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I mean, seriously, I want it to, I want it to basically mirror his acting career. It would say nothing. <laughs> it would just stand there looking big, looking pretty. Yeah. You, you could just put a big old scoop of vanilla ice cream on that. Thing. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Wait, what would you want it to say, Frank? Oh, man. I don't know. I, oh, shit. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I, I wish I could. Sorry. <laughs> you want cud more? Yeah. Cud less. <laughs> You're from your cuddle buddy, Cudmore. <laughs> uh, to Frank, my biggest cuddle buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Crudmore. 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 Oh, that poor guy. Uh, that, that poor guy. He'll be doing this. Oh, yeah. Bit. I wonder if he's so desperate for money if he would go ahead and sign it if somebody asked him to say Hulk smash. <laughs> you know, he's got to have like a weird like crowd at a con because it's going to be like X-Men fans. Uh, Plus Twilight fans. Oh, he's a Twilight guy too. Yes, is he? Oh, yes, he was in the Twilight movies. Is he like one of the Voltori or something? I don't know. Like you made the, the joke that he was a shirtless werewolf <laughs> in one of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Cudmore. I forgot. Playing to his no, no, no. This goes back to one plus one equals two. Oh, yeah. What else is he gonna be? That's true. That's true. Okay. Like, what's he gonna play uh, in in a fucking Magic Mike movie? Background stripper, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. And the, the Twilight audition was completely different than the other audition. And that one, they asked you if you couldn't act. Right. He was like, no, oh, not at all. Right. Like, oh, great. You'll great. fit right in. Right. <laughs> we can't have you, like, standing over our stars here. So. Yeah. We need Daniel Cudmore. He's perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right. That, we, that was good. The first email, 20 minutes. We did that one, like, in under five. Yeah. So Still a good email. All right. We got one more email. It's from Michael Cornish, and he sends in, no idea if there is any truth to it, but I heard the next live-action Disney movie will be Aladdin. Assuming that is true, how do you think they should handle the genie? It seems to me they have three choices. One, they could give him a totally new voice. Two, they could get a Robin Williams impersonator or Dan Castanella again. Or three, they could splice together his lines from his two movies and his many, many outtakes. Only the last one will allow them to use the Robin Williams last movie tag. So I hadn't heard this yet that they were thinking of doing a live action Aladdin. Yeah, me um, either. But I, you know what? I think if they do, I think they'll go for a completely different interpretation of how the genie is handled. Absolutely. I agree. I don't think um, the Robin Williams thing will have anything to do with it. Because, I, I mean, even the Robin Williams thing itself was kind of a completely different interpretation of a genie from the Aladdin story than we've mm. ever seen. Right. So I think they'll go another way. I mean, they obviously can't get much sillier. Well, or- I'm, I'm, I'm just going by, like, John Favreau's directing the new Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to have a, you know, singing bear. No. You know, in, mm-hmm. in his, it's in his imagining of, you know, the Jungle Book. I mean, we're not going to have Baloo and bear necessities. Blah, blah, blah. Right. We're not going to be seeing that shit. I mean, it's just, I think it's going to be not... Yeah, just be like a uh, kind of like a like a Tarzan movie. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Do we have singing mice in the upcoming Cinderella live action thing? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know either. Something that I won't be watching, I'm sure, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. I think they'll go for a more serious, like, threatening genie character. Because at the end of the day, the genie is kind of the villain in the story a little bit, right? Like, I don't know. They could right. easily go that way. Sure. I, I don't think it'll be... He'll be doing impersonations of different no. actors yeah, throughout I think it's, Hollywood. And, well, I think it's, you know... Robin Williams, he did what he did. And yeah. I think to kind of, like, you know, bring him back back in this and i'm not saying it's distasteful i'm not because i mean mm-hmm. you know they uh, superman returns they brought back you know uh marlon brando yeah you know and he'd been he'd been passed away and, and for a while and and i didn't think that was in bad taste but um don't constrict your story to try to work in robin williams and that comedy thing that was good for the, yeah. like the kids kids stuff but i mean if you're just ha- coming out with a pg pg-13 movie do it like a reimagining. Exactly. We're old enough now to where we've seen a lot of franchises start and then get rebooted again, and sometimes with uh, better results or you know more publicly uh, acclaimed results, like Batman. Uh, we all grew up with mm-hmm. uh, the Burtons, and yeah. I, myself, I care for the Nolans more. Um, uh, doesn't mean that I dislike the Burtons at all, uh, but. Um, we can accept different interpretations of these characters and anymore I think a lot of TV and stuff is driving us to be more open-minded into this stuff. So I think that's exactly what they'll do is they'll just start from scratch and have a completely different go at it. I'm going to stop you right there. I agree with everything you've said except for like the fact that like – Back in 1989, when that Batman thing, came, when that Batman movie came out, mm-hmm. yeah. that changed everything for comic books. That that movie was, in my opinion, just as influential as keeping comic books and these characters alive, like the Adam West series was. Um, because in 89, 90, there was not a store that you could not walk into and not see that fucking Batman VHS everywhere. Oh, definitely. That movie had such a, it was such a uh, culture phenomenon when it came out. In marketing, it it bled into everything. You saw the black and yellow. It was the biggest movie ever, in my opinion, right. for like that, that, that summer of 89. I, I remember leaving the theater. Um, I saw that on vacation in Florida, and I remember leaving the theater and just thinking about the iconic images that I saw in that, like you know him standing and at the the bell tower. The, oh yeah, you know like the the bat wing as it like flew up to the moon and it looked like the bat symbol, and mm-hmm. him standing by the moon on these on the the buildings and stuff like that, and just being like, man, th- this was the coolest fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, wow, oh my gosh, and it was so <laughs> dark for that time. I think like. You know, Tim Burton just nailed that movie for that time period. I, for that time period, I think it had more of an impact on culture right. than the Nolan films. Oh, had. I agree with that. It's still my favorite. The, Is it the original Batman? If yeah. I were going to power rank all Batman movies, yeah, original Tim Burton Batman number one, yeah, Batman Returns number two, yeah. Dark Dark Knight number three for me. See, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm just looking at it as like everything as it stands now, like what I would prefer to watch. Sure. And, and all that. No, I know. I know. And I, that's why I said, that's why I prefaced that with, I agree with everything yeah. you said, 
But I'm talking about like 1989. That fucking changed the culture, man. Right. That fucking that that you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, it people was that weren't even Batman fans were watching this shit. Oh yeah, telling people to watch this movie, dude, because it was fucking badass. I'd love to know how much they spent in marketing and then like compensate for inflation to kind of get an idea about how much they put into that. Well, fucking Prince did the fucking album, yeah. the right. entire fucking album. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I remember it being one of the first times I saw a movie poster without the name of the movie on the movie poster. It, yeah. yeah, you yeah. didn't need the name. And they didn't even have, like, the Batman logo was kind of blown up, so the whole logo itself didn't fit in that original poster. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was one of the most unique, now you see that style of poster for, like, sure. every movie. Right. You know, but it was, like, the first time you just saw that poster, where it was like, here's two-thirds of the Batman logo with nothing else. Right. And that's the poster. Well, I mean, it, it, they they got that iconography right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it is. It's iconography. I mean, you can see like arches and be like, oh, McDonald's. You don't need the word McDonald's to be there. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I mean, they, they created – that movie was iconic. Oh, yeah. I remember running around in the playground like humming the Danny Elfman score yes. too. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So on every level, yeah. That's yeah. A huge movie. Great email, Michael Cornish. Yeah. I've got one more email Let's that I did not get to read last week um, that I wanted to read. It's from Jay Poke, and he says, hey guys, I listen to you guys every week. I sent an email a while back about the possible ancient lightsaber. I tend to agree with you guys on most things, but I have to say I wholeheartedly disagree with your take on the African-American death thing on The Walking Dead. I agree that killing Tyrese during Black History Month was a mistake. That part I'm with you on. Where we disagree is your statements about killing minorities when they start to have, start to have high, a high number in the main cast. I understand that this is a trigger reaction to seeing two main cast members who are minorities die in the last four episodes. However, I did a little research and I wanted to share with you. As of the last episode, there have been 25 deaths of major cast members. Of those 25, only three have been minorities. T-Dog, Bob, and Tyrese. So maybe it's a knee-jerk to assume that more have died because the last two have been so recent. Also, just wanted to mention that there are currently six major cast members who are minorities. I just thought it might be worth mentioning this. Like I said, I usually agree with you, but on this one issue, I did take exception. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Jay. Jay, I mentioned you're hitting on such a narrow part of that conversation. Yeah. The broad, broad part of that conversation was in all of entertainment, you know, and I just used walking dead as one example, but it's such, you're, you're just tackling the narrow, the, like the smallest thing in this. There's a broader vision here in, in, in Hollywood. This is a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. There's a quota of how many black actors or, you know, uh, Latino actors that they can have on a show before it's considered black entertainment or Latino entertainment. And I think they need to get rid of that. And you're saying that 25 deaths of major cast members, 25, only three have been minorities. That just means that a lot of the other members of the cast are white exactly. to begin with. Exactly. So and, and so that's all I'm saying. I thought the same thing when you read that email. I was like, well, that, that statistic really doesn't mean anything right. because it's offset by the fact that the majority of the actors on are the show white. are white. Exactly. So, And there's really, right now, currently six major cast members that... Well, I mean, there, uh, Stephen Yoon Glenn. I mean, uh, he's right. uh, Korean. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have Michonne. Michonne. Michonne uh, uh, Terry's his sister. 
Yeah, Sasha, mm-hmm. the priest. The priest. That's four. That's four. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Noah. Noah. Yeah. But Everybody I, hates Chris. I, I did uh, read <clears throat> an article where he's not going to be hanging out long. He already took another job unless that changes. Mm. So I heard about that right about when uh, uh, Beth kicked the bucket. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I just think you're picking on one little thing, and I was trying to make a much broader statement than just The Walking Dead. I'm talking about an all of you know entertainment, not just The Walking Dead. And I, I still think that that this does apply to this show as well, even though a lot of minorities are re- represented on the show. Um, I just I that's just how I feel. So yeah. I mean, it's a real deep discussion too. I mean, we could go on forever about sure. like what the problem is. Cause it's, it's a combination of not just Hollywood, but right. society itself too. Right. And you know, yeah. basically Hollywood just wants to make as much money as they fucking can. That's right. all, that's all they care about. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, if a movie is labeled as like Brian said, you know, an African American film or a Latino film, that it's just it's it's a proven statistic that the most people spending money at the movie theater is the eighty to thirty four like white Caucasian females, right? And so you know that's who they want to sell the tickets to, and yeah. they're not going to not all of them, yeah, but they're all of them are going to go see the movies that are more relatable to them. That's why I'm hoping like movies like you know Captain Marvel are going to get a, a huge male audience, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether whether it's uh, black male, white male, uh, whatever. Um, and same thing as goes for like the Black Panther Black movie. Panther too, yeah. You know, I mean, I hope that it just. I mean, I just hope like you know we're supposed to be like the country, the melting pot. Well, why can't we be the melting pot of entertainment too? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Uh, Hollywood draws lines sometimes. I mean, it may they may not say it, but their lines have been drawn, and like this is something that needs to fucking change. I agree um, wholeheartedly. A show that I really, really love and respect is um, New Girl. I love this fucking show. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got one of the main characters is a Jewish guy, and he's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they had in the pilot episode, it was um, uh, Damon, Damon Wayans, Wayans Jr. Yes. And he left to go do Happy Endings. Mm-hmm. And so, like, dude, I'm not kidding you. Back in the 70s or 80s. If a minority left the show, they just replace it with another minority guy and mm-hmm. give him the same name as the same character. Yeah. New Girl did not do that. They brought in they coach left and they brought in the other guy that plays Winston right. and he's a he's a new guy. Yeah. And uh, a new roommate. But after after Damon Wayans Jr. lost his job mm-hmm. with Happy Endings once it got canceled, yeah. they brought him back onto the show. Yeah, they did it. They did that in a really good way on the show yeah. where he uh, went out of the country and like mm-hmm. sublet his apartment. Yeah, or his portion of it. So. Right, that's cool. And I was like, very very fucking cool. Bravo to you. Yeah, because like that was awesome. Because like you know, I mean, they 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 just didn't like. Uh, oh, okay, let's just. Re- Place him with some, with somebody else. Yeah, coach no, too. they're like no. we've got <laughs> coach too. Yeah, coach exactly. too. Exactly. They're like we have a talented actor that we yeah. can bring back on the show right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, okay, whatever. Moving on. I, oh. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I you're go, fine. You, the, 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 the shit just pisses me off. So. Like I said, this is definitely a conversation yeah. that we can and go then, on and on and on. And yeah. Just a real quick bit about The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, I still say. Uh, I, I when I watched it, I said that they made a mistake in killing him because it was like right at the mid-season opener. Uh, it was right after <laughs> Black History Month. For God's I know, sake. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't like it at the time, and it, it it seemed like it didn't carry any weight. Yeah. And then the next couple of episodes have gone by, mm-hmm. and then now I know where they're headed, and I kind of know what's coming with that. And 
as a plot device, I can understand where they were going with it because it seems like they were trying to thin the herd of any of the last truly optimistic people in the group. Yeah. Like they, they wanted to show them at the absolute end of their rope before basically they find sanity again. Right. And it really sucks now to look back and see how close he was to making it back to sanity, but it got the better of him and took him down. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it, in retrospect, it's kind of lending some weight to it, but I didn't like how they broke it up where they started you back off when you're expecting something else. And I, yeah, he died, but I just, I didn't like how it was handled. Yeah. No, nah, good points. All right. So time to move on to the old good pop, bad pop. Oh yeah. Eventually that stuff. It's time for more leftover reviews. With good pop, bad pop. All right, and during our good pop, bad pop, we may use our unique review system. You gotta explain what good pop, bad pop is, my man. Oh yeah, jumping ahead. If this is your first time listening, if yeah. this is your first time listening, good pop, bad pop is where we just kind of go through and talk about shows we watched or things we read or nice little stories that we saw, and sometimes apply a rating to them. And if you've never heard the show before, here's Clive to explain our rating system real quick. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. Nice. Didn't there used to be sound effects in that? No. Okay. No, no. Just the British guy. (laughs) Just the British guy talking. (laughs) He's so smooth, it's got fireworks going off in your brain. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, fireworks going off in the old brain. In the old noggin. It's (laughs) 4th of July going off in your fucking head, so, yeah. So, um, um, for my first Good Pop, Bad Pop is actually something that Brian watched, too. Yeah. So I'll let you go ahead and go with this one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we watched, uh, Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Uh, our buddy, uh, not our buddy, but, uh, I consider him a buddy because I fucking love Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And, uh, Will Forte. I love Will Forte. Uh, yeah, Will Forte, hilarious, uh, MacGruber. Everybody, if you haven't seen Saturday Night Live, you, you've probably seen MacGruber, maybe. I don't know. At least heard of him. At least heard of yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Will Forte's new show, Last Man on Earth, um, and we talked about it on the show before. I think it was a good pop, bad pop segment before. Uh, and I talked to Frank about this and I said, one of the major problems <laughs> with this show is the fact that the show is based on a guy there, uh, at the beginning of the show. It talked about a virus. Yes. Uh, you know, 20, it was the year 2020, 2020. and they put like after the virus. And so like everybody on the earth has been wiped out and there's nobody left on earth. He's the last man on earth. And But he's on a search to find out if there's anybody else on the planet with him. So he goes from state to state to state, like crossing off, you know, different states on his little map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, spray leaving, painting. Spray yeah. painting, <laughs> leaving messages. Hey, meet me. Was it in Arizona? Tucson, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Tucson, 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 yeah. And so anyway, uh, I was like, how can they do a fucking show where a guy is by himself and he's got nobody else to bounce any dialogue off of? Yeah. Right? Right. And Frank was like, oh, they can do it. They can do it. Frank was like, no, no, hold, hold the fuck on. Let me fucking finish here. Hold the fuck on. You said they can do it. They can do it. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, well, but I mean, I mean, yeah, they can do it for a while, but how long can they do it? Hold the fuck on, Mr. Chatty Patty over there. <laughs> He's ready to talk. No, I said, how long can they do it before it starts to get old? Because you got to have them bouncing off somebody. Well, we got an answer. Exactly. <laughs> and Frank was like, oh, you know, they could show them like doing different things that you can't do in regular life every week. 
And I was like, yeah, but how long before that gets old? Frank's like, oh, they can do it in one week. He can be driving on a racetrack like a NASCAR car. And I'm like, okay, Frank. All right, Frank. Okay. All right. I'm thinking five seasons down the road. I'm thinking five <laughs> seasons down the road. What the fuck are you still watching this fucking show about this guy sitting there by himself, not talking to anybody else except for like, you know, whatever. Why are you still watching the show? And you know what? They answered the question, didn't they, Jake? They, Talk to me, Chief. How did. long did it go before somebody else is introduced to the fucking show? One episode. <laughs> One episode. Wow. One episode. They didn't even milk the whole let's just destroy shit? Like, go make a freaking mockery they of, were, like, national no, monuments? They were like me. They were like me, and they're like, how long can we do this show where you just got this guy by himself? Half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour. Yeah, 22 minutes. With the the the, so is it the last of two men on Earth? Or no, no, no. no. Oh, he is okay, the last man on Earth. Yes. So, okay. So far, he is the last man on Earth. The last gotcha. female on Earth is uh, Kristen Schaal. That's her name. Yeah, from Bob's Burgers. Yes. Oh, okay. She plays the girl with the pink bunny ears. Oh, right, right, right. The, the hilarious daughter. She's got the same voice in the show, and you can't separate it. Man. It's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny, though. Um, and then she was also in like uh, one of the last, the, the last two seasons of Wilfred. Okay. Yeah, so she was in that She's show. She's done a lot of animated voices. I know she did work for Toy Story 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a lot of stuff like that. I, yeah, every once in a while I'll turn like Cartoon Network or like Disney XD and like watch a show and I'm like, oh, that's that's somebody from, you know, like uh, Bob's Burgers or whoever. You know what I mean? I heard uh, the voice of, you know, Tina. Uh-huh. Uh, Tina was on a, uh, plays uh, Jake's son in Adventure Time. Okay. So you hear a lot of these same voice actors in a lot of different shows. But yeah, we're talking about Last Man on Earth. <laughs> so yeah, I thought um, the show was not too bad. I'm going to go ahead and rate it real quick. Yeah. I'm going to give it a taste it. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't as funny as I'd hoped it would be, but it wasn't terrible by any means. I've seen a lot of people kind of raking this across the coals. Mm-hmm. It definitely did make me laugh. Um even though we're making fun of the fact that in one episode we had two people, I think the show kind of got better for me when there were the two people interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there weren't funny moments when he was by himself. Like Frank was saying, he just kind of goes all over the place and just is free to do whatever yeah. he wants. Um, I thought one of the funniest things was um, no running water, and so yes. he, he can't flush the toilet. <laughs> so he basically makes a toilet pool, and he... Um, <laughs> He cuts the diving board so he can sit on it like a toilet seat <laughs> and sit right over the edge of the pool and do his business every day. Over yeah, the, it's, over it's, the like, the, it's like a huge toilet. Oh, my No, gosh. but even before that, you know, he was taking like the big old jugs of water yeah. and pouring it into the back of the uh, back of the bowl. Yeah, that was funny. To flush too. it. And so he's got like – they show it like months – like five months later and there's like tons of these plastic jugs in that one room and he's tripping all over. <laughs> yeah, like passing out and jugs are falling all over the place. The, one, of the, one of the funniest things in, the, in this whole thing was like when he's first watching Castaway. Yeah. And he's talking about, oh, come on, please. This is where they got the movie wrong. He's talking to, <laughs> oh, he's talk, he's talking to Wilson. He's like he's, – he's talking to Wilson, you know, the volleyball. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way. I'm not going to be talking to a ball. And then like they cut away and like the next scene is like him going into – it's like him he going into bar, a bar. Yeah. And like all he's doing is talking to balls. <laughs> he's got all these different balls on like set up throughout this bar as he's playing pool and he's talking to them. You know, You've got like uh, tether balls, volleyballs, you got basketballs, baseballs, a golf ball, ping pong balls. There's even one of those, what are those? uh, Uh, 
Like badminton? Badminton balls. Like, and they've all got little faces and he's, <laughs> he's got them all named and he's talking to every single one. Yeah, he's got all, there's over 20 of them, I think. Right. And he's got all the names memorized. And then later he's gonna commit suicide at this rock. Yeah. <laughs> because there's like nobody else left on the planet and there's like no reason to live. And he's got nobody to talk to. And he's talking, he's like, I just, he's like, I just want to give credit to like, you know, the writers and producers of Castaway. They nailed it with that ball thing. <laughs> <laughs> they got everything right. Got everything right. <laughs> I was just like, that's hilarious. That was a good moment. I yeah. love the margarita pool too. The margarita pool. He's yeah. like has a kiddie pool that he just fills with margarita oh, wow. mix, and it's just got a giant straw, and he's just laying in there drinking. Yeah, he starts bowling in a parking lot, you know, okay. and then and then uh, he's bowling in a parking lot. He's not. It, there's a bowling alley. Right? Yeah. But he's not in the alley. He's actually in the parking lot of the bowling uh-huh. alley yeah. and bowling in the parking lot. <laughs> then that gets boring. He starts bowling lamps. That gets boring. And he starts bowling another car <laughs> after another yeah. car with an explosive on the front. Yeah, he did something to trigger it so they <laughs> yeah. blow up when yeah. they hit each other. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, like the whole yeah. world is basically his playground. And they yeah. do have a lot of fun with that yeah, for they the do. first half an hour. They do. Yeah. I'll keep watching. You're going to keep watching this? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to rate it. I'm I'm gonna give it a high taste. It. Nice. I really liked it, and I loved it when she, when uh, Kristen Shaw got involved because yes. you know, like he's this guy that basically, like you know, he doesn't care about running water. He he doesn't care. I mean, he's happy like uh, eating out of like you know cans and just like you know shitting in a pool. I mean, he, he's fine with that. And she wants to like you know. Uh, better themselves and hey let's let's get running water let's do this let's do that let's do all these things and and he and and then finally she just gives up and you they show her like fucking cutting her own little yeah in this little fountain like she's gonna start shitting in a fountain now (laughs) and he feels bad and that's when i started like really like the show yes i was like wow you know now they're bonding like he, he feels like he's made this woman give up and he wants to give her some hope after that, and I, I, I really like the dude. I'm gonna give it a high taste, it, and I, I hope the show continues to get better. From what I heard, there's ten episodes for this first season. Okay, so and I think the first episode counted as two. Yeah, so we've got yeah. like nine yeah. more week or eight more weeks of it. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep watching too. I, I love Will Forte. Yeah, um, I thought I'd never seen her like live and in the person. Yeah, like acting, and I thought she was really fun. Oh, she was good in this, and she played a totally different character than the character she played in Wilfred. Okay, she played like a wild girl in Wilfred. It was pretty. She was pretty good. In that I didn't too. see past season one in Wilfred. I really liked yeah. it, but I just kind of fell off on it. Yeah, yeah. So and okay, I'm gonna go ahead and move on to um our next good pop, bad pop. I um. Let me bring my notes up here, get my iPad to work. Um, I watched the new Netflix original series, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have you guys heard of this show? No. No, okay. I did not. Um, this show was uh, created by Tina Fey. Um, there's 13 episodes on Netflix. It was just released on uh, Friday. It stars Ellie Kemper. Um, you guys might remember, did you watch any of the American episodes of The Office? Yeah. She played Aaron. Who is the oh, uh, secretary okay. that came in to replace Pam? Once yeah. Pam was not a secretary. Anymore. I'm one of those weird people that only watched the British episodes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, she was the small redheaded girl. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And um, the premise of the show is these four girls are basically caught by this cult leader, and he's keeping them in an underground bunker. Um, they think the world has been completely destroyed, and um, eventually they get rescued. And the main character, um, Kimmy Schmidt is released into the real world, which she hasn't been in since she was in eighth grade. She only has up to an eighth grade education. And now she's trying to make it in New York. And it's, 
I thought it was a really great show. Um, she, How would you classify the show? Is it like a drama or a comedy? It's a sitcom. Dramedy? It's a sitcom. It's got a little bit of drama, but I think it's heavier on the comedy than the drama. And most of the comedy revolves around the fact that she is just completely clueless to how things work in the world now. Uh, she goes into a bathroom for the first time, and it takes her a few minutes to even figure out how to get the water running. Because, and she does a really good job of acting in this show. You should really check this show out. She is really charming in this role and really funny. Nice. Just her trying to get a job, her trying to get a, a place to live, yeah. and just trying to do everything a normal person does. I like these fish-out-of-water shows. The only problem with them, though, is that they keep going on season after season after season. Like yeah. The more they learn, the less funny it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, even look at Perfect Strangers with Balki Bartokomos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Those first... That couple seasons were great, but like as like he got more like deeper into American culture, it kind of got really shitty. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of interesting supporting a- actors in this. Uh, Carol Kane's in it. Okay, um, if, if you know her from Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, currently, I guess she's a uh, Penguin's mom on Gotham. Too. Yeah, yep. yeah, she is. So, um, Titus Berg plays her roommate, and he is um, a gay African American. Who um, is dresses up like a robot and passes out flyers for an arcade and <laughs> can't afford his bills, so she moves in to help him out and everything. And I've watched the first three episodes so far, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching it. I would have watched more, but like I said, it just came out a couple of days ago, so I just. And I've talked on previous episodes. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, watching these new series all in one go. I kind of mm-hmm. like to watch it two or three episodes a week a little bit and spread out the fun. Right. So I'll let you know what I think at the end. Right now, I'm going to give this a high taste it. Okay. Awesome. It sounds like something I, I would uh, like watching. It's really funny. I like, you know, those fish out of water stories. The, yeah. The opening theme music to this show is amazing. You have to hear the <laughs> opening theme song. Like, it, it, start, it starts right when she gets pulled out of the underground lair, hmm. and this guy just starts singing in auto-tune about what had happened to her, and he's got oh, wow. backup singers and everything, and it's oh, really wow. funny. Okay, so it kind of, the theme song tells the story. Yeah. The, it's like you don't see the, that much anymore. Yeah, it's very Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with, oh, the, right. with the theme song, where yeah. it tells you the whole, the whole premise real quick yeah. every episode. Yeah. So, super fun opener. Very cool. All right, and for our next good pop, bad pop, I'm going to hand it over to Brian. He says he's got a surprise for us. I do. I have a huge surprise for you guys, all right? Huge surprise. Now, this is going to be the fucking weirdest way to – and I want you to just trust me. I want you to fucking trust me here. This has something to do with pop culture. I swear to you it does. We'll get there. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable at first, Jake. I know Prude Police Jake is going to jump in on this one. (laughs) What? Prude Police Jake is going to be like, well, where are you going with this one? This is my show, Brian. Where where are you taking my show? Uh, with this thing so <laughs> i don't want you yeah yeah i don't want i don't want i don't want to hear prude police jake all know. right all right I'll, I'll turn the siren off all right okay here we go i swear that this has something to do with pop culture all right okay here we go all right so you guys know that like uh you know i had been on like these dating sites and shit mm-hmm. yeah. i have not been on any dates because i'm like done with that for right now okay but i still have a profile up and every once in a while, like, I hardly ever get on there. But every once in a while, I get a message, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so I got a message the other day. And, uh, you know, I'm at home and whatever. And it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, this happened This happened a couple, like, two, three days ago. Okay. So I got this message, okay? And it's from this, it's from this lady, and she's like, and this is bizarre. She goes, you are cute. And then, <laughs> and then... And then and then she goes, let me talk dirty to you. <laughs> I promise I can turn you on. 
And I, I, I replied. I said, that's one way to introduce yourself. <laughs> and she goes, LOL. I know. Sorry for being so blunt. Are you interested then? And I just put, OMG, LOL. So I'm just laughing at her at this point. Yeah, yeah. And she puts, um, you don't have to marry me or anything. And I'll wear a condom so you don't get pregnant. What? Whoa. It's a female. She just thinks she's funny. Okay. It's freaking me out at this point. Yeah. My phone's going off. Like my, it, like I'm, I, I think that's all I really, no, I did respond to her later. Hold on. She goes, you'll have to tell me yes. I've never had an unwilling victim. I mean, friend. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I haven't said anything again since OMG LOL and it, it keeps going. She goes, okay, I'm going to start. So hope you're not somewhere public because you're going to get hot, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay, next message. I'm going to pull your pants off with my teeth. <laughs> Breathing hot? I swear to God, it's on my fucking phone right here. I'm going to pull your pants off with my teeth. Breathing hot little kisses on your crotch as I do. Pulling your pants off and licking the inside of your legs. First off, if you're listening to this show and it's your first time, I apologize. <laughs> okay? Yeah, we talk about some adult themes on this fucking show. We cuss a lot. So, you know what? If you don't like that kind of stuff, you probably need to fuck off right now, right? Yes, yes. Right. So, fuck off. All right. Anyway, on to her little email. I'm going to romp... <laughs> what? I'm going to rub my firm, plump butt on your... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rub my firm, plump butt on your ever-increasing cock, rubbing it gently, softly, until he's throbbing and wants some attention. I'll slide your underwear off as I'll start to stroke him, licking him, kissing him and down, kissing him up and down, long-lasting licks. <laughs> like a Tootsie Roll pop, right? Yeah. I'm getting a blowjob by the owl. <laughs> Sucking him ferociously. Oh ferociously. Uh, that I don't like that. Damn, bitch, back off. <laughs> Question, you have braces, because I know that ferocious oh, shit. God. Stroking him and licking him. Sucking him as he loves it and is oh so hard. And then she goes, because I haven't responded. She goes, are you there? And I say, um... Watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's where the pop culture comes into play. Nice. Guys. Oh, you watching Game of Thrones. Guys, this is huge, right? <laughs> yeah. Huge. Fuck yes. <laughs> watching Game of Thrones. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where am I at? Yeah, how far? Are you? Okay, if season five were to start today, uh-huh. all three of us could sit down and watch it. Yeah! <laughs> I started Game of Thrones <coughs> last Sunday, and I finished the season four finale this morning. Oh. I watched 30 episodes in one week. Nice. Nice. And no I, wonder we didn't fucking hear from you at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Susie sucks a lot over here. Was pissing me off because I think I was like uh, waist deep. She was trying to get waist deep into me, but I was waist deep in fucking season three at this point. Yeah, wow. I fucking killed season four in two fucking days. Damn. So did you love it? Hold on, let me talk about Game of Thrones here. Oh, thank All God. right, yay! All right, number one, th 
a big problem with our show is none of us watch all the same show. Yeah. yeah. This motherfucker, you're one of like ten people that don't watch Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. And then trying to get uh, Frank to watch Doctor Who, like pulling teeth. Yeah, that happened. Arrow and the Flash. Arrow and Flash. So I thought to myself, like, this has to change because like every fucking show that we talk about, there's always like, um, you know, one of us. That, that isn't watching it. Yeah. There's got to be a show that all three of us can fucking talk about openly that we've watched. And not just the pilot. Everybody sticks with it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, I've seen season one of Game of Thrones. I want to talk about Game of Thrones. So I like, I got to watch this fucking thing. I did not plan on watching three fucking seasons <laughs> nice. in one week. But I did. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to talk about right so now. So addictive. You had to. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, if we got exposed to it at a point where we could have binge watched it, we would have done that, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season two was rough for me. Yeah. Rough for me. Because like I had been out of the world for probably like, you know, I hadn't watched season one in a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was rough for me. I think season two was mm-hmm. a lot of like filler episodes for me. But, at the time it felt like filler but like later exactly. on later on when by the time you get to season three and then more so in season four those episodes are so important um if you were to ask me if i would have just walked in here and said i watched season two i would i would have given it a, a low taste it um and then season three i would have said uh yeah it's a, it's a taste it but now looking back on seasons two three and four after just finishing four fucking Tupperware the entire fucking series. Nice. Hell yeah. Because once everything comes together by the end of season four, it's just fucking masterful. Oh, it is. It's it fucking is. masterful. And I don't know everybody's names as good as you do, but my God, I can sit here and talk about Game of Thrones finally. Yeah. That's awesome. I, 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 I just... I, <laughs> one week, I killed it, man. Dude, I'm not kidding you. Like, I would, like, on lunch break, I uh-huh. would go home and watch, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I would wake up in the morning. I would go to the gym, work out, come back, watch an hour of Game of Thrones before I left for work. And then, like, at, when I got home, I was watching Game of Thrones when I had fucking stupid whores trying to suck my dick through, <laughs> you know, through this thing. I'm watching Game through of Thrones. This thing. Yeah, I'm watching Game of Thrones. And so, like, if you guys want to talk Game of Thrones, I, I can fucking throw down some fucking Game of Thrones, What were dude. some of your favorite moments? What were the some of the big key moments Holy for you? Holy shit, dude. Let's do a top three yeah. if you can. The women really held this show together for oh, me, I think, yeah. in seasons two and three. I mean, the women in the show were the glue. I don't think the men really started to shine. And you can make your argument that, yeah, you've got Tyrion Lannister and shit like that, dude. And he was fucking cool all the way through, dude. But I'm telling you that the women in this show through seasons two and three really were the glue, dude. The fucking duct tape that kept this show together for me. I agree. Um, From Arya to Brienne to, Brienne. to Cersei. Yep. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, Daenerys. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Cersei, so fucking good. Um, Daenerys, I mean, her story arc is just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's... What What's, what's really crazy about this show is you get characters like um, that that you at first hate. Yes, and like I don't even know like how you guys feel about these guys because like when you talked about it in the past and shit, yeah. mm-hmm. it was going in one ear and out the other because I don't even know how the fuck you guys, like like what you guys were saying because I, I hadn't watched the show really. You know what I mean? But hold on, like Jamie Lannister. I knew you were going to say him. Jamie Lannister hate the motherfucker at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking cripples. The, hey, spoilers for Game of Thrones if you haven't seen it. So. 
But yeah, now, uh, I remember him from the first season, you know, banging his sister and shit, and he pushes uh, the Brand. young the, Bran uh, off the tower and shit, and uh, cripples him. He's the one, Frank, you got, what the fuck? <laughs> this is my good pop, I'm bad sorry. pop segment, and you're over there like, you're like, what the fuck? No, talk. You'll know what, uh, I've been dying to know what was your reaction to the Red Wedding. Okay, I'll talk to it, Let me Frank. get to This is my good pop, bad pop segment. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sheesh. Yeah. I thought you had a question about what he was just saying yeah. now. You're no, trying to get him no, to jump like, beats ahead. You get, what's so cool about this show is you get characters like fucking like Jamie Lannister. Like you fucking hate him from the beginning. And then by the fucking like season four and shit, even season three, like him and Brienne. You know what I mean? Brienne of Tarth. I mean, their whole relationship and shit. Them together. Like, he still wants to fuck his sister, which is totally fucking insane. But on the flip side, I'm liking this guy now. Same thing with fucking Theon Greyjoy. What the fuck? Uh, I fucking hated that guy at the beginning. Guy gets his dick cut off, and now it's like, (laughs) I feel like, what the fuck? Poor guy. He's getting tortured every goddamn day. Does he really deserve this? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, should I hate Reek? Should I like Reek? I don't know. That's what I like about the show. Same thing with Daenerys. Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Daenerys, oh my god, loved her at the beginning. Now towards the end, I'm thinking, like, is she really fit to lead? Yeah, exactly. I don't hate her, but right. is she really fit to lead? Is this, like, uh, can she really, like, she's trying to do all the right things, but through trying to do all the right things, a lot of bad things are happening. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I and think the way she's handling the dragons now yeah. broke my heart. Oh, yeah. But, I'm you know, sure. but, but, you know, I mean... Oh man, this the show. I could. Uh, it's fucking crazy. With her, I kind of think that, and I have not gotten. I've dabbled in the books, but I don't know anything beyond yeah. what we've already seen. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of wondering if like they're trying to show you kind of at her like I guess weakest, where she's trying to do too much of listening to all the advisors and like you said, do the right thing for everybody. Yeah, I think what's going to end up happening is she's going to come into like being like a full Targaryen and just know that it's through force. You're gonna do it for their own good. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we'll see. Yeah, I agree. Um, Daenerys was one of my favorite characters in the first three seasons, and in season four, she wasn't even in my top five. Yeah, just because of the plot developments. I well, mean, like I don't they, they, they held out on her so much in like seasons two and three. So like, whenever you did see her, you were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, like they really held back on the dragons in season four, mm-hmm. but I loved it. You know, I right. loved it. Um, are okay. My question to you, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm thinking in the future. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is all leading up to a scene? Because like they've introduced like in season three, the wargs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Brand, dude, he's gonna fucking like do all like white fucking pasty eye shit, and he's gonna fucking jump into the fucking brain of a dragon, right? That's gonna happen. Good. Yeah, I that's mean, gotta happen because it's gotta happen. The the wa- it's gonna the, be like him going into like Drogon, the big fucking dragon, and like right. taking on the two smaller dragons, right? It's gotta happen. Well, in that, in that last episode, the children straight up tell him that he'll fly. Exactly, yeah, exactly, go, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But like, even before they said that, dude, I'm thinking, dude, as soon as it's like wargs and shit, I'm like thinking, like, this right. final fucking battle and shit, dude, he's gonna fucking go like mind melding into a fucking dragon. It's gonna happen. That's the whole reason they're setting up wargs. Right. Yeah. I, I know be. Frank wants to talk about Red Wedding, but honestly, I'd rather talk about what you thought about Mountain and the Viper fight. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was amazing, dude. Uh, my sister, on a side note, and I'll yeah. show you the picture when we take a break, she met the actor that played Mountain just yesterday. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, my sister, like, uh, she, uh, she does a lot of, like, uh, lifting competitions mm-hmm. and stuff like deadlifts and stuff like that. My sister is not, like, a big mountain. My, she's not a huge girl. My sister's actually really thin and, 
very pretty. She doesn't look like <laughs> she looks like when, China. She, yeah, <laughs> she does not look like a big tank or something like that. So, uh, but um, but my sister met that guy just yesterday. That's awesome. Like she was like at this like uh, like bodybuilding you know competition yeah thing I, and oh, uh, I don't want to get a picture of him holding my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, there we go. There's Colossus. wow. That was insane. I, yeah, that's Colossus. Like, dude, that was an insane fight, and it reminded me of like um, just the classic like wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, like the the uh, the hero or whatever gets too confident, starts looking at the crowd, starts talking a little too much. Yeah, and the next thing you know. Fucking gets his like his head just squashed like a fucking grape. Right. Hard, hard not to think of Little Princess Bride in there too while you're watching that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I kept saying, I kept thinking my name is Enigo Mentoya. Yeah. I, I you really, killed my niece and nephew. Prepare to die and rape my sister. Yeah, and rape my sister. <laughs> I really want to give it to the uh, the showrunners because I I did read through the book on that part and yeah. a lot of times. A lot of people say books are better because you get like the perspective, the internal perspective of uh, the person you know th- who's being written from. And a lot of times in movie and TV, you don't get that. However, yeah. uh, when they were questioning him about his use of the spear mm-hmm. and the friggin' like display he put on afterward, that said it all. Yeah, that that conveyed his overconfidence and cockiness that he really right. was feeling. Yeah. So yeah, the show did a good job of making the Viper seem cocky and over overconfident. They definitely yeah. didn't fail mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, Red Wedding, Red Wedding. Um, when it, when everything first happened, I was like, ah, this is it, this is it. And then they because they cut away from the Red Wedding. Yes. Yeah. But then when they came back, like it got even more fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is, this is fucking crazy. Gotcha. Because I was like, I was like, I was like, when is this red wedding? When is this, when is this going to happen? Cause like, cause like I knew everybody was talking about it and shit. Like the episode, I, I, Thought it was going to be called Red Wedding, and it wasn't. And it was like Reigns of Castle. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Holy shit, dude!" When it fucking happened, did I you was catch like, wow. on to that when they started playing? What's the, that? The Reigns of Castamere. It's it a show, song. It showed up a couple of times in the show before. They were uh-huh. singing it right before the Battle of, uh, Battle of Blackwater, uh-huh. and uh, Cersei referenced them uh, in a conversation with Oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, she's the queen now. Yeah, it's like a Lannister theme song now. Yeah. And when the yeah. minute it's, the band started playing it, that's why the characters are like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Right. And, and, it, and it continues through. It was playing when uh, he had I, uh, ice melted down, too. Yeah. Dude, I, I love the show. It's a fucking Tupperware, dude, and I can't wait for season five. Like, it was so cool, like, watching, like, episode after episode after episode after oh, episode. Bet. Right. And, you know, just, you know, not having to wait week after week after week. But, like, now we'll be able to have these conversations. Finally, a fucking show we can all three <laughs> watch week to week. And, and it's getting ready to kick that. off again, too. Yeah. Nobody has a dick on this show. Like, if you're a guy, <laughs> if you're a guy in the world of Game of Thrones. Yeah. There is a 50% chance that you don't have a penis. Yeah, hold on to your dick. Hold on to your dick the entire time. Or <laughs> right. don't tell tell everybody it's already been cut off. Yeah. My God, because th- you're going to get it cut off. <laughs> hold on to your dicks, people. Seriously, that should be like their T-shirt. The T-shirt for Game of Thrones should just be like the symbol for Game of Thrones, like that, that, that logo or whatever, mm-hmm. and then somebody holding their dick. Because you need to hold your dick the entire time. Because like the Unsullied... 
holy shit. A oh, whole, yeah. 8, a whole 000, army of dick. A whole army of dickless men. <laughs> yeah. A whole army. And Theon gets his dick cut off, and then the fucking, uh, the eunuch. Oh, Varys. <laughs> yeah. I, he reminds me of Otho from Beetlejuice. But yeah, <laughs> That's hilarious. That, yeah. that dude is dickless. No guys have dicks in this fucking show. Oh my god. And there's so much incest. Oh, yeah. Oh, I felt over. so bad for fucking Tyrion in that. When oh my god that last fucking episode that I watched the Tywin episode oh, oh yeah yeah when he when he walked into Tywin's fucking was room in oh my yep. god yeah. you fucking bitch yeah. I was like yeah you fucking strangle her yep. yeah. yeah she called him his lion and I felt fucking I felt fucking hurt you know yeah. I fucking felt hurt for the dude mm-hmm. oh my god the show's so goddamn good Tupperware the fuck out of Game of Thrones the show is so great um th- th- we haven't really got to talk much about uh Brienne because you know you not haven't watched it Gwendolyn Christie yes. holy shit she's gonna be in Star Wars oh I yeah. know holy yeah. fuck she's gonna be a fucking chrome, stroop- tro- chrome trooper yeah, in Star Wars she'll be badass sup- yeah she's Jeez. super imposing oh my god body language while she's fighting is amazing uh. and then that fight between her and the hound it kind of sucked because neither one of them really wanted to do anybody any harm yeah. they just ended up in a fight because of the lack of being able to trust each other. Yeah, but the way that that ended was so awesome. The fact that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Arya. Yeah. Arya did get revenge against the Hound. Yep, she yeah, didn't she put did. him down. One of the few people that she, she, she put down. She did not give him mercy, and right. that's what he asked for. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, and I love her, dude. Mm-hmm. She's I love, so she's cool. my favorite. She's so cool. Oh, well, finally, fucking, what, what's her name? Redhead chick, Jean Grey. Oh, oh, Christ, why am I drawing on this? Sansa. Sansa. Oh, yeah. Sansa, I think she's going to be starting to be badass starting next season. Cause Agreed. Like, dude, I was, I was getting so fucking sick of her. Just like oh, yeah. every yep. time, like talking about Joffrey and, and shit. And lemon cakes. Lemon yeah. cakes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude. Her, her lemon cakes. I, I think one of the best things about the show is the character development. Yeah. You don't have people just like making subtle twists and turns here right. and there. Right. Like what you're saying about Sansa, it's like a 90 fucking degree bend. Yeah. Like here they go. And then everything's all validated. Well, she looked totally. Really different. The last time they showed mm-hmm. Sansa, mm-hmm. when she walked out, dude, she's like dressed in like that dark green or dark black yeah. dress. Oh, yeah, that was she the- looks totally different, dude. I think we're going to see her character flip, dude. These Stark kids are getting fucked up, man. Oh, yeah, they oh, are. But it's awesome. He's dropping like flies. Yeah, fucking Rob Stark. Dude, this fucking show. I know. Even the most minor characters I end up falling I was, in love after with. Season uh-huh. two, after season two, I was going to come in here and be like, Dude, what do you, I don't get why you guys like this show, man. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not getting Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. Not really feeling it. Not feeling it. That but, third season but really is worth second season. Roll. Third season was really good, dude, but everything culminated into that fourth season. Mm, everything really. culminated. Like, you look back on season three, season two, all that shit was necessary. Uh-huh. You had to take that journey with these characters to get where they are now. I really felt- My God, if you aren't watching Game of Thrones, watch it. I watched, fucking three seasons in a goddamn week. <laughs> yeah. I was giving out HBO Go to get people to yeah. watch yeah. this shit. So. I really felt yeah. like that the fourth season, every single episode was like the previous season's penultimate episode, using that word properly. Yeah. The, the, the penultimate episode of season four was cool. I like how it all dealt with the battle. Yep. Yeah. Just they mm-hmm. didn't cut away to anybody else's story. It was like, you are watching this fucking battle. Yep. That's- and it was the coolest fucking battle scene in a movie Right there next to fucking, uh, the two towers. I agree. Yeah. That's it was the right up there. Yeah. Dude, when they unvi- the, the sigh, mm-hmm. the sigh when they let the oh, sigh I loose. I love that part. Holy <laughs> fuck. I was like, you guys are fucking brilliant. That's why you can't get behind, behind that fucking wall. 
they're always thinking a step ahead and shit. That's mm-hmm. the episode that I saw in the IMAX format. Yeah. Oh, oh. my god, that sigh was gigantic <laughs> yeah. on the IMAX I format. I and bet. the the arrow that the giant shoots. Yeah. How, how big yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this giant yeah. fucking spear arrow that <laughs> yeah. takes out the whole goddamn tower. Well, it hits that one dude in the yeah. chest, and he goes flying off into like you know, like yeah. he, he hit a home run with that motherfucker. <laughs> I loved it, man. Get out of there. But I was going to say, like, I love every character in that show, even the small characters. Like, I love Podrick. I mean, he doesn't even oh, get that much yeah, time, but I no. love Pod. Exactly. Is like, that the the squire? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Podrick must have a big dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he when he, <laughs> he satisfied those uh, the the women in the brothel. Yeah, they gave him his gold back. They yeah. gave him the gold back. So I Man. love that character. I love that he's paired up with Brienne now. Oh, I like that yeah. too. It's I so like awkward. Too. Yeah, it's a Dude, great she's irritated. Pairing. Oh, well, she's starting to come around when she let yeah. him take off the. He, she understands that he's only happy when he's serving. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yep. You know. Yep. So. And then uh, I, I, I love Jamie's transformation. He's somebody, and I, I would love to be able to like try to look up to him mm-hmm. because he's trying to be noble. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the transformation so far, and I'm hoping that it, this sucks for him. But him and Cersei kind of get split up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's it's such a great fucking show. Yeah, Game of fucking so Thrones. good, man. April is it first Sunday of April? Uh, April twelfth, I believe. Well, I'm there, guys. I'm fucking watching Hell this shit, yeah. dude, and we're talking about it. That's so. exciting. And pretty soon, even the fucking book readers aren't going to know what's going to happen next, so you won't have to worry about any spoilers. Yeah, and it, and it won't matter. They listed the timetable. It's not like physically possible for him to write the books in, but they do know the ending. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But uh, did you guys hear that that uh, service we talked about, the uh, subscription-only HBO service? Oh, yeah, I did hear uh, about that. The, yeah. The HBO stream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be called HBO Now, and they're hoping to try to have it out by the time Game of Thrones comes out. I think it's kind of pricey. They want 15 bucks a month for the HBO Now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why not just get HBO? Yeah, exactly. It depends on if uh, you have to get like a package or you can just buy the one channel. I'm sure you can get HBO by itself or with a package for sixteen, just as much like sixteen ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. It seems that seems like a ridiculous price, especially when Netflix isn't fifteen bucks a month. Sure, and it's more than just HBO content. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I've got a ad. I've dropped HBO uh, after Game of Thrones got over with last year. And I'm it makes sense it though. Like honestly, like the, think about it this way: like if you had HBO through your subscriber, like through your like you know cable or like Dish, and you could get it for ten bucks a month, mm-hmm. you're gonna drop it through Dish. You're gonna drop it through. Yeah, and you're just gonna you're just gonna like plug in your Amazon. Amazon Fire or whatever into your fucking TV and mm-hmm. just watch it off of that. You know what I mean? You're not gonna or your Apple TV or whatever the fuck you can get it on. And then, you're, you're not gonna you're, you're gonna cut that out and then then you're pissing off the cable subscribers. Yeah, this is for people that I guess like don't have access to like cable at home or something like. Or that. Or they choose not to pay for it. Like it's, if yeah. they've got like specific wants or needs, they can either like pick up individual episodes of stuff off of iTunes. Yeah. Or go with something like this to get that Game of Thrones fixed without having the sixty dollars extra a month for basic service. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gets it out there, so more people have more ways sure. to see it. I yeah. guess it just more passwords it, for people to steal. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, it's not doing me any good though. I don't, yeah. I don't think right. so. I get HBO free with my internet. It just came with it. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, so there you go. You're set up. Yeah, dude, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, I can't. Game wait of Thrones either. season five. I'm like, so and I just finished it like fucking this morning and shit, and I don't even have to wait like a whole fucking month, dude. That's shit awesome. comes out like. In a month. So I'm pretty sure with the arc that they got lined up, we're going to see Tyrion getting linked up with Arya somehow. 
Aren't they going to be in roughly about the same location? No. I, I think we're going to see Tyrion linked up with someone else, not Arya. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's going to be Daenerys. That's right, because of what they talked about, saying that uh, Varys was telling him, or vice versa, that he needs to find somebody like Noble Strong with the right last name. And he said, I didn't say it was uh, him. Yeah. Before we move on from Game of Thrones yeah. and talking about the, the ending of the last episode, I love that moment when Varys is getting ready to go back to town, and then all the shit goes down, and he's like, no, I'm going to step back on this boat and take off, I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now I think I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Not good things happened when I was here last. <laughs> yeah. So, uh oh, they're sounding the horns that Tywin's dead. I think I better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, I love the show, man. I'm so glad. I'm so yeah. glad. All right. I, and we'll have some more Game of Thrones news later. So we'll bring this back up just for a little bit later Very on. Very cool. And I can join in. All right. So I wanted to do a couple really quick movie reviews. Don't want to spend too much time on it for yeah. Good Pop, Bad Pop. But I finally saw Snowpiercer on Netflix over the last week. Finally. Finally. Cool. Have you seen Snowpiercer too? No. You have not seen Snowpiercer yet? No. All right. I, I thought, even paid for it and didn't get a chance to watch it. Now it's on Netflix. I thought I was the lame Okay. So I feel a little bit better. Um, I really enjoyed Snowpiercer. It wasn't a Tupperware for me. Mm. It, it was a high taste it. Hmm. But I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I hadn't had what was going to happen spoiled for me. Yeah. I didn't know the ending. It was real. I didn't expect it to, be, it to be as dramatically powerful as it was. I kind of just expected a unique science fiction movie. I didn't expect it to actually emotionally get me so involved in it as it did. Yeah. So I, I really liked it. The, the ending was kind of a disservice to me. I, I didn't really there, care for it all that much. Yeah, a lot of people didn't care for the ending. Um, you can research on the internet. The uh, I think like the writer does explain like what happened. Okay, so you can you can do some research and find it out there. And one of our episodes after the end music, I actually read what the writer wrote about it. Okay, I can't remember what episode it that's was. That's interesting. Yeah. If one of our listeners knows what episode that's the end of, yeah. let us know on Twitter. I'll just yeah. listen to that in moment. What do you think about the uh, the little what, what they would uh, what they'd feed the people at the back of the train? Oh, that was gross. Wasn't that disgusting? It was like her soggy Hershey bars made out like, of bugs. Oh. I was like, how can you? Ma- yeah, how, well, it was there. Shit. Oh, oh they yeah. Were, they were eating their shit. No. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. How could you get – you know, and I thought Soylent Green was bad. Yeah, it was that as well. I don't know if I'd rather eat people or their shit. I don't know. It's like I just die gun to the head Fuck question, that. I guess. Yeah, I really like seeing, like, all the different cab cars and all the different classes. Yeah. And I thought they Wasn't did, that crazy? Yeah, yeah, they did such a great job where, like, every time they went into a new car, it was almost like you were watching a new movie in some way. What about the classroom? Oh, that was that was super <laughs> yeah. nuts. It was like some crazy like children of the damn shit. <laughs> right. I was like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? And you start to question the who, sushi bar. Yeah, oh it's yeah. Like, what the fuck? Eating some sushi, looking out the window <laughs> yeah. at the destroyed cities and everything. Yeah. And I, you know the what? Ecosystem really, within it. You know what really freaked uh. me out was when like both parties were getting ready to fight each other, yeah. and all of a sudden everything comes to a standstill so they can sing the Happy New Year stuff. Which yeah. is so it was so weird and goofy to me, right? Like some of it was just so out there that I think that's what presented me from giving it a Tupperware. Oh man, I loved just, it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I loved it, it was a high taste. It, but yeah. it, it definitely Tupperwares. I kind of say for movies that I'll just go back to back to back to over and over. It wasn't and over too long again. for you though, was it? No, it was not too long. Under two hours. Under two hours. <laughs> Thank the, God. The perfect. The perfect <laughs> Thank God. Instant toss it if it's over two. <laughs> instant, to- instant toss. It. Well, I definitely think about it. Definitely seventy percent chance of an yeah. instant toss it. If it's over two hours. The only you would Tupperware Titanic the movie, right? Yes. The only way that he Tupperwares that movie though is if he watches it in two parts. Yeah. With the intermission. Jake, Jake has like convinced himself that Titanic. There's Titanic one and Titanic. 
Titanic 2. Well, I have two VHS tapes when I watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. part one and part that, two. That is That's true. Right. That yeah. is true. <laughs> yep. So, and then I also really quick wanted to touch on another movie I watched um, that I'd actually been wanting to watch for a long time, and that's Nebraska. Yes, that's um, a good one. We talked about Will Forte on his mm-hmm. new Fox show, Last Last Man on Earth. Yep. He's also the star of this movie. Um, this movie was directed by Alexander Payne, who um, I think his most famous movie would be Sideways. Um, the, it was a wine tasting movie. I've with, got. Um, I own that movie. Thomas Hayden Church and um, what's the other guy's name? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, the Rhino. Yeah, the let's rhino. go wine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> Wine. <laughs> they go on a wine rampage until Spider-Man finally stops them. Well, shit, it was it's the Sandman Rhino, and, Sand and, and Rhino. Yeah. Holy fuck, I just realized that. Wow. <laughs> Sandman and Rhino. On a wine-tasting rampage. And, um, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm brain-farting on who the um, older gentleman was that starred in this with Will Forte. Mm. Um, oh, my gosh. The old man? Yeah. Like his father? Yeah. I can't remember, but, like, Bob Odenkirk's in it. Bob Odenkirk's in it. Yeah. Um, plays Will Forte's brother. brother. Basically, the premise of it is is his dad... It's one of those publishers clearinghouse things in the mail that, right. we, that we've all seen where it's, you've won a million dollars or whatever, but it's really just a big magazine subscription racket. But he's convinced that he really did win this million dollars. Oh, wow. It's all in black and white. It's all in black and white. It's a gorgeous movie. Yeah. I, I, I love it when movies and modern movies are filmed in black and white because usually the filmmakers that do that kind of stuff are so into the cinematography that mm-hmm. you just get such a gorgeous movie from it. Yeah. Um, it's really just kind of a, a tale of a family and a family like coming together and kind of a father and son relationship and a son bonding with his father over all this stuff and the wackiness in the family and everything. Um, great acting in this movie all around. The mother is hysterical. Was, the mother was the next thing I was getting ready to say. Yeah. She is really funny. Um, in the trailer, they show her doing a lot of funny stuff and I remember going, oh, well, they're showing all her funny little things right here in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But not at all. They, no. they just had so much of the it. The grave scene? The grave scene. Oh my God. She's showing dead people that were trying to flirt with her. Yeah. Her, her goods, pulling her dress up, saying, <laughs> oh, wow. you could have had this. <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. This was a great movie. This movie was a definite Tupperware for me. Yeah, I Tupperware it too, I think. Uh, I loved this movie. Um, I actually watched it a second time three days later just because I wanted one of my roommates to see it. So I'm like, hey, let's just put this on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I was doing stuff on my iPad the whole time, but I right. still had it on again for yeah. a second time. And he absolutely loved it too. So Good. Great Good. movie. My parents loved it too. They uh, thought it was great. I bet so. Yeah. It's, it's one of those movies that I – I think anyone would like, any age group would like this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So, it was very, very good. It was a fantastic movie. I, I love that it was in black and white, too. And yeah. I, I mean, and I think Kevin Smith needs to take note of this. Yes. Clerks 3, I know he said he's doing it, you know, parts of it in black and white and parts of it in color again. Just like in yeah. the Clerks 2, they did like the first, you know, few minutes in black and white, then the last few minutes in black and white, I think the last few minutes. But then. You know, the, the, the Clerks 3, just do the entire thing black and white. Why not? I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So um, moving on, I know, Brian, you had something from Comedy Central you wanted to talk to us about? Yeah, real quick. Real quick. I'm just going to talk about it and rate it real quick. Um, uh, Comedy Central has a new show. I'm not sure what nights it's on. I forget. I just got it set up on my DVR, but you can look for it. Uh, the Jack and Triumph show. Um, if you've watched Conan in the past, probably oh the God. 90s, the Triumph 
the it's com- that triumph triumph the comic insult dog yes <laughs> for me to poop on oh, i love it which one of these buttons calls your mother to come pick you up <laughs> <laughs> it's uh jack and triumph and um i love this show i've only seen the one i've got two episodes on the dvr seen one of them and it's great uh it's a mix of a like raunchy sitcom but there are parts in the show where they actually bring in real people and triumphal insult them. <laughs> nice. I nice. love that stuff. And it is a brilliant, funny show. Uh, it, it, it's half an hour. Uh, it's not one of these 15-minute Comedy Central shows. Who's Jack? Jack is – he's a comedian I'm not familiar with. I've seen him in other things. Okay. And, I, and I think he's been working with Triumph – you know, on other projects, not like you know, like when he was on Conan, and yeah, stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really funny show. I'm gonna give it just one episode I saw it was a Tupperware because I I like the blend of sitcom meets like real real life where where you know basically kind of like you know like what they do in the Jackass films or like oh, yeah. the Borat shit like yeah. where there's a there's a script but then they let real people come in oh, to yeah. play. And usually the best parts of that is when he actually goes off and really does insult somebody yeah. because they're being stupid. I didn't mean to say Jackass, I meant to say what is it? Uh the bad grandpa. Bad grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Like uh I eat my own shit and you disgust me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I love Triumph. I have to check that out. That's it's great. It's really good. Yeah. So definitely check out Jack and Triumph show on Comedy Central. I know Frank. You have something you wanted to talk about for Good Pop, Bad Pop. Yeah, uh, I finished up Agent Carter. Yes. And uh, it, it it's done as far as I could tell. Unless something changes, it doesn't seem like it'll segue into a regular series. Mm-hmm. See, from what I've heard, they've lied to us, and we are going to get a season two of Agent Carter. It, it, there's the doors open, mm-hmm. but they wrapped up the storyline that they presented. So, I mean, it could be a one and done, or if they do move on, it, they'd have to come up with a new trope. But she. Uh, um, the the series it was like a trial story. run. Like I yeah. think they like I think they were just giving us a trial run to see if people responded to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen the first three episodes, so I am curious to hear like what you thought of the rest of the series. Uh, it was really good. Uh, it gets kind of dark, and um, I've kind of had the feeling that a lot of our current Marvel stuff's heading that way anyway. Mm. Um, and I can't really like give specifics on some things because it's very spoilerific. Yeah. Uh, but um, good trial at the end for her i guess um in facing a lot of things uh the not only the big bad but the um chauvinism and stuff that she experienced and it, it gets directly called out and i thought it was handled very well oh cool and um in the end it's it's kind of funny and things kind of go back to you know what was normal for the time but i, I i'm hoping that they kind of address it because i thought that that was a little weak there was a moment at the end where somebody could have done something really special for her, and they chose not to. Hmm. And uh, she she just kind of was like, oh, okay, this again. But I think it, it would have been better if they would have went ahead and just like let her have her moment. So Does it still maintain its Tupperware as an entire series? After absolutely. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Good. I, I never really felt that there was one any single week at episode – like every single one had its purpose, and regardless of what I might have thought with some of the previews, like the episode where uh, she was confronting Stark in the uh, previews, it, it turns out to be a lot more important and a little different than that. So, it, yeah, it's a Tupperware every single episode. Side note, the uh, actor that played Jarvis yeah. played the father of Mila Kunis in Jupiter Ascending. Oh, no, oh wow. That's yeah. Paul, Paul Bettany? Is that his name? No, you're thinking of Vision. Oh, oh, oh. 
You're, uh, real Jarvis. Oh, oh. Real Jarvis, not, not, uh, oh, AI Jarvis. Agent Shield Jarvis, yeah. not voice Jarvis from Avengers. Peggy, right. uh, Agent Carter Jarvis. Oh, what did I say? Agent Shield? You said Agent Shield. Agent Shield. Agent Shield. That's like Detectives the, of Marvel. That, that's like the shit you'll see in the dollar store, uh, fucking toy aisle. It's a guy and his actual name is Agent Shield. Agent, Agent Shield. Shield, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, G.I. Joe. Here's the actual G.I. Joe. His name is G.I. Joe. Yeah. Well, they had that guy. <laughs> really? The there first, was an actual G.I. Joe? The first G.I. Joe was G.I. Joe, right? I guess Ryan Drossel. I'm talking. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, talk- I'm not talking about like the 60s fucking like, oh, yeah. you know, three foot tall fucking <laughs> dolls and shit. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about. Just uh, the cartoon. Just the cartoon. Oh, okay. Duke, Flint. Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't have There wasn't G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe on the cartoon. Yeah. Um, I wanted to quickly bring up um, Chris Hemsworth being on SNL last night. Uh-huh. Um, they did a pretty funny sketch where he was dressed in his full Thor regala, and um, per- they had just defeated Ultron, and they cut to a newscast, and we uh, cut to Thor after just defeating Ultron, and Thor's just on a pure adrenaline rush, and this has to be seen to be believed, but he, he's doing the running man, just can't stop going, woo! And just freaking out about defeating Ultron. Um, you get various, <laughs> you get various cast members impersonating other Avengers. You get Taron Killam doing his Robert Downey Jr. Um, you get um the new guy doing the Bruce Banner. Um, it was a really funny sketch. Um, quick sketch, only like less than three minutes. Hmm. Um, if it would have gone on any longer, it probably would have got silly. Yeah, but it was. They have a tendency to do that too. Yeah, so I was surprised that yeah. they, they didn't drive this to the ground because it usually when something's funny for two minutes, it, it's unfunny five minutes later. Right. So, but it was great. You guys have to see this. Uh, Chris Hemsworth really. Oh, I'm sure it's already viral. This. Just like the, yeah. the the Bilbo Baggins office sketch. You know what I mean? I'm oh, sure uh-huh. it's already viral. Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, Brian, you wanted to talk about something. Yes. That happened on the internet. That's yes. pretty controversial. Uh, yes, it was, uh, the Power Rangers, uh, video that was released on uh, YouTube, Vimeo, mm-hmm. and some other streaming services. It was by, uh, Adi Shankar. He's the, uh, the guy that did the Dirty Laundry video with Thomas Jane. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's, uh, and he's an executive producer and producer on those. And, and I mean, you know, like, I think even Thomas Jane had some writing duties on that possibly but, i think you're correct um you know he also did the venom he was an executive producer and producer for venom truth and journalism the ryan quantin Ven- venom uh short movie and then uh he, he's also been like uh an executive producer on uh movies like the gray lone survivor a dread um he was also a producer for the tv miniseries uh judge dread's super fiend mm. um it's all fan films these are all fun like fan films that he makes um, and it's all part of what he calls the bootleg universe. Okay. So these like under these are like all under what he calls the bootleg universe banner. You know what I mean? That's funny. The unauthorized universe. Right. And, <laughs> and Power Rangers. He did a Power Rangers one, and it's a gritty film uh, dealing with uh, the Power Rangers post like 20 years later dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder yeah after years of like battling and killing aliens and saving the earth uh you've got uh james vanderbeek as rocky uh katie sackhoff as kimberly the pink ranger russ bain tommy the green ranger and then this guy Geechee gamba as zach the black ranger those are the main players in the yeah. in this mm-hmm. and um at the beginning of this thing you know it shows like it's almost like a um 
it's you see it from like the Power Rangers point of view, and it's almost like a video game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Kinda like like a video game point of view, or even like kind of like a camera found footage kind of thing. And yeah. you see like the Rangers battling, and there's like you know it's almost like a it's like a war field, like a war battlefield. Like that's where they get this post traumatic stress disorder. Like you hear bombs and shit going off, and cameras cutting in cameras and out, cameras cutting right? in and out. Yeah, and it's there's ash flying everywhere, and and uh, then like. For this, like a split second, you see like this huge, and it's awesome in my opinion, this huge Megazord battle mm-hmm. going off in the distance, and it looks fucking badass. It does look fucking badass. Um, and I was like, wow, I want to see more of that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes and yes. you didn't get to see more of that, but I think just giving us just that little bit. Yeah. Just like totally did wonders though for like my imagination oh yeah wow like because i've never been a power rangers fan me Uh neither me neither it came out when i was like 15 and i was too old for it in my opinion like i just it's something i couldn't get into at 15 yeah i was like just hurry up and get over so the x-men cartoon can come exactly i watched it uh see i couldn't get into it it was like the same thing every week like they would just like battle the same people and then like they would just build a bigger megazord or get a bigger sword or whatever it's like i get it i I think i came in kind of lucky i I came in when they did a story arc with introducing the green ranger i saw that too and it really didn't do anything for me really i was 15 dude i didn't i was like dude i wanted don't wanted chicks i didn't (laughs) i didn't care about megazords Megazords and rangers and shit man i don't know surprise i'm immature so i was immature then too so I watched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But um, the I mean, it, it just shows like all these characters, like how they've dealt like 20 years later and mm-hmm. it, in a realistic kind of like gritty way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and the Black Ranger, they they catch up with him for a little bit. And like you've got a guy who like sold out and did this like, hip hop keto video. Yeah. Yeah. And then like they show him like two women in his bed making out and shit as he's like snorting lines of coke and shit. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's just crazy. And um, the Green Ranger apparently hasn't been seen. You know, Tommy, he hasn't been seen in years and shit. And um, I wanted to play just a couple audio clips from this for people that haven't seen it. Uh, the first is a scene uh, – actually, they're both uh, clips from scenes from this, uh, including James Vanderbeek as Rocky and then Katie Sackhoff as the Pink Ranger. So here's the first one. When two empires declare war, neither side is innocent. You're still a traitor, you worthless piece. We were children. Asked to fight an intergalactic war against an enemy we'd never met. Let's stop pretending our side stood on some moral high ground. What do you want, Rocky? Where's Tommy? And then here's the second one that I wanted to play. This one's a little bit longer, but it gives you kind of more of an idea of like how gritty and realistic, not realistic, but how, I guess, you know what I mean. Gritty and dark. Gritty and dark this version of the Power Rangers is. It's tough seeing your friends murdered one by one. Especially if I want to be one. What the fuck are you talking about? Think about it. Rita made Tommy to fight against us. And then he betrayed her, stood sides, Mommy tried to kill him. He lost his power, gained it back, lost again. Only she has a fucking treaty sign. I'm out. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not his shrink. Say what you want about the machines at least consistent. What does this have to do with me? Tommy's always been on that line. (laughs) 
Yesterday, Tommy paid a visit to Billy Cranston. But don't worry, I think we all know it's unlikely you fucked him, too. Our alliance with the Machine Empire will bring a new level of synergy within Cranston Lockheed Martin. We will be mass-producing our signature blade blaster weapons with an initial order of 1.6 trillion euros from the Soviet Europe. You're out of your mind. Tommy didn't kill any of us. He's a ranger. You just forgot what that means. Why do you think they gave these powers to kids? Hmm? Because we were the only ones who could destroy Rita and... You are not that stupid! For fuck's sake! Pull your shit together and start thinking for yourself for once in your life! You're not a little girl anymore. Now where's Tommy? Wow, yeah. I don't ever remember seeing that in the old Saban <laughs> kids show. No. And it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, you liked it a lot. And I loved it. I give this a Tupperware. Like, I, dude, I don't care about Power Rangers. I have no, like, nostalgic view to these characters at all. And, like, this is a movie that I would want to see. Yeah. Um, like, the language, it's foul. The action's gritty. It's, it's, uh, the scene between the, there's a scene between the Black Ranger and the North Koreans. Mm-hmm. And the Black Ranger is using, like, he's using their weapons and shooting them in the heads. And you see, like, bullet, like, an actual hole go through the fucking head mm-hmm. and then blood splatter on the fucking screen. Yeah, it's graphic. On the, the on the camera lens. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the, amazing. The cinematography yeah. in that, that's like the big fight action set piece of the, of the 15 minutes. Right. That's, by far the best part of the whole thing to me. Yeah. The the filming of that was really impressive. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, fight scene at the end, too, between Rocky and Tommy. Mm-hmm. That was good. And it's, No spoilers, though. Don't don't give them the spoilers. Sure. The big spoiler right, at right, the right, end. Because right. people might want to see this. Sure. It's uh, One of the good things is that I noticed having watched the series as a kid, yeah. uh, it, it is lore-specific. Some of the things that they were dropping, mm-hmm. um, it, it was correct, so it was kind of nice, a little throwback. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, this Adi Shankar, he grew up a fan of this. Um, basically, you know, what happened was after this came out, uh, Saban, they freaked out. The company that made Power Rangers, they freaked out. Oh, yeah. And they had the video pulled from YouTube and video, Vimeo. And I guess they kind of felt threatened because they've got a new movie coming out, a mm-hmm. new Power Rangers movie. And they, I guess they didn't want people to see, kind of like want to see this movie instead of their movie. But, you know, and, and I, cause I, I can almost guarantee you that the new Power Rangers movie is going to have a look and feel of like a Transformers movie. I, I can see it. And I it's not going to be anything close to this. Right. Yeah. It'll be like big, you know, bigger budget, like targeting kids, targeting kids and, you know, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles type of thing. You know what I mean? It's going to be nothing like this. But I mean, honestly, I mean, okay. Um, let's, I want you guys to listen to the audio. Here is Adi Shankar talking to the Huffington Post about this Power Rangers film uh, being pulled. So let me go ahead and play that. A fan film reimagined the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as violent, sexual, and troubled adults in a gritty dystopian future. In two days, the video received more than 11 million views on YouTube with nearly universal praise. But Saban Entertainment, owners of the Power Rangers franchise, were less than pleased. They had the video pulled from Vimeo, claiming copyright infringement, and the threat of more legal action actually caused YouTube to pull the video moments before this interview. Joining us now, we have the short film's producer, Adi 
Shankar himself. All right, Addy, I cannot wait to talk to you because in the last hour, we had some drama. You went from over 11 million views on YouTube to being pulled from the site entirely due to Savan's legal threats. Okay, we have our audience weighing in, and they just think this is ridiculous. What do you say to the copyright claim from SCG Power Rangers LLC? Um, I mean, I don't really say anything. I, this is a fan film, you know what I mean? I, I I came up with this idea when I was seven years old. Like, when I was in school, I, you know, had, I, I, I figured that, hey, these kids are being forced to fight this intergalactic war and yeah they're going to grow up with PTSD um so I don't understand why it got pulled but you know a lot of people don't so many people got to see it myself included I thought it was awesome uh, we have someone in our audience right now who completely agrees Rob Hamilton creativity should be encouraged Saban should embrace this instead of fighting it it's brought back a Power Rangers into the minds of its original and oldest fans so let's talk about the genesis of this project you said you were seven years old uh, you've always yeah. thought about it uh, how did you finally put it through how did you finally decide to make this awesome beautiful short film well, uh, I don't know. I just got inspired one day and just started working on it. I started, like, writing the story down and then, you know, figuring out the beats of it. And then, um, you know, slowly started putting it together, uh, you know, through, 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 the, through, the, through, the, through that process. Um, you know, and this is actually, it's not my, my first um, fan film. Um, you know, I, I did one of The Punisher where Thomas Jane reprises his role as the Punisher. I did one of Venom, and I even did one of uh, Judge Dredd. Um, and I made a Judge Dredd movie, so this is, it's kind of, it, I've been doing this for a while, because I'm, because I'm a fan. This is not, you know, this is not coming from any place where I'm trying to monetize this, or anyone's trying to monetize this. We're not. There's no, the, the end goal is just to make this, you know what I mean? And in and, and the argument that I'm somehow no longer a fan because I've made, professional movies like that's bullshit doesn't that make me more of a fan because um you know i'm not making like a like a like a movie in theaters and then in my free time i'm making fan films that 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 makes me more of a fan because i'm literally not trying to pitch this to anyone i'm not trying to use this to get ahead or or leverage off their their intellectual property i'm just i'm a fan you know what i mean i i, I did this for the seven-year-old kid inside of me you know what i mean I was a real fucked up seven year old kid. Oh yeah, yeah, he's seven years old thinking about, about traumatic. Yeah, I thought disorder. that too. I thought that too. I got this great idea, mom, <laughs> to evolve these Power Rangers characters that I love when I watch after school. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about anything like that when I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no. You know what? I, I'm mixed on this. On one hand, I I don't think it should be pulled because he's not trying to monetize it. Right. You know, he's just. I agree with him. He Freedom is of a, expression. He is a fan just because he has more money. To have a bigger budget to make it look more quality doesn't make it not a fan video. But where I disagree with them is in him saying that he's not trying to get any leverage off of their properties to help himself get known. I mean, I feel like that's exactly what he's trying to do in some ways. Well, not, I mean, he could be doing it for popularity's sake or whatnot, but he's not reaping any direct benefits off of making that film. Yeah, he's. So, I mean, he's not. He's I mean, getting his name out there. He's doing interviews that we've got audio clips of. Well, yeah, but that and, was more Saban's fault than 
anything else. It, they kind of made it the hubbub and the to-do. If me and Frank made a Power Rangers video and we called it, you know what I mean, like a reimagining and said it was like not a re- like not canon with Power Rangers and it, like me, like Frank dressed as the Pink Ranger. <laughs> well, sure, of course. And, <laughs> and me dressed as like, you know, the Green Ranger, of course. You know, and we're like fighting in my backyard and shit like that. You know, yeah, and we posted on the internet. We just did the exact same thing that this guy did. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're trying to get noticed to have it go viral. Unfortunately, we don't do a good job at it. This right. guy does. He's not monetizing shit. Yeah, it's no, I, yeah. It, it, but like he's worked on real movies. Like it's not like he has to do this. Like that's the right. thing I think he's saying. He's saying like I fucking was an executive producer on The Gray, Walking the Tombstones, yeah. uh Dread. I don't need to fucking get my name out there with right. these fan films. I'm already working in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not doing this to make more movies because, like, I I just do this for fucking fun. And even in that vein, what better advertising than show what it is you can do? Right. I mean, it's no different than paying somebody else to make, like, a graphic for you. Oh, shit. Like, oh, here's my sizzle reel. Yeah. Like, this is what I can do. Yeah. You know what much. I mean? I don't disagree with anything you're saying. No, but, I know what you're but, saying. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, totally self-glorifying himself. Like, right. look what I can do. Like, like, look at, here's my work. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. But he's not, he's not making money off of I it. Agree. Right? And I agree. I don't yeah. have a problem with that at all. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like having like a, it's, it's no different than like a, um, like a comic book, like that you just put out on the web and you're just like, ah, oh, here's my free web comic. Just read my comic. Yeah, but right. it's like, well, I'm gonna do spy. I'm gonna do my free web comic, but it's gonna be about Spider Man. Sure, but it's gonna be even grittier than the real Spider Man comics. I mean, at that point, you're using Spider Man. If it's a bring, good comic, I want to read it. You're using Spider Man to bring attention to that work. Like if he'd have made the same film without the Power Rangers element, yeah. I don't think as much attention would have been brought to that work. Sure, but right. yeah, that's what that's what he connected to. I mean, he connected to the Power Rangers as a kid, right? And it you know, matches just with like the style just like the, of the other stuff he's done. Just like the same guy that's writing a, like a Spider Man gritty comic. If it's fucking good, I want to fucking read it. I, I agree completely, but I'm just saying that it's naive of him to think that using the property doesn't like brings brings zero leverage to the to the project. It brings some leverage. Yeah, to the I product. don't. I don't think he wants to admit that he, you know, that basically, ah, yeah, they're kind of right. You know, freedom of expression, and uh, yeah, I think it needs to be limited. I, I'm not saying yeah. that either, though. I'm not saying freedom of expression should be limited. I'm just saying that he is using the property. To bring leverage to his work, people do it all the time. I think people use right. tons of different. I'm not properties. saying they yeah. shouldn't, but he is specifically saying he isn't in that audio clip. Well, and I am it, saying that that is not true. Well, he said he wasn't trying to monetize it. it yeah, it, you're talking about an indirect way of monetizing. You keep somebody... telling me that he said he's not trying to monetize it. I opened what I said with saying that I love the fact that he's not trying to monetize it. Right. I mean, I get that. But wasn't that the only thing that he said? Was that I mean, the goal of the project was to make the project. He wasn't trying to monetize it, like like word for word for what he yeah. said. So, I mean, he, he made the thing, and so, I mean, that's I his talent. I think that's what that's Hollywood looks at. Hollywood looks at, like, like, I think that's what me and Frank are trying to say, is, like, Hollywood looks at, like, okay, how, how you can make something and then make money off of it. You right. know, because, like, nothing's a success in Hollywood unless it makes fucking money. Right. Like, even independent films, like, as long as, like, they are low budget to make and they make more than, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. Like, the movie Chef. Like, the, the fucking movie Chef was very low budget and it wasn't like it was, like, it made millions upon millions and b- millions of dollars. It made a lot of money for that movie yeah. right for that movie it didn't make avengers age voltron uh, avengers move money but it made a lot of money like that's how you view success in hollywood 
I think we just got a guy here who's got like a lot of things going on. He's got like this active imagination and he just wants to fucking show everybody what he can do. I'm all about that. Yeah. Do I think it should have been yanked by Saban? No, yeah. I don't. Right. I, I completely am all for this guy's freedom of creative expression right. using whatever properties he likes. Sure. Where I'm rubbed the wrong way is him trying to fool us into thinking that those properties bring no leverage to what he's doing. He whatsoever. never no, but see is the it, problem is like nobody ever was talking about nobody was ever talking about like the Thomas Jane thing. Nobody talked about that. It didn't get pulled from the internet. And I nobody was the, talking about that. Nobody was talking about that. Nobody was talking about the Ryan Quantum Venom thing. Right. Now something gets fucking pulled. The only reason that they're bringing attention to Adi Shankar is because it did get pulled. I think that's why he's trying to defend himself. Yeah. He's trying because he never right. before like did he come out and say anything about like oh my god i hope they make my thomas jane punisher movie right. now i hope they make my fucking uh, uh venom movie now no he put them out there he let people watch them and then people forgot them Either people watched the venom people forgot it and now people are watching this thing the only reason that his name is even being drugged through the fucking mud with the media and shit is the fact that that they pulled it yeah right. it's good press for him though all press right. is good press so i'm sure it is but like he didn't ask for this so yeah. if i'm starting to understand maybe what jake's saying but also kind of realizing that, okay, so nobody talked or pulled the Punisher because what happened was like kind of what you'd expect out of the Punisher. You're going to get violence. You're going to get dark, gritty, things like that. Yeah, but Marvel could, is, Marvel could have said, take it down. I thought everything this right. guy's done has been pulled from what the interview I'd read with him. Um, well, I don't with, know. With this, because Power Rangers was a very like kitty kitty property. I mean, this is a very dark take on that. Uh, Jake, is what you're getting at like the fact that he, you didn't? It's a little ridiculous to think that he wouldn't think that there would be buzz because he turned that property into a dark, gritty thing. Yeah, basically, that, it just seems okay. like he's being naive about why any attention was brought to it whatsoever. It, that, that oh, I'm, I, I'm surprised that I, I made get, Power yeah. Rangers into a dark, gritty drama. I, I get you on that, and maybe he should at least acknowledge, say, hey, maybe they just really think I did a damn good job because everybody liked this take on that universe, but. Um, yeah, I just think it's what he does. He just picks yeah. properties that he likes and he turns them into green. Yeah, and that's, his, I, that's his wheelhouse. I, I don't think he's thinking like you know two steps ahead. Like, oh, I bet they're right. going to pull this, and I get, I bet I'm going to have an interview with the Huffington Post tonight. Right. <laughs> no, I just think he's just like those people are named Anthony Mackie, and those aren't the things <laughs> I'm complaining. I'm just saying that I think he's being a little naive with that statement. I think that you know they put him on the spot in an interview where like he didn't even expect to have that interview. Right. He was just hoping to put his video out there. He didn't think like I don't know if he even thought it was going to get. Hold. You know what I mean? I really felt bad for Because there's tons of fan film videos out there that are not getting pulled. Right. Yeah. I really felt bad for him because, I mean, more than anything, just in his voice, I mean, because he really earnestly wasn't trying to get anything out of it, yeah. he was hurt. Because he wanted to have his thing out there for everybody to see and love, and people did like it. And then they're saying, "No, no, right? You go fuck off now. Yeah, we don't the, care that you've loved us since you were seven. But the rea- reality of it is, Frank, is I just watched it right before we recorded, mm-hmm. so it's still out there. No, like, yeah, that's the thing. I was going to get to that. It was pulled, and then after, you know, seeing how people were once again talking about the Power Rangers, and after he basically Saban realized that holy shit, people are talking about <coughs> something that they didn't give a fuck about for the past whatever years. <laughs> yeah, right. People are finally talking about the Power Rangers again. Holy shit, go to Yahoo, it's trending. Twitter, it's trending. <laughs> so it's now all who's over the benefiting. Place. So now who's benefiting? <laughs> holy shit, we're gonna let this guy put up his video so that people are talking about our property again. So um and, and they and they got a lot of hits for it too. And that's the fuck thing is because they're gonna get away with that and then here he is just going to be left holding an empty bag of shit. <laughs> no, I think I think I think uh, when when all is said and done, like 
like this movie does more this this short fan film does like more good for Hollywood. I love this kind of shit where like like you you wonder like oh how can they take the, what 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 can they do with this franchise now twenty years later or whatever, mm-hmm. and this guy shows you what you can do. I agree with that. It's like an audience yes. thermometer basically. Right. Same thing it's with like, yeah same Deadpool test footage, mm-hmm. the Deadpool test footage, uh, the Wonder Woman fan film. Yeah. Oh, how can we do a Wonder Woman movie? And right. like, oh, let's have people like like seven different scripts and like, well, what are we going to do with the costume and blah 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 blah. And like hmm. a fan, there's a Wonder Woman fan film that comes out, and this guy's like, ah, oh, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You make you make her a badass. You know, make her this badass Greek goddess that's going around like fucking like you know Kronos or whatever from <laughs> well, what is that Kronos from uh, God of War. Oh, God of War. You know, yeah. make her like that, and uh, there you go. There's your movie, and then you know that makes executives like look at like you know maybe we don't know everything. Maybe this is what people want. Right. This <laughs> is what people are showing us. Right. And that's what I like about the Shankar. It feels like I like this guy because it feels like he's got a fucking, you know, finger on the pulse of what people really want to fucking see. Right. Yeah, and as opposed to some bo- some guy that just like nods his head and says, yes, Mr. Michael Bay. Yes, Mr. Right. Michael Bay. We'll do it like this, Mr. Michael Bay. Right. Yeah. No, this, this fucking guy, he's doing shit the way that I think he does have a passion for this shit. It's oh, a, I agree. That's yeah, the, that's yeah. the rare combination is that he's talented and he has a passion for the property. Yeah, he's like the uh, producer version of like Max Landis, in yeah. my opinion, like the writer Max Landis. I know, I know, Jake. I know. I didn't want to get it heated. I, <laughs> I'm not heated, but I like this guy. I really fucking. I like think this you guy. took what I thought is way more negative than I meant it. No, I know what you mean. It, it the only the, but the, the attention that was brought onto him. Yeah, I think it came from them pulling it. I know, but like this guy's just like, oh, yeah. here's here's my here's my shit. Here's my shit. Watch it, right? And then like he's like, then he's off doing his other project, and this, you know, he's typing on his computer or whatever, you know. Yeah, dude, and all of a sudden, back. they pulled my fucking video. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm sure he he half expected that to happen. Uh, I don't well, know. This was pretty big news. I mean, people who don't usually keep track of this kind of stuff were talking about this, like with the uh, the Thomas Jane project. Yeah. Um, I hadn't even heard about it until I heard you guys talk about That's it. That's the dirty laundry. Yeah. Dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's awesome. Right. And it's so awesome. damn good. But it, it's the controversy that brings it to everybody's attention. Yeah. I so, give this... It was good. I give it a taste it. Oh, fucking Tupperware. A Tupperware, shit. yeah. I fucking hate... I hate yeah. Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> I really don't like Power Rangers, but I want to... I would love to see this, dude. Like, the fucking scene with uh, the... the uh, she's talking about uh, Jason, the Red Ranger, and yeah. how they've been married for eight hours. Yeah. That whole fucking scene reminded me of, like, Kill the fucking... Kill Bill. Kill Bill. The, yeah. the Vipers, you know what I mean? The uh-huh. fucking... Uh, the, the, what do they call them? The de- uh, Five Deadly Vipers, or... Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I oh, I forget what they're called too. The yeah. Force Five or whatever. Yeah. Something, <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. But yeah. man, that's totally reminded me of Kill Bill, man. There were definitely some moments though. I kind of sneered at it though, like when Katie Sackoff was like. It's morphin time. No, that was the Black Ranger. Yeah. Oh, but you gotta say it though. Yeah. You gotta say yeah. it though. I think that that and made of course me realize. the sellout did it. I thought it was cheesy as fuck too. <laughs> yeah. But I fucking loved it because he said it's morphin time. The next thing you know, he's putting like holes through motherfuckers' heads. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what's great about yeah. it. Yeah. It was fun. I give it a taste. It tasted yeah. in my world. Taste it's are pretty fucking good. Yeah, Tastes are good, this but I gotta true. get. But for but for me, like not even giving a shit about Power Rangers and like wanting to see this movie, fucking Tupperware. I want to know what fucking Harmon thinks about this. Yeah, Jacob Harmon's like the biggest Power Rangers fan that I know. Yeah. The fight scenes were very like Matrix and the original Mortal Kombat ish. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, very I wonder good. how Harmon does. I was thinking. Uh, um, well, I mean, I was thinking like Dread too. I mean, yeah. the movie Dread. Like a lot of those scenes were like Dread. Mm-hmm. Like even like the Raid. You know, Raid and Raid Two. Those movies. Yeah, the action was good. I love the way yeah. it was filmed. It wasn't that yeah. cheap, cutty shit where you can't right. tell what the fuck is happening. Right. The time. Yeah. It always seems like when a, a movie's cut that way, the right way, uh, like every blow that lands actually like lends weight to it. All right, I'm putting a halt to the Power Rangers talk. All right, no, no Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, no, no Power Rangers. Time to move on. That sounds like a good title for the show. All right, no Power Rangers. <laughs> no, no Power Rangers. Yeah. All right, I'm going to – let's wrap good pop, bad pop. Good pop, bad pop up and take a quick break. I wanted to talk about um, something real quick. Um, a YouTube personality by the name of Mikey Bolts did a uh, – cover of the uh, song Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and uh, Bruno Mars, and um, in it, he does it by impersonating many animated characters, most of them from Family Guy, but he's got Hank Hill mixed in there, mm-hmm. um, he's got a American Dad character mixed in there, um, I think this is really great. The voices aren't spot on perfect, all of them, but the fact that it's one guy doing all these voices together in one parody makes it pretty impressive, <laughs> so we're going to play this for you guys during the break. Come back, do a movie review, and kick off some news. <laughs> oh my god, it's been so long. Start to get all funky up in here. Oh yes, here we go. This heat, that ice cold, Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hard girls, them hard girls, straight masterpiece. Styling, wildin'. Living it up in the city. Gotta catch up, wish ain't the wrong. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. Do what? I can. Call the police and a fireman. Do what? I can. Make a dragon wanna retire, man. Do what? I can. They say my name, you know who I am. I'm too hot. I can. Am I bad about that money? Girl sent she hallelujah. Girl sent she hallelujah. Girl sent she hallelujah. Oh, no. Cause I'm give it to ya. Cause I'm give it to ya. Cause I'm give it to ya. Saturday night a week in the sport. Don't believe in just what? Just watch. Stop. Wait a minute. Fill my cup. Put some liquor in it. Take a sip. Sign the check. Brian, could you get the stretch? I got Harlem, Hollywood, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. You show up for all the show out. Smoother than a first jar of Sippy. Too hot. Hot dance. Call the police and a fireman. Too hot. Hot dance. Make a dragon want a retire man. I'm too hot. Hot dance. Please say my name. You know who I am. I'm too hot. Hot dance. Am I bad about that money? Make it down. Sent you hallelujah. Uh, Girl sent you hallelujah. Uh, Girl, you sent me hallelujah. Oh my god, come on, Hank. Cause up town funk will give it to ya. Cause up town funk will give it to ya. Cause up town funk will give it to ya. Saturday night of meeting the spot. You believe me, just watch. All right, guys, we're back. It is uh, time for a pop culture leftover movie review. 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 
<laughs> All right. I always love that reminder. Yeah. yeah. I like it, too. I like it, too. Yeah, you're like, you were starting to like me and be okay with me, and then mm-hmm. you're reminded that that's, not, that's the dark side. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good reminder from week to week. Yeah, Jake does suck. <laughs> I was starting to lose sight of that. Right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> the past couple weeks, I thought he was a good guy. Yeah, set me straight. There you go. That bumper's useful for something. Um, I went and saw... <laughs> now if we can find something for Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> All right. I, I went and dick saw... Dick and fart joke. Go, dick please. Somebody, I, need, I need a dick and fart joke now or I'm going to die. Dick and fart joke life support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know we at least get one like, let's reach into Frank's been keeping this motherfucker alive for three years. It's <laughs> <laughs> a brand new dick and fart joke every five seconds. It's amazing. He's a living dick and fart joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no argument. Fair point. Fair point across the board. <laughs> and we are in agreement, sir. It's rare, but it happens. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I went and saw I went and saw Chappie this week. Um it's the new movie by uh, Neil Blomkamp, um famous for District Nine and Oblivion. Um it was also written by Neil Blomkamp and Oblivion. Oh, isn't that what it was called? Elysium. Elysium. I don't know yeah. why the fuck. Don't I confuse said a good movie with a shitty movie. I, I completely apologize. <laughs> one's Tom Cruise. One's Matt Damon. Thank one's you, good. One's bad. Elysium is Matt Damon. Oblivion is Tom Cruise. Yes. Oblivion's the good one. Yes. Elysium's the bad one. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got it all set. Straight. I got it all set straight here. Um, he he co-wrote it. Co-wrote it with Terry Tatchell. Um, it stars Dev Patel as. The main character, Dion Wilson. Um, ah, had, Dev Patel was in the Slumdog from, Millionaire. Yep, the star Fan, of Slumdog Millionaire. Fantastic movie. Oh, I love Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, brilliant. Um, it has Hugh Jackman in it. It has um, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver in it. Um, the basic premise. I'll read the real quick rundown. In the near future, crime is patrolled by an oppressive, mechanized police force. When one police droid, Chappie, is stolen and given new programming, he becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. So How was Wally 2? How was Wally 2? Well, I am actually referred to it as the short circuit RoboCop crossover <laughs> movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm gonna toss this movie. Um, I did not like this movie very much at all, and I actually am a big fan of, uh, District 9. Love District 9. District 9 is a Tupperware for me. Um, I've never seen Elysium, so <clears throat> not good. But if it's more like this than District Nine, then I don't think I'm going to like it very much. Um, this movie was so unoriginal. I mean, from the way things look to the storylines and everything, like it was straight up Short Circuit. Even down to his maker, almost seeming like the same character from Short Circuit. You know? Yeah. It just like the well, and then like they mixed a little bit of real steel in this, bringing Hugh Jackman in there. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman it, can't the guy stay away from robot movies? He's going to be in a fucking Transformers movie. Is Hugh Jackman going to be the lead fucking cast uh, guy in GoBots? He got a little bit of a taste of metal in him, and he can't stay away. It's the same <laughs> thing as Real Steel too. The the robot that looks just like Ed Two Hundred Nine that he, uh-huh. he's in charge of. You control it like like a robot job robot or like a real oh, steel wow. robot really so okay. it's him doing the same thing there wow. this movie's foreshadowing just like smacks you over the head like if you've seen like four movies at the halfway point you know exactly how this shit's gonna wrap up and that's yeah. really frustrating it actually reminded me of now i haven't seen this movie in a long time but in wayne's world 2 isn't there a scene 
when they're like, hmm, that seems weird. Maybe that has something to do with something later. <laughs> and then yeah. the stuff actually, like, it was like that, just hitting you over yeah. the head. Yeah. Wow. It was like, hmm, I'm going to put these brain patterns in the computer. I don't really see any logical reason why I would need to do that, but <laughs> but maybe later on this might come in handy to do something wow. else. It was just so silly. There was a lot of dumb inconsistencies. Paint by numbers kind of. Paint by numbers, totally. Yeah. Um, I don't usually get hung up on dumb stuff, like just inconsistent, you know, like coffee in Gotham and stuff like that. But there was so much of that kind of shit in this movie, just one after the other. It drove me crazy. Robots don't drink coffee. (laughs) What the fuck is that chappy doing at Starbucks? Now he's a fucking barista? Fuck this movie. So, yeah, there's this army of police robots, basically. And the guy that made the police robots creates artificial intelligence, okay? And he goes to his boss and he says, "Hey, I just created artificial intelligence." That's the, you're not you're, you're, whoa, whoa, you're not paraphrasing. No, I, no, this this is a, are you paraphrasing? I'm paraphrasing. Okay, okay. I was yeah. like, holy shit, this movie is shit. I mean, hey, uh, boss, I just created artificial intelligence. You think I can get off a couple hours early, go spend some time with my family? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I, I am paraphrasing. So what happens is, oh man, made me, made me lose my train. Sorry. So he goes to his boss. He says, hey, I just created this artificial intelligence hey. over here. So we slipped right into that. So John Travolta, John Travolta creates artificial intelligence. Up your nose with a rubber hose. I just created artificial intelligence. Hey, I'm out of here. Well, I hope he doesn't destroy humanity. Aye. Andrew Dice Clay now just created artificial intelligence. Hickory dickory duck. I just created artificial intelligence. Get off of my cock. Okay, so the, the scene goes on. And he's like, he's like, you got one of those broken down robots over there. You think I can try the artificial intelligence in that one? And, and the boss says, no, no, no. No artificial intelligence. Does it shoot a gun? What's it uh-huh. do? And the guy says, well, it can write a poem. It can, it can paint a picture and stuff. Right. No, no, we have no practical use for that. You cannot try that chip on our robots. So the guy basically steals the robot, <laughs> uses all his clearance codes and everything to get the robot, steals the chip you need to put new programming in the robots, because they're all, you know, they don't want anyone hacking into the police and taking over the police, so the only way okay, to get so it... Okay, so Slumdog Millionaire steals the robot. <laughs> steals the robot, okay. uses his clearance. After he steals the robot, he gets hijacked, and his kidnappers force him to turn the robot into their newest gangster and the newest member of their gang. Oh my gosh, just like in Short, short circuit. circuit. Just like in Short Los Circuit. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. And that's exactly what happens. Oh my gosh. Chappie gets the gold chain. They teach him how to be a gangster. He becomes the newest member of his gang, you know, jacking cars for money and everything. Right. And, um, oh, it's so fucking ridiculous. This wow. movie is so fucking How, ma- how many wow. minutes in are we in when it's this ridiculous? Oh, Christ. It's, it's So you're checked out pretty much after how many minutes 15 hoping that it's gonna get better <laughs> hoping it's gonna get better after 15 minutes fuck i'm like god this movie is so terrible i was not expecting this movie to be so fucking terrible yeah i was kind of blown away by the atrocity that i was sitting through wow i was just like oh my fucking god so they build the robot and everything all that goes down the robot you know it has morals it doesn't want to do crimes but they fool it into thinking that it needs to do the crimes yeah the, the gangsters run one over on the dumb robot wow he rescues the robot yakety schmackety schmackety the whole thing ends and 
they use the brain patterns to save the character when they die and put it into another robot. And yeah. It's like, oh, I saw that 8,000 miles away. Were you paraphrasing just there when you said yakety schmackety? Is <laughs> that part of the actual movie, too? No, no yakety schmackety. Uh, no okay. Tasmania. <laughs> yakety <Okay>. schmackety. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! This movie was a fucking train wreck. Don't wow. don't see it unless you just want to laugh. Like it's unintentionally pretty fucking. What if it funny. comes on like HBO or something? Watch it. Watch okay. it. I I would love to revisit this to make fun of it more. Yeah. <laughs> I I need to make it my mission to watch District Nine again. Yeah. Because like I went and saw it in the theater and I did not like it. And I've only seen it the one time. I need to watch it again. Maybe I'll like it because like everybody likes that movie. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's the deal. It's like, that movie was great. Everyone loved it. And then it's like, well, let's see what this guy can do next. And it right. seems like he just keeps dropping the ball. Do you think that this guy could really benefit from doing this alien movie where it's not like an original like idea? Like, you know, his original idea is like, this guy is like the, I don't know, he came out with something really cool that most people liked with District 9. I yeah. happen to be the one person that didn't like it. But like, then he does Elysium. Uh, which wasn't that great. And then he did this Chappie, which is like not getting critically received well. I mean, it's like a 30% on like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I'm scared for this guy to do an alien movie personally. Now you're scared of him doing an alien movie? Yeah, I don't want a cheeky alien movie. I, I don't see. Do you think that's where it's headed? I feel like it has to be. I mean, I haven't seen Watch Elysium. Elysium. Watch Elysium. It's a lot different than like District 9. Okay. It's, uh, visually, it's, it's the same. I mean, he has a visual style. Yeah. But as far as like the tone and everything, it's totally different than District 9. Yeah. I mean, the cheekiness worked in District 9 for me, but it's not going to work in the alien universe for me at all. Yeah. I want, I want to be scared. I don't want to be laughing. Well, that, and that's what he's, he's a big proponent of that too. Yeah. He's like, he's, he loved that alien horror film. You know what I mean? Uh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. I mean, I can't not go see it, but well, sure. I was yeah. expecting to see this and be like, "Oh man, those action sequences! This guy is going to kill on an alien." You know what they need to do in an alien movie? Tell me. You know, we've seen the aliens loose in installations and and, and in ships and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we need to see aliens on a planet. Mm. You see, Walking Dead right. is so popular right now. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, can you imagine just like, you know, if, like some campers in the woods and all of a sudden aliens come out. You know what I mean? Or right. Like, yeah. Aliens in like an urban setting. Like, you know, the one thing that they haven't wanted to do. They've Every movie they've dealt with like the extinction of the alien, trying to eradicate the alien so that they can't get to Earth. Yes. Right. Well, let's put them on Earth. Oh shit! Yeah, you know what I mean. That would be and, cool. And let's not do aliens versus predator. Let's not do it like where they're in a fucking pyramid in an enclosed arena or whatever. Let's just have these things out there. Yeah, right? let's cut to the woods. There's yes. like fucking ten thousand eggs for some yeah. reason. We don't even know why. Exactly. There. And then bam, these things are all over the fucking. Throw place. us into it. We don't need an explanation as to how they got out. Yeah, we don't right. need a bunch of fucking movies showing us how they got there. Just do it. The same thing with the Terminator series. For years, they've been leading up to this huge fucking sci-fi battle you know what i mean man versus robot and then they keep bringing us back you know mm -hmm. that's what i want to fucking see and that's what they're promising us in this next movie fucking do it yeah let's you hope know? they deliver on that right. same thing with alien like we've seen like them trapped in space with these things we've seen them trapped in pyramids and shit dude fuck it let's make the threat real let's just throw them on earth i agree that'd be a lot of fun yeah. face huggers popping all over the place <laughs> exactly exactly yeah you know, I don't, I don't know. That's what I want to see. But yeah, I'm sorry that you didn't like Chappie. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on Chappie either. Like, cause it, it's yeah. just, does I it chap your ass? It does <laughs> chap my ass. Yeah. Leather pants every yeah. time. It was under two hours and I still hated it. 
Uh, <laughs> that says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Usually, people, that's just like an automatic taste it. Yeah, Jake, exactly. you know, under two hours, automatic taste it. Then it's just kind of a toss up between that and Tupperware, right? Exa- exactly, exactly. Right? So that that just goes. I mean, if yeah. this would have been over two hours, I would have had to create something worse than toss it, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> he would have given it the man of steel. Man of steel. I give man of steel. I wouldn't go lower than a toss it for man of steel. <laughs> oh, okay. so, wow, that's so, the nicest so thing. Worse than on the Man numbers, on the on the one through ten scale, I yeah. give Man of Steel a four. Right. Okay. So okay. I give Chappie a one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do, you, do you think a lot of that was expectations, though? Yes, it was. Okay, it was. So that's a factor. It, it is when a you factor. watch movies. I did yeah. you guys experience mixed marketing with it? I had the impression just from the trailers and things like that that I'd seen that it was going to be more of like a. Uh, Looking at him like learn and grow, but more serious, almost kind of like uh, Planet of the Apes a yeah. little bit. You know, I actually didn't see a trailer or commercial for this movie really before seeing it. I hadn't seen a single image except for the, what the robot looked like on a poster. I'll be honest with you, man. They really didn't capitalize on Hugh Jackman in the trailers in the marketing. No, I yeah. mean, they really didn't throw that name out there. Was he not good in this? He was terrible in this. Actually, maybe that's wow. why. Um, it, he seems so out of place. Like he's a computer programmer nerd, just like um, Slumdog millionaire yeah and he's like the broadest shouldered computer programming nerd i've ever seen in my life. <laughs> don't you hate it when they do that to people right yeah. oh another thing i wanted to bring up before we move on is i, I kind of built up to this is that a- after he kidnaps this robot and everything mm-hmm. and the people let him go he goes back to his job and all his clearance codes and everything still work they're like, oh, we, they're like, we don't know where this chip went. Oh, it was here, but now it's not anymore. And it's like, don't they have a fucking camera in this place? They got, <laughs> they got the whole police force like being run under this roof. Right. This guy steals a robot, uses all his clearance, and his cards still work. He's like still going in and stealing stuff when he needs it with all his clearance cards and everything. He so clearly <laughs> stole from every, like every other robot movie there ever was, but right. had no clear vision whatsoever. Yeah, it, you know, oh, this movie was so disappointing. I love the theme of like artificial intelligence. And, oh yeah, and like, is it sentient? Yeah, like where is the line too far? You so, need to read Alex and Ada. Yeah, that comic. I'm that reading. sounded really good, and it's ongoing now. Oh, really? Yes. It was like 12 issues. Like the next issue is 13. I'm like, they're going to keep it going. Now that, that's just one of the, of the brothers, right? Or, um, yeah, it's Jonathan Luna. Okay. That's, yep. That's what I thought. Yep. Yep. It's not a collaboration with both of them, but man, I love it. Yes. And they're so cool. Like anytime you like tweet them or say anything nice about their books, yeah. they always respond or favorite it or something. They're so, they're really cool guys. I love celebrities like that. Yeah. It, you're always like, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't help yeah. but geek out, you know? Mm hmm. All right, so that's it for Chappie. Let's let's move the fuck on. Let's let's do some news. Oh, real quick, did you hear about the Sex Criminals TV show? No, no. Yeah, Matt Fraction. Oh yeah, I did. Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals comic book. Yeah, because I love it. Him and his wife um, signed some big deal, didn't yeah, they? Is it some... a movie or is it going to be like a TV? I series? think it's a TV show. Oh god, this better be like fucking HBO Showtime. Yeah, it's got to be. I forget what network they're in charge. They're in charge of some new sh- production company yeah. that's going to make all kinds of shows based off of um, some of their independent works. That's awesome. So that's awesome. So if you're a fan of Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals, Chip Zdarsky on art. Fucking, we're gonna get it to see it on TV. It's pretty awesome. Um, speaking of Matt Fraction, are you? Um, he just left Hawkeye. Are you gonna read the Jeff Lemire reboot? I did not jump onto it. Huh. I should have. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to read it. I just didn't add it to my pull list. I'll probably pick it up and trade. Okay. Because I love Jeff Lemire on Green Arrow. He was really good. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I've heard he was doing really good stuff with DC too, with the um, the Justice League Dark stuff. That yeah. He was doing. Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, Animal Man. Oh, too. yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of somewhat tied in comic related stuff. Uh, we'd mentioned earlier that that uh, Powers on PlayStation Network is going to come out on the uh, 10th, which is Tuesday. So uh, w- with luck, maybe the, the people be listening, they might catch this before then. That way they know to check it out if they got access. Yeah, Eddie Izzard and that. Yeah. And that's the... Oh, uh, is that the Mark Millar? Or yeah. No, it's Brian, a, Michael, Brian Bendis. Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, who's the, who's it's the artist? A, I get, sometimes, like, there's, those two are involved in so fucking much. They collaborate right. with each other a yeah. lot too, which yep. makes it even harder. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put my shit together on that and, uh, be watching it for next yeah, week. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's a good show. It's, um, a little bit like, I think his Marvel work alias was kind of a little bit of a mirror image of it, where it's like a, a real life detective in a world of superhero mm-hmm. powers. So, yeah. It's a fun premise. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm excited. I love the comic. I haven't read it all, but I've definitely read like a good like thirty, forty issues of it. Cool, awesome. So, yep. All right, let's do some news. News like a motherfucker. We're <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> news like a motherfucker. <laughs> news like a mo- because it's gangsta as fuck. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a little of a news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangsta as fuck, yo. It's gangsta as fuck, yo. All right. All right. We got news. Um, first thing, um, the new season of American Horror Story has been announced as far as the title goes, and it, it will be called America Horror Story, American Horror Story Hotel. So that's all we know so far. No, we Ooh. don't. We've got one person cast. Oh, well, I was getting to that. Too. Oh, okay. My bad. I, I mean, that's all we know as far as story synopsis gotcha. and as okay. far as like what it's about and stuff. Yeah. It's um, going to be like uh, the Travel Channel when they do like Hotel Nightmares. They're going to talk about bad hotels. <laughs> yeah. I don't They're re- going to have Gordon Ramsay in there. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Look at this hotel. <laughs> Looks like shit. Yeah. Let me see your storage room. Let me throw everything out. When's the last time you cleaned these <laughs> fucking linens? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as, as, Bri- as Brian mentioned, we have one more cast. Um, <laughs> There's so much cum in these sheets. The mattress sticks together. I knew it would come down to cum. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's like, oh, what can? Oh, yeah, come in the sheets. That's the thing. Well, it's what you'd encounter at a hotel. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Prude, prude police patrol. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're coming to take me away. <laughs> so, Lady Gaga has been cast officially in the next season of American Horror Story. Um, what do you guys think about that? Are you excited about hearing, seeing Lady Gaga act in the next season of American Horror Story? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently, uh, she sang some opera and was amazing at it. Well, we saw a lot of singing in the last season, so we could see some singing in this season. Yeah. Well. yeah. Are, you, are you referring to her at the Oscars? Yeah, where uh, she, she sung, sung all bit. the Sound of Music songs mm-hmm. at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that was well. That's awesome. a theme, didn't? Like every every year they find a movie that it's like an anniversary to mm-hmm. that movie, mm-hmm. and then they yeah, it's something that they're doing. Like they did Wizard of Oz, I think. Yeah, she ago. knocked it out of the park for yeah. that. Yeah, it was neat to see her step out of her shell. Whereas like you get a lot of uh, uh, singers like Britney Spears with all the auto tune bullshit and mm-hmm. stuff. 
Like it, it's just amazing to be able to hear her just you know with, with a ten ton voice. Didn't she play a bartender in a certain film? Yeah, she's been in. She was in the newest Sin, Sin City. Yes, movie. yes, she was the bartender in that. Yes, yeah, and she was also in um, the second Machete movie. Oh yeah, so she must have a must be buddy buddies with was the uh, second Robert Machete Rodriguez. movie. Machete because I didn't hear anything good about it. I heard about it. I never. I watched loved it. the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, that first one. Was first good. one was really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what happened with that Machete second one. It's like text. Yeah, he just mashed it out. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened there, dude. I fucking love that Snickers commercial though with Danny Trejo. Oh, that's a great commercial. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah, shit's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, American Horror Story. <laughs> Not much else I wanted to say on that. I just wanted to drop in and say. Did you finish um, the last season? I have three episodes left. Okay. I, was, okay. I, was, I finished it. I've been flip flopping between it and Gotham and Agent Carter, and okay. just kind of watching them one episode after another. Right. So I'm about the about three, four episodes behind on everything right now. Gotcha. Um, next thing I wanted to bring up was we heard a little bit of news about Toy Story 4 this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard it's going to be a romantic comedy and follow a completely new storyline. It's not really going to be a direct sequel to Toy Story 3. Um, let me find the quote here. Um, in temperament it is, but it will be a love story and a sequel. It'll be a romantic comedy. It will not put put much focus on the interaction between the characters and the children. It'll be mostly about the toys hmm. and not very many human characters. So this is a, this does take place after the events of Toy Story 3. It does take place after the events of Toy Story 3, it seems like. But okay. I don't think we're going to see any of the family members anymore. I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah, fi- I'm fine. fine with that, too. Yeah. Let's see the toys get into an adventure. We don't right. need much of the human interaction. But more than anything else, especially in the later uh, movies, they've just more or less served as a plot device. Yeah. And a lot of people say a lot of people were upset that they thought Toy Story 3 was a logical, perfect end to the series and that this new movie is kind of a money grab. And John Lasseter says that's not what it's about. It's about an idea that is met with enthusiasm. And they just had one more idea that they just kind of wanted to put out there. That's the way Pixar has always worked. I mean, Pixar, when they started up with the company, they started the company with, um, you know, they had the idea of uh, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, WALL-E, and... You know, I mean, that's they are a company full of great ideas, and so why suppress those ideas? You know, it's like telling uh, Adi Shankar you can't do a fucking, you know, a Power Rangers video. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. Let let fucking uh, let Pixar if they've got another idea for this, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, they haven't let us down, you know, so far. Yes, uh, right. So you know. I mean, even Toy Story 2, which is my least favorite, which I think is your most favorite. It is my most favorite. It's my least favorite, but I mean, even that movie is good. It's, 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 uh, high tasted for me. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, I think all three are Tupperwares for me. I think I'm, uh, two, three, one is my power rankings. Mm. Gotcha. They're all Tupperwares for me. I'm a kid at heart. Yeah. So that's all. I just wanted to brush in on that. Uh, more as that develops. Um, yeah. I'm excited for Toy Story 4. I, I don't think it'll be a bad movie. It, it, I find it hard to believe it'll live up to Toy Story 2 and 3. Okay, but, now uh, do you think, okay, with, 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 um, Disney now owning, uh, Star Wars and mm-hmm. the Avengers, do you think they're gonna capitalize on that in this? Oh, I've why heard, not? I've heard a lot of rumors of, of, about that. Um, do you think that they, okay, there could be an Iron Man toy? And do you think that we could get the voices of these actors <laughs> to be in the movies? I think Good. it's possible. The biggest rumor <clears throat> I've heard floating around as far as what might happen is, um, the Darth Vader toy. Mm-hmm. 
So that'd be really neat to see. If he was the villain, the main villain. Yeah. Oh, or even like cool. a comedic turn for Vader in sure. a Toy Story movie might be funny. That's I feel like a Pratfall toy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have him as the villain or something. I don't know. I'm just, you know. Yeah. But I think it'd be kind of neat. Even get James Little Jones, Jones to voice it. <laughs> exactly. Do, do you remember, um, do you remember, what was it, the, the, the Indian in the cupboard when oh, they, I love in the, that. that movie where they showed mm-hmm. uh, Vader in yeah, that. I, I always thought that, that was so cool. I love that part too. I love that they showed Vader too. I did too. <laughs> I thought it was so awesome. Just that one scene. That was like yeah. the best scene of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man. But yeah, just wanted to quick touch on that. Um, next thing I wanted to bring up is some more Game of Thrones stuff. Nice. Yeah, I can talk about it now. Yay. Um, it was released what the names of the first four episodes of the next season will be. Ooh. And I have the uh, plot synopsises. Holy shit, dude. I want to hear this. If you want to hear it. These are like basically not really spoilers. It's like the little paragraph you'd see if you hit the info button on your DVR yeah. for when the show Walking was Walking Dead is like a bitch like that, right? Even yeah. with their titles and like giving the stuff away, they're like horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They never give you anything. It's like... Yeah. One, Episode one 32, Tyrese dies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, episode 41 is going to be called The Wars to Come, and its plot synopsis is Cersei and Jamie adjust to a world without Tywin. Varys reveals a conspiracy to Tyrion, Danny faces a new threat to her rule, and Jon is caught between two kings. Hmm. So, sounds interesting there. Yeah. It sounds like um, we're going to have, like, one group of characters in the first episode and not see one group of characters. And then in the second episode, we'll see an alternate group of characters. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Spread it out a bit. Exactly. Cause the next episode is called the house of black and white. And in it, Arya arrives in Bravos pod and Brienne run into trouble on the road. Cersei fears for her daughter's safety in Dorne as Alara sand seeks revenge for Oberyn's death. Stannis tempts John. Oh shit! I never even thought about the repercussions of that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, Stannis tempts John, and advisor tempts Danny, and that's that episode. So it sounds like we probably, from that description, I think we're not going to see any Arya in episode one because mm-hmm. I think the first thing we'll see of her again is her arriving in Bravos. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and like you said, I hadn't really thought about the repercussions of the viper dying either yeah there'd be yet another person pissed off at their family member being dead yeah but i mean you know he agreed to be the champion you know what i mean right he agreed to this yes i think there's still the initial injustice though of what happened to the sister oh absolutely and the fact fact that it was the same group of people that did him in too dude what okay the mountain they haven't shown him since like he's supposed to be like kind of different now. yeah it was like yeah. some dr frankenstein yeah island of dr moreau shit mm-hmm. like so is he gonna be like totally like look different i don't know like <laughs> will he have like a cyborg eye or something <laughs> yeah, yeah i have no idea look like a bond villain <laughs> exactly exactly um and then another episode episode 43 is called high sparrow and in bravos Arya sees the mini face to god in king's landing queen marjorie enjoys her new husband Tyrion and Varys walk the long bridge of Volantis. And that's all we got from the mm. description of that. And then we know that fourth episode of the season will be called The Sons of the Harpy, but we didn't get a plot reveal for that. Question for you guys. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is up with the trees and the faces on the trees? Um, those... I don't are, even know what that is. I was, like, thinking, like, is that, like, the... You know that uh, commercial where the, the tree has, like, the ticket tree? You that, know? That's a right. House Stark thing. Those are old gods. Yeah. Those and, are gods? Yeah, and that all ties into, like, the whole, like, religion that, like, Bran's going through with, the, with the, like, the warg stuff and mm-hmm. 
that Jojen's seeing and things like that. Uh, I, I think we're seeing a lot of like different factions. Not only you got the old gods, that group, and uh, brands showing that like that magic and mysticism is real. Mm-hmm. You also got those that follow the red god, Melisandre, the Lords and, of the Light. Yeah, Lords of, Lord of Light. Um, and then on top of that, now you also got uh, those um, White Walkers. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, they've they've got some kind of god or king. Yeah, and well, on top of that, you have um, the the gods that like most people currently believe in. What are they? The seven or how? yeah. Um, now, I, someone correct me, but I don't know that I've ever seen anything that anything of that has actually taken hold. Like that seems mostly like it's man made and hasn't like represented itself. Am I nuts? Uh, it seems like the Lannisters buy into all that crap. Yeah, well, yeah but you're, but you're saying you're saying actual physical evidence of right. it being real, like seeing um, <clears throat> like magic and power and things right. like that. All right, so Frank's buying into the Lords of the Light. He likes well, all, he likes all that evidence. I honestly, <laughs> I, I, honestly, if I had to back one of them, they are who I'd back because yeah, um, we, we we're going to see. I'm sure them go after the the White Walkers in the Frozen North. So burn your uncle if he doesn't believe in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck you. <laughs> right. Drink the poison. Don't go down. <laughs> but that's all I got for the Game of Thrones stuff. I thought the episode titles were really interesting. Um, Doran Martell. Yes. We're going to see him coming up this upcoming uh, season. And, and he, he's the Viper's brother that was too sick to make the trip. Right. And um, the, he is played, I, I'm trying to remember the actor's name, uh, but he played Bashir in Deep Space Nine. Mm. Um, uh, Fidel Sidig. That sounds close, yeah. That sounds right? right. That sounds right. Yeah. So uh, he he's Doran Martell. So we'll be able to see him. That'd be cool. Yeah, I loved him in Deep Space Nine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real snotty doctor. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, we're gonna go ahead and go to Marvel news after this. Oh, I've got some news, man. Oh, you got <clears throat> regular news? Yeah, regular news. I'm sorry. Um, uh. We talked about Adi Shankar earlier. Yes. Uh, you know, he was the guy that did the Power Rangers, uh, the unauthorized and hardcore is what it was called. Right. He had to change the name to it. To uh, unauthorized and hardcore. Unauthorized hardcore. But he, uh, was also a, uh, producer on Dread, the movie. Oh, yeah. A movie I love that did not do well domestically or internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, uh, it's kind of a long interview, but I really like this guy, and he talks about like what they would need in order to make Dread 2 to make this real. Let's go for it. All right, let me go ahead and play that. The truth is, I feel like an epic douchebag every time I talk about Dread. Because literally, no matter what I say, the headline will always read, Producer says Dread was a fucking bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, my dad even once called me. He's like, you know... I was in the reading of Belfast Times, and it says that you said that Dread was a fucking bomb. <laughs> using the word fucking. You know, I get inundated with questions on, on what it'll take to make a sequel all the fucking time. And the problem is the, the answer is very fucking complicated. It's very complicated. In the era of, of news bites, to answer that question is, is literally standing out in public and, and, and begging, <coughs> praying that you get misquoted. I'm here, right. I'm here right now to answer that question and to demystify the process. The guy who dresses up like the crow is going to give you a lesson in film finance. Yeah, he dresses up like the crow. <laughs> but to answer the question, you need to know two things. One, Dread was an independent movie. By the way, Looper, Lawless, The Grey, uh, Killing Them Softly, End of Watch, John Wick, all independent movies. Two, Dread was financed by an Indian conglomerate. It was not made by a traditional Hollywood studio. 
things. How does film financing in the independent world work? Independent movies are financed by piecemealing distribution contracts from around the world together. Right? You're literally taking distribution contracts from every territory in the world where you could pre-sell a fucking movie, okay? And you're trying to stitch them together in order to finance your movie. If you start looking at a movie as, a, as an asset, then the formula is really, really simple at that point, right? It's, it's simply D plus I plus S. D is the domestic value, I is the international value, and S is the subsidy or government rebate for shooting in a specific location, right? For instance, if you go to, if you go to uh, New Mexico or New Orleans, uh, or in a lot of international locations, the government actually gives you money to make a movie there. They give you back a piece of, of, of your budget. If the cost of making your movie exceeds D plus I plus S, then your movie is not happening. It doesn't matter who's in it or how great the script is. It's just simply not happening. If the cost of making movies less than D plus I plus S, then it doesn't matter how shitty the script is or, or whatnot, the movie's probably going to fucking happen. That's why that's why shitty movies happen all the time. What determines the value of D and I? Well, really, it's three things. A, a major movie star. B, a major filmmaker. And C, sometimes it can be a piece of intellectual property. There was a situation that I saw like a number of years ago for a movie called The Host, not the Bong Joon-ho movie, uh, uh, The Host, the Stephanie Meyer movie. Every fucking buyer in the world pre-bought the shit out of that movie because they were afraid that this was going to become the next Twilight and they, and they, and they didn't want to, you know, not have it. The most important letter in, in D plus I plus S is, is I. It's the international value. In, in the early 90s, uh, I accounted for less than 10% of the formula. Today, I accounts for 60 to 70% of the budgets of films, and sometimes it can even be 100%, believe it or not. The truth is, movies bomb in the United States all the fucking time, and, and our hits international. It's just the reality of the world we live in today. Now, where are these rights sold? You sell international rights, or you pre-sell international rights uh, at film markets, things like Cannes, like Berlin, like the American film market. The movie doesn't actually have to be uh, actually like made. It's just a movie in theory, right? So you show up to American film market, and you're like, hey, I've got this script. Uh, I've got Wesley Snipes in it, and it's an action movie where he beats up a bunch of ninjas. The uh, Australian distributor comes to you and goes, Eddie, I really want a movie with Snipes, but I want him to fight someone other than ninjas. Okay, maybe he can fight a shark, so we can do like Sharknado 3 or 4. You have this interaction with, with, with distributors from all over the world, and then you pre-sell them the movie. So you, you've sold them uh, an asset before it's even been made. The seven major territories in the world are or were France, Italy, Germany, Spain, UK and Scandinavia. However, the world, as we all know, is in complete fucking turmoil. So, um, in the time that I've been doing this, which was a very short fucking time, uh, Italy and Spain are bankrupt. Mm. China was like a major fucking territory for about a year, and then that bubble burst, and now it's no longer. But I remember, like, Machine Gun Preacher, for instance, was pre sold to China for, I think, like 10K, right? And Broken City was sold for, like, a million and a half bucks. Like, crazy shit. By the way, all the Indian people that like to run up to me and go, But why don't the Indian movie stars appear in Hollywood films? I just answered your fucking question. India as a territory accounts for less than 1% of a movie's budget. You got a 1% bump on your budget. Yay, that's gonna fucking help a lot. So for Dread 2, two things need to happen. One, all the distributors from the major territories need to reacquire the film. Two, we need to get a U.S. distributor. Lionsgate or someone else. And that's something I'm not really that concerned about. The biggest problem in the D plus I plus S formula is, is I. At its previous budget level, Dread lost almost every distributor money. So there are really three options here as I see it. One, lower the fucking budget. Maybe Dread 2 is found footage. I don't know. I would watch it. It's found footage. Two, bringing out a filmmaker that would really just move the needle. Like someone like, like, a, like a David Fincher or something. But that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. 
major filmmakers who would move the needle, they're not really in the business of directing sequels to someone else's franchise. That's just not how it works. And three, a movie star. You know, maybe we pair Carl Urban with another movie star that boosts the value of the film. Maybe we get The Rock in and fucking save this franchise. The Rock fucking saves every other franchise. But, you know, it's kind of simple, actually. Yeah, that was an interesting clip. Yeah. I like all the sound effects. The cha-ching and yeah. <laughs> Right. I like the message, though. Kind of like this inner look at, you know, the way, you know, the the, the Hollywood machine really works and, like, right. what how these movies get made. And, yeah. and um, yeah, I mean, basically he's saying, like, for Dread 2 to be made, we have to have another big star come in there and want to do this. I mean, you know, the first one, I mean, it had Carl Urban, which – I love the guy, but he is a B-list celebrity. Yeah. It even had, uh, what's her name, Lena Headey. Uh, oh, yeah, that's correct. Cersei. Yeah, I mean, she was the villain in, uh, you know, she was from the Game of Thrones, but, like, you know, she's the villain in Dread 2, and she was great in it. But, yeah, this movie failed, like, on every level, except for, except for like, just being an awesome movie. Yeah, right. exactly. because it Because it was an awesome movie. I mean, it came out 2012? Yeah, I and like. It was my second favorite comic book movie that came out that year. I mean, Avengers number one, but like this was amazing. Dread was fucking awesome. I'm with you. It's a Tupperware for me yeah. too. Yeah, I loved it. I, I love these kind of action movies that are like one set pieces. And yeah, it was super fun like that. And the way that it used 3D in the theater was mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. The 3D was marvelous yeah. for that movie. What yeah. I hate now is that how we've got like basically capitalism dictating what's going to get made and what's not. I mean, it could be an awesome story and that everybody's going to miss out on just because it misses a fucking number rating yeah. from some fucking mystical mathematical formula. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's just, I don't know why that first movie just bombed so hard. That's what I keep coming back to is where was the audience for that movie? Why didn't people go see that? I don't yeah. remember there being a super strong advertising blitz for it. I don't. I don't, I don't know if you guys do or not. No, I, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, I don't remember that either, but it's hard to get this. Everybody remembers a Stallone movie. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask. Is it still the smell of that? It might have been. And then on the flip side, you've got a main character where they kept it true to like the comic book, and he never takes off the helmet. Like in the Stallone one, he's taking it off every second because right. you got to show off Stallone's face because that's right. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You got to show off his face. And in this one, your main guy never takes off the helmet. You know, all we're looking at is that Carl Urban chin the entire movie. <laughs> right. But it, it is uh, true. And, you know, and I mean, it's it's bizarre, though, how uh, the, a movie like this comes out, you know, Dread, mm-hmm. and uh, another movie comes out, comes out at the same time uh, out of the Philippines called The Raid. And both of these movies are very similar. None, neither movie is biting off of one another. Okay. They were filmed at the same time. They just happen to come out at the same time and have to, happen to be very similar. In Dread, you have, you know, they're trapped in that building and he's mm-hmm. fighting his way through level, through level, through level. The same thing happens in the raid where it's you're going through the level of each building all the way to the top of the building. And the action and violence and gore is like really high octane, really amped, and it's almost like the same movie. But because Dread had a higher budget, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't get that budget back. The raid was in the Philippines, was a hit over there, came over here. That movie, like, only cost a million dollars to make. Right. But it made more than a million. Well, it's like the Blair Witch Project. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. $30,000 to make the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know... It you can't know. help but right. make that back. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Dread, even though it's, like, almost like the same movie as The Raid, mm-hmm. and as as far as, like, the two movies go, like, I love The Raid. I love Dread, but I love Dread a little bit more. Yeah. Dread's not getting a sequel, unfortunately. You know, as a, yet, it's not getting greenlit. Right. And I guess we need that, that star power. You know what I mean? Like, like um... An, a, like a big actor to come in there and say they're going to do it. Like he mentioned The Rock. I think he, he <laughs> just joked around because The Rock does say franchises. He does. You know, Fast I mean, and Furious. Fast and Furious. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they even like brought him in for like like the G.I. Joe. Oh, good call. You oh. know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean, they're talking I about The Rock. I thought it was kind of funny that they tagged uh, Channing Tatum out right when they tagged him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That happens in uh, G.I. Joe? Channing Tatum dies within the first like Five ten minutes of the film in that second one, oh, wow. yeah. and that's, then it's just the rock. The rest of the movie. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you might find yourself fortunate that you haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, I saw GI Joe one. No GI Joe two for yeah, me. I saw GI Joe one too, and when it came, when it was power suits, I was like, ah, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm out. Yeah, I bought that, and I love Joseph Gordon Levitt, but I don't like him as Cobra Commander. I know right. they replaced him in the second movie, but still, it was. Like, stick to, like, I don't know, stick to, like, Batman and Sin City and shit like that, dude. Because <laughs> Cobra Commander, no, not so much. Get this. Like, you, you guys are, like, pretty familiar with, like, what a white elephant is around Christmas time and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. you bring a bunch of shit and swap it around. And people, like, trade their shit and whatnot. Uh, we did that that year that that came out. And I put fucking G.I. Joe, the first one, in the Blu-ray. And... I've never seen somebody fucking bitch so hard in my life was when they opened that thing up and there was fucking G.I. Joe staring him in the face. Uh, I heard that dude clear across the fucking restaurant. He goes, who the fuck would give this pile of shit? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Nice job, Frank. Nice work yeah. there. Hey, yes, I succeeded. Gee, I know. Well. <laughs> he had some retaliation for you, right? No shit. Fortunately, it was anonymous, so nobody fucking knew. <laughs> All right, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to like, if people were wondering, you know, what it's going to take to get a, a dread sequel. It sounds like, uh, you know, the stars have to be perfectly aligned, or they have to get another big actor in there. Yeah. Did he make this video as a big "Please stop asking me this question" video? I mean, honestly, like this is a big deal. I know, um, I know. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not making. Light I don't of know. It. I don't know. I think. I think I, maybe he did. I think he did it for like the fans and everything like that, just to kind of let them know. Maybe like, not why. in an attitude, but still, like he gets asked it so much. I think his attitudes towards the Hollywood machine in general. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And yeah. I, he has every reason to feel like that, especially after them trying to shut down his fucking Power Rangers video. Right. But I mean, like the Dread sequel, like. Like, uh, they did make a sequel to the movie in comic book form. So if the movie never, never does get made, you can read that. Right. Um, he's also, you know, doing like the Super Fiend, which is like the TV miniseries that he did with the, the Judge Dredd. But, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't think we're, I don't know if we're ever going to see it. When he was given that speech real quick, I couldn't help but think about, um, Ed Norton delivering the speech mm-hmm. about how the car company he works for works. On making the cars or not, it's like the same style. Right. You know, if A plus B equals C, then we make the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad though, that, but that's how yeah. business is done. And I really think it sucks when you're dealing with what's pretty much an art form in film. Yeah. So it's like we're being denied this stuff, and because it does all fucking come down to money and big budgets and all that. Yeah. But, you know, it fucking sucks. Yeah, but we're like getting robbed of the awesome visuals of the story. But who's getting excited when 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 it's announced that Michael Bay is doing another movie right. anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like 
or like, oh, another Jerry Bruckheimer movie, big fucking deal. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I mean, they're washed up in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's no vision left with them. No. These are, n- they may have been visionaries at one time, but there is nothing left. I mean, this, mm-hmm. it's, they're bone dry. It'll be so. interesting to see what Bay's next project will be after, uh, Transformers 4. Yeah, after he leaves that, uh, after he slept there. I think, I, I can't remember. I thought I heard that he was working on something. I, I heard something too, but it's, I can't remember what it is either. I think it was like a documentary or something. I can't remember. Oh, wow. Oh, I think so. That was yeah. something to do with bears yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. the nature uh, film. He's directing yeah. it? Making it, yeah. It's like a passion of his. Yeah, he's going to make bears transform and like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bear formers. He's making Yogi Bear the movie with yeah. explosions and shit. Exploding picnic baskets. Yeah. <laughs> Yogi, it's the ranger. How nice. Let's kill him. <laughs> okay, boo-boo. Oh, pain and gain too with Yogi and boo-boo. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking, like, taking steroids and injecting them in their bare asses. <laughs> bare oh, nice ass. You know what, you know what, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what, uh, fucking commercial I always thought was, like, disturbing was the bear, the bear toilet paper commercial where the bear wipes his ass. Yeah. Isn't that kind of fucked up? I've never seen Because the bear's that. shitting in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> they, they literally took that saying. <laughs> And then they show it on TV. These yeah. cartoon bears wiping their asses. There's a bear shit in the is it a Char- Is it a Charmin commercial? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I got. Bears yeah. prefer Charmin, huh? I guess so. Yeah. That seems like it'd be an advocate for the other brand. Like the bear will stay away because you don't have the Charmin. <laughs> no, because the uh, there's also a joke where uh, a bear and a rabbit are out in the woods and they're both taking a shit. And the bear's bitching about, you ever have the problem where your shit sticks to your fur and the rabbit says no and he grabs the rabbit and wipes his ass with it? Oh, I love that joke. I thought you were going to say, like, they stay at a hotel and there's cum in the sheets. <laughs> I thought that's where maybe where this was going. Well, no. Back to that whole thing. No? I, was, I, was th- I was there with you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Sorry. Like, and the bear's like, oh, there's no. cum in my sheets. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's move. Let's move along. We got uh, one. Rude Police J. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's rude. move it along. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no pervy stuff to see. Yeah. None of that happened. Next story. Uh, avert your eyes. It's a men in black thing in your face, so you don't remember any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had one Flesh more thing. Thingy. Lord of the Rings theme park. Lord of the Rings theme park. Do we get to revisit Helm's Deep? Uh, you know what? I don't know. There's not too many details about it. Uh, the theme park news, it was, uh, it was first revealed on Euro Weekly News. And, uh, the J.R.R. Tolkien fan site, The One Ring, um, they kind of, they kind of talk about it a little bit more. Uh, they say that, let's see, eight hectares? What's that? H-E-C-T-A, H-E-C-T-A-R-E-S. What is that word? I have no idea. Hectares? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what, it's like, I guess it's a measurement of distance. Okay. Eight hectares are being elect, uh, allocated. It's the Elvin measurement yeah. for distance. What's that? It's the Elvin measurement for distance. It's got to be, <laughs> you know? Cool. He- eight hectares. Like, I don't even know what one hectare is, let alone eight of them together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like somebody asking me, like, you know, how much makes a bushel? <laughs> you know what I mean? How what? long is a fortnight? Yeah. What's a bushel? <laughs> Could you, could, you like, could you, like, open your arms and be like, ah, that, that's about a bushel? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I don't even no know idea. how big a fucking bread basket oh, is. So you're looking okay. up hectares? Yeah, it's it's equal to a hundred acres. Oh, so one hectare is equal to a hundred acres. Oh, it's like a giant acre. It's basically the- one hectare. Yeah, is okay. Uh huh. Okay, so eight hectares, eight hundred acres, right? That's- I get it's not a calculator. I don't know. Who said it's it's one per it's hard. one per a hundred? Yeah, so I, I didn't I say it. I don't need a calculator. No. It's, Green Acres. Remember oh, that? Fuck. Remember that show? Green I, Acres? Yeah, Arnold Green the Pig. Acres is, is the place to be. be. I read eight oh. hectares. <laughs> <laughs> I read it wrong. It's it's a hundred heirs, A R E S, which is two point four seven one acres or ten thousand square meters. Why not the fuck just say it's like a billion <laughs> fucking meters? <laughs> Instead of making up these big <laughs> words. But I gotta look up. Hey, hey, Tolkien, <laughs> Professor Tolkien is all about making up bullshit fucking words. Give the man a break. Eight hectares. You even fucking use something real. Just make it up within the universe. It is real. You Googled it. That's what I mean. You used <laughs> yeah, but real. use something that like people use regular day, or, you know, everyday terminology. Nobody's, nobody's like, uh, you're gonna want to go about uh, one hectare uh, north and then uh, take a right, take another two hectares. But it's, but it's <laughs> It's two and a half acres. We're talking about a Lord of the Rings theme park. This is like perfect. It's Tolkien like, making. Nobody's stuff up. ever going to be able to find it if that's how you're given directions. <laughs> like if you if you type in the GPS and it's like, yeah, uh, go two hundred hectares. Right, it's like, it's like, the, it's like <laughs> some motherfuckers were like, it's like three days by the crow flies. Well, what the fuck? How far fly a day? I don't yeah. fucking know. Does my does it's my crow have a, like a limp wing or something? <laughs> but the measurement well, that is one's fat. The yeah. measurement is using the t- is they're telling you the circumference of the park though they're not telling you the distance of how far to get to it. This is just to establish how big the park will Listen be. Listen to this guy defending hectares right. over here. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. He tosses everything else that I love. <laughs> but my God, if I bash on a fucking hectare, this guy's all over my ass. He's a hectare alone, man. What did ever do to you? What the hectare are you talking about? <laughs> what the hectare what are you talking about? What the hectare is going on here? Like, seriously, they got like a mathematic formula to figure this shit out. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, this is going to be so big, we're going to make it really fucking complicated for people to figure out how big. That's how big. Oh, it's here be. he goes. No, here's big advocate for fucking hectares. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, taking the stand. The advocate for hectares. If, if I told you how big it was in acres, I could, in my brain I couldn't see how I wouldn't really know how big that was either. But I just think it's so. Frank, close tell to him to suck on half a hectare. <laughs> I hope I tell you. Oh, the Lord of the Rings Park will be 700 acres in your head, or you're like, oh, well, that's exactly the size of 15 football fields. Well, no, or I kind of No, but I'd be like, I, yeah, I'd be like, I, I, I've heard that word before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard acres before. <laughs> hectares. Seven hundred. What the heck? Boy, that's an awful lot. What though. the heck, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I know shit. I Tupperware the hectare. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you, man! <laughs> you would too. You would. I toss that shit, but the not big enough to take it. Yeah. Um, we don't know man. how big it is. <laughs> Dude, I don't even care about talking about this park now. Mystery unit of measurement. Oh my gosh, it's going to uh, the. It's not going to be. Uh, you'd think it'd be in New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah. it would make sense. No, it's like uh, three hundred hectares away from New Zealand. <laughs> in Florida, it's in Spain. Oh wow! Yeah, um, the town of Rincon de la Victoria recently announced uh, that it's going to be uh, getting this uh, Lord of the Rings um, theme park. Uh, here, here's a little bit about it. The Shire will become one of the major tourism attractions of our town. The material will 
have a very low environmental impact. To create an integrated image in nature, it will be a place in which family, leisure, sports, and nature will go hand in hand in a unique space of great beauty set in a time of fairy tales and the magic of the elves. Without a doubt, Rincon della Victoria will have a top-rated tourist attraction, will, which will also add to the variety of attractions of Malaga. Um, I think it'd be awesome if they, you know, of course had the, the theme park, but also like if you could stay there as if it was like a hotel. Like yeah. if you wanted to spend a, a night in the Shire. Hole. Yeah, you get your own hole for the night. Hourly <laughs> <laughs> rates I've, available. Yeah, I've had some holes in my time, but like <laughs> like a hole in the ground to spend the night in. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, you know. Like a hobbit house. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, prude police. <laughs> I, I, was talking I, about, I was talking about holes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it right now. Not, not the Shia LaBeouf movie either. Holes. That sounds like a porno, doesn't it? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. it does. The Shia LaBeouf movie Holes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. His last name sounds like a sex act, doesn't it? LaBeouf. I gave yeah. it the LaBeouf. The LaBeouf. Yeah, Bend like- over, baby. I'm going to give you the LaBeouf. <laughs> the, old, the old LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> I LaBeouf the shit out of her. <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah, this Lord of the Rings thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's cool, man. If you could spend a night in the Shire, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, I would. I'd do it. You know, like, you can have one part of the park where it's like, you know, like a working... You know, Shire. Yeah. You know, where they have, like, I don't want them to, you know, just people that work there. I don't want them to hire a bunch of little people, though. That's kind of insensitive. Well, no. I think I think it should be made to scale where you feel small. Yeah, but it'd be there. cool if, like, if you could actually see, like, people, like, working on the Shire and stuff yeah. like that. And That would be cool. They should yeah. make it perspective so you can be the Hobbit. Like, make everything giant. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, like, the house seems right. real big to you and right. everything. Yeah. yeah, you get there. They take off your shoes. They slap a little fur on your feet, and you yeah. run around. Have a great time. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. it'd be cool if they had, like, a... Uh, food court thing mm-hmm. where it's set up on like the meal schedule that they have like elevensies and all that right. stuff right. where yeah. they have like a different course come out oh or whatever that'd be so that. cool be second breakfast yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people who can't get up earlier than nine yeah there we go oh man and then like uh you know you get your room you go to your room and then all of a sudden like every five seconds you've got another dwarf knocking at your door and that'd be fucking <laughs> <laughs> Not the Sackville Baggins again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the Do Not Disturb card oh. would say something about, like, at we night, don't want any more well-wishers. At night, they could have, like, a guy dressed as Gandalf, and they could have a fireworks display at night, dude. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd be, be super awesome. Oh, that would be amazing, yeah. wouldn't oh, it? Yes, Perfect it for would. a theme park, too. Perfect mm-hmm. for a theme park. Yeah, yeah, they could just do fireworks every night. They gotta have Rivendell, too, though. Yeah. Like a Rivendell part. I don't know. I think they're going to start off with the Shire. Okay. You know, I don't know. I, they didn't really get into any of the other things. That'd be um, sweet, kind of like you have like the different lands at Disneyland where you have, a, have like the Dwarven Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome. Do they have a projection of when this park will be open? Uh, let me see here. How many hectares from now until this, this park is open? <laughs> well, uh, hectares is distance, oh, not time. What's the time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Flavlings? Yeah. Flavlings. It'll be, it'll be out. They're thinking it'll be in, uh, three or four flavlings. Oh, only three or four flavlings. I thought it would have been at least seven. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm impressed too. I'm impressed. Yeah. Did you hear that they came out with a new designation called the teraflop that's equal to seven of those flavlings? <laughs> the the teraflop? I saw that. That was on Fox, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Terra Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, teraflop! Uh, that was the teraflop. Holy shit! But you know, I, it kind of makes sense that they're not doing it in New Zealand. I mean, because like you, because like all these, the real scenes were filmed in New Zealand, right? But 
spread out through New Zealand. It's mm-hmm. not like you can t- – all of New Zealand is now a theme park. Yeah, <laughs> You've got to have a central location. So. Yeah, good point. Peter yeah. Jackson may want to film eight more movies there too, so you don't oh, want that shit wow. in the way. <laughs> yeah, all the appendages are <laughs> going to stretch them out. All right. Uh, Hectare. 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 That's, your, that's your word for the day, leftover army. Yeah, I love Hectare. it. Hectare. Hectare. Yeah, Jake it's, loves it's it. It's 2.7 acres. Toss the Hectare. 2.471 acres each. Which I always taught, I was always taught to fucking round up. You hit that second decimal point, that bitch is 2.5. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. That's all I got for that. All right, so it's time to move on to the old Marvel news. There's oh. a little bit of that. Yeah, Marvel news. Marvel news. All right. Marvel news. Um, the big news of the week is definitely we've got our final Avengers trailer. Or at least I've heard it's going to be the, the final one. Yeah, it's, it's the final one. That's what I've heard. It's the third Avengers trailer that we've got yes, so far. Yes, this is the third big Avengers trailer. And um, I would like us all to rate and review the trailer. Sure. Everyone here say what they thought about it. So um, you, you want to start, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought this was a very Ultron-heavy uh, trailer, mm-hmm. and I liked that. Uh, even got to see Ultron, you know, uh, using his uh, ability and uh, being. A, we saw him fight. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And we saw like that electrical, you know, blast come from his hands. And I was just like, "Wow, this is cool!" And then we saw him like uh, basically summon a bunch of Ultron bots. Yeah, that's and, a good point. Not to interrupt you, but uh-huh. I've seen a bunch of people whining about no Baron von Strucker. We haven't seen any Baron von Strucker in this trailer. It's like, really? You really are dying to see that shit? We saw the staff. Yeah, but just, you know. Yeah. As, it was like a... If, if you're going to bitch about something, bitch about not seeing enough Baron von Strucker who's going to get right. his ass handed to him in like the first 15 minutes <laughs> no of the movie. Shit. Exactly. He's like the rhino of the movie. Exactly. But I'm just... Right. I'm just I interrupted you because I'm glad to hear that you liked that it was so Ultron heavy. And Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I mean, it just, it just really... It sets this movie up like some of like it. One of the main reasons that I was kind of like worried about some of these movies is like your villain. You want your villain to be awesome, you know. And not only have they cast like a guy with a great voice for the villain, um, what's from the James, James Spader? James Spader, you know, great actor. And but you know they kind of really showcased him here really well in this trailer. And, and we're not going to get like another Ronan or. Another right. Malekith. Like, uh, Ultron is legit. Yeah, he's serious. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, um, as far as this trailer goes, I'm going to Tupperware the trailer. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. It's kind of like what I wanted to see. I saw a little bit more of the Hulkbuster fight. I really mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they did answer the question that there is a side romance of Black Widow and the, and Bruce Banner. Yep. That's, we don't need to speculate anymore. It, that is real. Yes. Um, you know, there, there's a lot going on in this trailer. I'm sure like Jake and, and Frank, you're going to talk about some of the things that you noticed in this trailer as well. Mm-hmm. I Tupperware, uh, too. Um, one of the things I like is that with these trailers, they're giving us a mix of some stuff we've seen before along with other fresh new things. Sure. And, you know, with a movie this big, I would sometimes be worried about trailers showing too much. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not definitely not getting that impression at all. I think they're still sprinkling us just little bits and pieces of some bigger scenes 
and they're not spoiling anything. Um, I'm sure if you were like like a dedicated fan and you wanted to like take every fucking scene from every trailer yeah. and like try to splice them in order, uh-huh. you'd think you'd have a good idea of what the movie is. Yeah. But still, I think like we like I think even like the Avengers, the first movie, they did a great job. I think with the uh, with the uh, the the trailers on that film as well. Yeah, so, Whedon's good at that. Yeah. So yeah, um, absolutely Tupperware. Uh, no no questions about it at all. I, I mean, it gets me excited. That's what they're for. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally Tupperware this thing, too. Um, I found it interesting that we saw some of that footage that um, you had got wind of back when we did our Caps San Wood. Diego Comic-Con episode. Yeah. yeah, we saw some of that legit. Yeah. And so that that was cool seeing that. Caps Wood. <laughs> Caps Wood. Yeah, I remember the scene. I sent it out to members of the Leftover Army. It's a scene between uh, – it's kind of like uh, – um, pre-Civil War kind of stuff that they're setting totally. up. It's, it's Captain America and, uh, you know, uh, Tony Stark and they're talking as Cap, Captain America's chopping wood outside oh, chopping of the house. Wood. Okay. Yeah. Chopping and, man. and they're, they're battling back and forth. They're, they're kind of arguing back and forth and, uh, it's setting up Civil War. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was sending it to members of the Leftover Army and I called it Cap's Wood. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was great. I love that iconic shot where we see them all diving into battle. And yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. I'm like was jumping so up and down seeing that. I right. actually, the when I saw Chappie in uh-huh. IMAX, they showed this Avengers trailer oh. in IMAX oh, before, nice. before Chappie, yeah. which was the only <laughs> redeeming thing about seeing Chappie. <laughs> yeah. And it was awesome to see that shot in all its IMAX glory. Yeah, I was just freaking the fuck out. Um I have a prediction for Age of Ultron after watching this trailer. Okay. I think... Quicksilver, who I'm going to start referring to as Quickass, uh-huh. is is going to die this movie. Die? Yeah, I think he's going to die. I think Marvel's killing Quickass this movie. Is it because you're not seeing a whole lot of him? No, no I think we we've specifically shown that Scarlet Witch is going to be both bad and both good in this trailer. Right. But we never see Quickass being good in this trailer. We only see him being bad. And I think Marvel's going to give a little bit of the middle finger to Fox by killing this character off. Huh, that's a bold statement. Um, I know what you're saying about um, him only being bad from like what you see because you see him punch Cap in the face. Yeah. But as we are watching um, Ultron in that uh, that uh, that throne room, you know, he's actually sitting on that throne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The look as he's talking about, you know, being, uh, you know, uh, wiping out existence and humankind, blah, 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 and all this shit, you know, the look on her face and his face as they're looking at him, somebody who's like, I think, you know, their leader at this point, the look on their face is absolute fear and worry. Like, yeah. whoa, are we backing the wrong guy here? <laughs> yeah. So I think that, you know, I think Quicksilver will redeem himself. I think he will redeem himself too and have that moment of redemption and turn good and do something good. But I definitely think Followed that, by a death. that moment's going to result <laughs> in his death. I, right. I, I feel like 95% certain of this. I haven't read this How anywhere. many hectares into the movie do you think this is going to happen? <laughs> this is going to be about 70 hectares in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Frank. So you, what? We're, so we're gonna unroll I think the I, film uh, and try to see at what point. <laughs> I just we. I, I've seen in numerous interviews, um, Whedon emphasize that Avengers will die this movie. Um, I feel we've heard so much about Hawkeye for sure going to be in the Civil War movie, so that throws him out. Mm-hmm. We're not killing Thor. We're not killing Cap. We're right. not killing Hulk. 
We're killing quick ass. I, I, I quick well, ass. no, I, I'm thinking, <laughs> I love that name. Well, I think that, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, kick ass, quick ass. I think that, um, I think that he'd be part of that new Avengers team that they're wanting to have. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're looking at like out with the old and with the new. You mean like a weekend at Bernie's thing where they're like animating this dead body? No, what are you I, talking I'm about? Just, I'm just making a bad joke. Yeah, very bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, one, I totally Tupperware that that was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> No, I, I didn't get it. That's why. Like, <laughs> it's over my he'll, head. he'll still be dead, but he'll be on the new Avengers is what I was saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Okay, now I got it. Now it's a Tupperware for real. Um, no, I, I just feel like I just thought that he would be part of like, you know, like the Captain Marvel, Black Panther, like part of that group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a main character, mm-hmm. but still kind of like a side character. You know what I mean? Because like everybody has fun watching somebody go fast. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. Flash is so popular right now, the TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even like Quicksilver in like the X-Men Days of Future Past movie. That was the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was just like, I don't know. I, I just can't see Joss Whedon being like, man, you know, I'm going to show Brian Singer what's up. And then I'm going to kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kill the character off. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'll bet any of our listeners a dollar that Quick Ass dies in the movie. <laughs> oh, God, all, you are man. such the gambler. Yeah, all every you episode. Do. Episode. I hope. I hope nobody's like out there like like I'm like going to Gamblers Anonymous and trying to listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah, just use the hashtag Quick Ass Bet and we're in. You're betting a dollar with me. Oh, quick there ass you bet. go. Quick right. ass bet. So hashtag quick ass bet, and then me and you, that's the handshake. We're betting a dollar. You owe me a dollar. I'll give you my PayPal once quick ass dies in the movie. All right, but what if he comes back? Oh, no, no, no. I know. What I, well, I, yeah, I still owe you a dollar. I still yeah. owe you a dollar. I he just it. has to die. I know. All right. Hey, what do you think? Um, all right. I'll, I'll, fuck it. I'll just give you a dollar now, so you'll shut up about this. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, um, what do you think? Okay. Tony Stark is talking to Bruce Banner about the artificial intelligence, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. In front of him, he's got like that orange hologra- holographic image, mm-hmm. and he guesses as to what that is. Is that would he actually be looking at the design for the Hulkbuster right in front of Bruce Banner? Yeah, I bet you he think is. so. I bet he, he is. Yeah, I bet he. I bet he sure is. Oh my gosh! See, that's what I'm trying to wrap my brain around because, like, you know, he's talking. He's and and, and there's a holographic <laughs> image in front of him, and I'm thinking, is that the Hulkbuster? Why would he be what? Bruce Banner, he's just talking to him. Why would he be looking at unless he's telling Bruce Banner it's for something else? Right. I mean, it would make sense because I mean, you could plan on putting features features in to fight the Hulk yeah. without having to tell the Hulk that that's what you're doing. The Hulk is yeah, kind of easy. Bruce to- Banner, you're not telling the Hulk. You're telling Bruce Banner who's well, right. a, who's a sharp guy. You right. know what I mean? But do you think he's really going to be looking at it being like, well, that'll counter my ability, and that's pretty big. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, you got to – the guy's always got to be thinking one step ahead because, like, you know, like he, 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 he was even like Black Widow when she said she showed up alone and S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't there. Yeah. You know, he knew she was kind of BSing him. Right, yeah. And <sighs> – I'm also thinking about like just the chamber, that big yeah. chamber that they built for him, that Shield built for him. I mean, and I know that maybe he's blinded by his friendship with Stark, but he's going to have to Stark is going to have to give him an awesome explanation as to why if that's what he's looking at. Well, yeah, but he's like the king of bullshit. I think he'll be able to explain that away. I don't, man, I don't know, man. The Hulkbuster's like 
that much bigger than the Hulk. Maybe yeah. Bruce Banner himself helps build the fucking Hulkbuster for all we know. Yeah, that's true. Like, hey, if I ever that's get awesome. out of hand. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about myself. I'm kind of fucked up. I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't have as much control of this thing as I thought I did. He does that kind of stuff in the, in the yeah. books and previous yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's turned himself into General Ross quite a few times and yeah. just stuff like that. It's true. So hard saying. Are you really excited for the uh, Hulkbuster Hulk fight? Yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I am too. I feel like even though they've shown us so much, there's still so much we haven't seen. How many? There's got to be so much more that we haven't seen because it, even in this one, they're like going up a building and shit. Right. How many hectares long do you think the Hulkbuster fight will be? Oh, tw- at least 27 hectares. Really? Huh. Yeah. Really that at long. least 27. All right. I think, I think, uh, where do you think? I don't think I have any handle on what a hectare in time is. How how many minutes long do you think that the Hulkbuster fight will be? How many minutes long do I think it'll be? Uh, Over or under 10? I'm going to give it under 10. Okay. Under 10 minutes. Um, That's a long amount of time. I mean, they're going to break it up. Yeah, I think it's going to split from that scene back. Well, yeah, I just mean all together, Hulkbuster. If you put all the Hulkbuster versus Hulk footage together in one continuous shot, how long uh, is that shot? Do I win another dollar if I'm right, Jake? I mean, am I, I going to be at two dollars here, possibly? Yeah, it or, depends or, on which. Could depends, I break even? It, it depends on which you take. It depends on whether you take the over under. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the it's going to add up to about seven and a half minutes, seven thirty. That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> is everything a fucking bet on this show? No, it's not. I'm not saying. No, I'm just curious about uh, how much time that this, this is going to have in the movie because it seems like there's so much footage. Well, it could be... How big of a set piece? I'm interested yeah. in the big set pieces of action movie blockbusters. I think because they're showing are. us so much yeah. that it's got to be a lot bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've already shown us a lot of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you put all the footage together, they've shown us a lot of it. So I think it's got to be a pretty big thing. And, and and it may not even just take place in Wakanda. I mean, we're guessing that it's taking place in, like, South America. Yeah. They could punch each other. The next thing you know, they could end up in New York for well, all now, we fucking know. You so, know, the fight could start in New York, and it could end up in South right. America for all we know. So, I mean, I mean we, see, we see the Hulk uh, fighting a bunch of those Ultron bots in, yeah. this, in this trailer. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering, like, if it's, like, the big play at the end and – he throws the Ultron bots at him and just he, they gotta set him off, set off his trigger, get him really pissed off, and then she can manipulate him. Yeah, mm. that, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> definitely gonna be big storyline developments with the Hulk. I think. Yeah, big ones. Oh, definitely. I think out of, out of all the main characters, he's gonna have the biggest repercussions by the end of this movie. We're seeing a lot of story being set up for Hawkeye. We saw him running in this trailer. Uh-huh. Um, in the other trailer, we saw him running. Um, I think he's, I think he's, uh, training for a big marathon coming up. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's gonna run the big New York City marathon. Him and Anthony Mackie are gonna run some more laps around the Washington Monument. Anthony Mackie's gonna run his mouth and Hawkeye's <laughs> gonna run, run in the marathon. I read that it was confirmed that it was Hawkeye as the character who pops the claw thing in the trailer in that one moment. If you oh, know really? what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can yeah. see his bow in the background. You say pop the claw, that means something completely different to Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking a circus when you said claw just now. Oh, yeah. I was Frank was thinking something sexual. I'm sorry. <laughs> With Pop a claw? the claw. Man, I ain't that fucking kid. Pop the claw. Pop the claw. Bestiality. Here we go. Inspector Gadget. Pop the claw. Are you just trying to make Frank laugh now? Is that- I guess. 
Uh, but yeah, I kept aware of the trailer too. I, I thought it was a great trailer. Yeah, How much really more good. excited can I get for this fucking movie? I don't know, man. Now I've heard the rumor oh that um, we may get the uh, first episode seven trailer before this movie, which makes a lot of sense being they're both Disney. I actually hope they don't do this. So yeah. I'm not all fucking like jonesed out from seeing the Star Wars trailer. Or if they do do this, that they show it online a couple of days before. So I'm just seeing it in the theater for the 800th time. It'd be nice oh, if no. they showed the second trailer. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In the, yeah. So I, I, I want that. If I could see a, a Star Wars trailer of any kind that I've never seen before, yeah. before that movie. And I already know, I mean, in my heart of hearts, this movie's going to fucking be so good. Oh, man, if that happens, I will walk right back out of the fucking theater and buy another ticket and go right back in and do the same thing over again. Yeah, yeah. It'll be distracting to me to see new Star Wars footage for the first time before Avengers 2. Really? Oh, I'd I'd eat it up. (laughs) I mean, Uh I'm not saying I wouldn't be excited. He's saying that he'll be stuck on that. Oh, okay. And it might take him out of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will be stuck on it. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I agree <laughs> for at least fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be like we'll be reviewing the movie, and Jake will be like, "All right, finally, we're at a point where I remember what's happening in the movie." Yeah. <laughs> I was still thinking Star Wars. Hopefully the first 15 minutes of the Avengers movie is just Hawkeye stuff. Yeah. Then it won't matter. Hawkeye yeah. versus Baron Von Strucker. Right. Man, you're hating on Hawkeye hard right now. (laughs) I'm hating, I'm hating on the fact that, that they promised that this would be more Hawkeye centric. I agree. And all we've gotten is him running in that little winter forest scene. (laughs) Yeah, even Black Widow gets some quips. She I know. Gets, yeah. Uh, yeah, she gets some quips in there as she's riding the motorcycle. She yeah. picks up the shield. She's always got to pick Clean up, up after the boys. <laughs> and Hawkeye is just still working his quads, <laughs> just running. Yeah. Just running, just training for that marathon. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I think I'm starting to subscribe to your opinion on Hawkeye. Yeah. And very much so Jeremy Renner. I'm very bored by, by him and Hawkeye mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. It's not like I, okay, I, I like, I like Jeremy Renner as an actor. But, you know, I mean, after Hurt Locker, really, what is there? I think the Hurt Locker is the only movie I've ever seen that I liked him in. I don't think I really like him. I, think I liked him in American Hustle. Yeah. But he went... Yeah. I, well, what's going on? Wow. Ultron just took over. Oh, here it is. No, it's Gary Busey. It's the Gary Busey Ultron. <laughs> Hold on, I got rid of it there. It's not, but no. Watching this movie on a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad Busey, friend. Not a bad Busey. All you gotta do is you gotta curl your lip over your gums. <laughs> Apparently, you have to explain how to do Busey <laughs> in your in your Busey voice. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Now you, anyone can talk like Gary Busey. <laughs> you should have been selling that yeah. shit. <laughs> For only nine ninety five, I'll tell you the one lesson you need. <laughs> to look and sound like yeah. a batshit motherfucker. <laughs> no, uh, Jer- Jeremy Renner. Yeah, uh, American Hustle. He wanted uh, um, Bale's part. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He didn't even get the the part he wanted in the movie. Shut down. Shut down, man. Yeah, so. he was pretty decent in that. But yeah, he's boring as the straight man. Mm-hmm. Like when he's just like hero Jeremy Renner, yeah, boring. Yeah, like I'm almost when I heard the news that he was going to be a big part of Civil War, I almost groaned. I was like, boring. Who else? Like, okay, let's say they get another, they get another. Um, yeah, he's going to be Civil War, but like, who else would, would they have gotten in there that they would have given more screen time to? 
I mean, is that it? Because like, is it is that what this this team is? I mean, because they give plenty to Black Widow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? I mean, why is Renner just in the background? Because it's Renner, I think. Really? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. Even though know. he has an extremely high skill set, he has no superpowers per se. But he was okay. Well. 2012, man, he was fucking hot. Yeah, I agree. He was a hot commodity, dude. I mean, this is like a guy that they got for like you know Mission Impossible Five, Bo- right. you know Born Four. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was hot coming off you know some movies and shit, really hot, and they have not utilized him. Yeah, I think Jake's saying that they see weaknesses in him that, you know. His blood into the script. I think he was signed on for more than one Avengers movie already. So Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it looks like we're going to have Hawkeye run some more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be like the extent of him in the movie. They're going to tell him to go fucking play in traffic while they take care of business. Yeah, Hawkeye's like the Rick and Stark of the Avengers. Like, I barely even remember he's there. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Here, go fetch. Uh, the, the best part of that movie in the last one, nah, not the best part, but the part where uh, where uh, Iron Man said "strap in, Legolas." So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, no, I like I like Hawkeye, but man, they're just not giving him enough. No, yeah, they've not given me much to grab onto. Yeah, to yeah. even care about this character. Yeah, yeah, and don't say that I don't like Hawkeye because I love I, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run is like. My, one of my favorite books. It's, oh, yeah. it's actually my favorite Marvel book. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was. Not, it, it just ended. But, yeah, man, it's a little... It, I don't know. It's upsetting that they're not using him more. Yeah, well, maybe it isn't. Maybe Jeremy Renner would ruin it if they used him more. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's, it would yeah. be upsetting if they did use him more. Maybe, yeah. maybe they know what they're doing with just Hawkeye running. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything short of putting a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, yeah, I don't... <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey too <laughs> with Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, what one dude's out, so yeah. they need somebody else to be Christian Grey. So yeah, but that um, that's all I got about the Avengers trailer. If you Tupperware, want to... Tupperware, Tupperware party. I Tupperware guess. party. Yeah. Let's do a Tupperware party. Here. Yeah, I probably should. Eh, where is it? Do I have it on here? No, I don't. Fuck it. Move on. Oh. <laughs> Tupperware party. Tupperware party. <laughs> Um, really quick, I wanted to talk about the uh, Wolverine sequel. Um, it is set to shoot next year. It is also being done by uh, no. James Mangold. No! Yep, yep. No! Yep. Are you excited no. for Mangold? No. Who's so that dude? You toss What's it. He done? He's the same guy that did the last Wolverine movie. Oh, yuck. The Samurai film? Yes. Fuck that. Yes. It is um, scheduled to be released March 3rd, 2017. There are currently unconfirmed rumors that Wolverine and Patrick Stewart's Professor X will be teaming up in this movie. Hmm. What do you guys think about that? Would you like to see the return of Patrick Stewart as Professor X in a big part in this movie? If it makes sense. Wow. That's, uh, so no Magneto. Yeah. Um, That'd be different. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, man. I'm just not happy with the choice of director going back, uh, dipping into that James Mangold well. You know me. If... If you go back and listen to the episode that we did with the Wolverine, I tossed it. Jake, you tasted it, I believe, and that's correct. And um, I stick with it too. I just, I, I still toss that movie. Um, it just parts were serious and gritty, and then other parts were just so comic booky and over the top. It was just so weird and a bunch of shit that didn't make sense. That Viper chick, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, so out of place. And then like, and then the the, the end battle where he fights like. <laughs> Like Mecha Shredder from the Teenage no Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then he stomps his bone claws off. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was so fucking retarded. Uh, it was yeah. horrible. That, yeah, not terrible. the greatest movie. No. Ever. no. No. So I agree. I agree. I it's a taste it. <laughs> it was a toss it, man. Yeah. I, oh, I, I think I get rated on the curve a little bit yeah. compared to uh, Wolverine Origin. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess really? it is so much more terrible to me. I oh okay okay. I, like, I was it's a to- it's first. a toss it, and like if I were to toss the Wolverine. Wolverine Origin is like on a different level of fucking toss it. It's it's terrible. So they're, still, it's, they're still both bad. I so mean, you're saying Origins is worse? Yeah, he's yes. saying Origins is Origins worse. Origins is way really? worse. Really? Yeah, to me. See, I'm, I'm the, on the flip. I didn't mind Origins as much. No, I, I like liked, I like, I, okay, I liked like the first like 20 minutes of Origins. After that, it fell apart. Like, yeah. I loved watching like uh, Sabretooth, Liebschreiber, and uh-huh. fucking, you know, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Yeah. Them going through like the different battles and wars together and shit. I fucking loved that yeah. part. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. After that, I was fucking checked out. Yeah. After that, once, oh my God, it was fucking horrible. After I think that. Hugh Jackman yeah. has his worst act in that movie too it's really? terrible I was mm. unintentionally laughing a lot wow. like when his woman dies and he's like howling at the moon it was really funny right I mean don't get me wrong well no I mean honestly it's still a taste it for me I, I hated the second one though it's the only it's the only movie where the video game's better Oh, that video, video game is awesome. awesome. <laughs> that video game is awesome. Yeah, because as you take yeah. damage, you actually like show it, and then your shirt or your fucking skin grows back and shit. Yeah, it was a lot. It was oh, a lot wow. of fun. All right, so that's it for Marvel news. It is time for some uh, DC news. DC news. DC news. What you got for us, man? Well, the big thing I think this week, a couple big things, but I, in my opinion, the biggest thing would be the uh, unveiling of the Supergirl costume. Yeah. For the uh, CBS show coming up. Yep. That's being um, also produced by um, Greg Berlanti. Yeah, the same people behind the uh, Flash stuff and the Green Arrow stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people have been speculating that maybe we're going to see some kind of crossover eventually between Supergirl and those characters too, but that seems a little far-fetched in my opinion. Yeah, um, it really does right now. Um, this being a CBS show and then um, the, the other shows being on CW. Mm-hmm. Um, Cross network promotions and even without like let's say hypothetically they're on the same network mm-hmm. even then it seems a little far fetched to me I think it's for the better to keep those universes separate at least for a while like not like the Flash and Green Arrow or like season one you're like doing shit with it mm-hmm. like even if they were all, all even if this show was on the CW I would still recommend against waiting until like season two or three to do any kind of crossover I think it serves the story better to keep that out of it yeah don't, don't you. I, I have to see the show first. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you, though, that it, the possibilities because of it being on CBS and CW make it right. really tough. That's, what, that's where I'm saying no. Um, on, the, on the flip side, sometimes I'm like the more the merrier. But, yeah, I mean, this, this could be really bad. I mean, this is going to you know, obviously take place in Metropolis. Yes, so, you know, we're in, incorporating yet another city. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it just gets more – it's going to get harder to incorporate. I mean, they've already got three shows running that are going to cross over. Mm-hmm. Arrow, you know, the Atom and, and Firestorm show, and then and Flash. How quickly is Throwing that Throwing in a fourth one is going to be like, wow. How quickly are we getting that Atom? I think it's coming out next season. Next fall. I would imagine, season. yeah. So I wanted everyone to uh, rate and review the super – Woman costume, Supergirl, Superwoman. I'll go ahead and start first on this one. For for me, it's a it's a taste it. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything appalling about it. Where I'm like, boo, they fucked up. 
nor do I see anything where I'm like, oh, this is the most badass costume I've ever seen for a superhero sure. or whatever. Yeah. I guess the one thing that a little bit bothers me is I'm a little bit weirded out by um, the blue bleeding into the S and, and the stuff in the S having the same color as the rest of the costume. If I were to tweak it, I would add a little bit of something else going on in that S. That's just me, though. What do you guys think? Mm. I see what you're saying about the uh, the color in the S. Yeah. I, I kind of just take it as like a different take. Um, Makes it look a little cosplay-y to me. Really? With that mm. S. It looks like someone just got that and put it on their shirt. Yeah, I can sort of see that because normally you have like either what, like a white or silver background? I think it's yellow traditionally. Yellow? Maybe. Okay. It's yellow. Behind the S? All yeah. right. Yeah, that might make it stand out a little bit more. I, I still taste it. I mean... Again, like you said, there's there is yellow about. in it. It's just outlined in yellow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, got it's the yellow. same color as her belt. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing about it that says, or excites me. I will say this, for being a DC superheroine, I like her hair. Yeah, no wig. So, yeah, you rate this better than Wonder Woman. No, oh, that's a fucking toss-it. <laughs> yeah. That is a toss-it. Well, you, you haven't said what this it. is yet, I don't think. Oh, let's taste it. Okay. I mean, it's it's a Supergirl sh- suit, right? Yeah. yeah. They didn't fuck it up. It doesn't look horrible, right? No, it doesn't look. I mean, I they didn't I, get weird with it. I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough one for me to rate because um, they didn't fuck it up. I, I'm gonna give it a Tupperware just because it's it's. I think it's a nice, nice. looking. I think it's a nice looking suit. I think it's 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 not slutty. It's not like uh, at all. I mean, she, you know what I mean? She's. I think it's very tasteful, and uh, I see nothing wrong with it. I think it could be a little slutty. You think it's slutty? I think in, I think that short that skirt is pretty short. But she yeah, but she's got leggings. leggings. Yeah, yeah, but she'll be flying. They're still on. She's just uh, it's just like wearing like a skirt and like leggings underneath of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I okay. mean, think about like cheerleaders from high school. Instead of having colored underwear, she's just going to have that same color throughout. So. Okay. Okay. It's it's the weirdest Tupperware I've ever given. I think because it's nothing that like I'm like. <sighs> Oh my god, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's but on the on the flip side, it's not like, oh my god, that's fucking horrible. I can't believe what the fuck they did. And it's not like, you know, I'm not upset at it at all. I think it I think it's a nice looking costume and I I I I I'm I don't know. I like it. And I like um are you guys excited for the show? Not really. No. I wish I could. I am now. I don't really? know. Yes, I'm actually excited about this show now. <laughs> They've got. Um, we're finally getting a black Jimmy Olsen. That's cool. Twenty years ago, we right. were supposed to get Chris Rock as Jimmy Olsen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it never happened. And now we're getting the guy. I, can't, I think his name's like Maycod something. He he played Eggs in True Blood. Okay. And we're not getting a geeky Jimmy Olsen. Like if you watch True Blood, this guy Eggs, he's jacked. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're going to show that off in the show. I'm sure that they will. Like he'll take off his shirt and the ladies will swoon. I'm sure. But like this guy is jacked. He's not your typical like Jimmy Olsen. So um, I'm looking forward to this. I like all the Greg Berlanti stuff that's coming out now. I mean, I love Arrow. I fucking love Flash. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love Supergirl. I have a feeling I'm going to love this show. I'll be there. I'll watch Um, it. They also cast Dean Cain in the show. They have not. That's cool. You know, former Superman. Mm -hmm. They have not disclosed what he's going to be. And they also cast Helen Slater, who played Supergirl in the 1984 movie. Yeah, oh, that's so super she's, cool. Yeah, they, 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 a lot of these shows do this. Like the CW did this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they did it for Smallville. They, they did it for Smallville. They had Christopher Reeves come back and play a character. And right. even the um, the his mom was like Lana. Yes, she in the played original. Lana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, if I had to well, and then in Flash, uh, John Wesley Shipp, oh, who good, played good point. the Flash in the 1990 series, came back, and he's playing Barry's father. If I had to nitpick anything about it, it would be maybe either like the design or the material that the actual skirt is made out of. Mm. It normally you'd want something that's kind of ruffly, but not like stand out, and it almost looks like it's kind of hanging out over the middle part there. Mm. And then off to the left of that, you can see a big seam. Wow, Frank is going all Project Runway yeah, on is. us. Yeah, he is. One day what? you're I'm, in, the next day you're out. Well, I'm right? looking at a costume. <laughs> I'm looking at a costume. So that, that's about it. Though. All right. Well, Tim, I mean, Gu- Tim Gunn over here. Well, she's not going to be <laughs> not, definitely not ready to walk on the catwalk, right, well, it Frank? Almost, it almost looks leatherish. And, I mean, I think that would be a bad move. I, it needs to be like some flowing cloth that billows kind of like her cape when she's moving. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's got a function. Damn it, it's valid. <laughs> It's got to be intimidating for uh, Melissa Benoist. Is that how you say her name? Benoist. Melissa Benoist. For her to um, take that picture, like the first official Supergirl picture, and yeah. like, just the feeling that that must be crazy. Yeah, she's got a tough look on her face, though. I like that. Yeah, like, yeah, she like, does. Mm. I think in one of the pictures she has a cool look, and one of them she has a goofy one. I've only seen her in Whiplash, and she was like very such a small part in that movie. Yeah, was she good? She was good. I mean, she just played the love interest of Miles Teller. I want to see that movie so bad. I loved it. Like, my buddy Dan, he's a drummer. Yeah. And he hasn't seen it yet, but he's got a lot of musician friends, and, like, musicians hate it. Mm. Music snobs hate it. Yeah. Because, you know. But, I mean, if you're just looking at it for, like, the characters and stuff like that, not looking at it for the music, it's it's a great movie. That's like watching Saving Private Ryan and being, like, a historian and saying, right. this movie sucks. Yes. That, yeah. Well, that's what I told him. I yeah. said, you know, I'm sure a physicist can watch Big Bang Theory and hate it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just, like, for, like, your average, you know, layman, you know, I you know I laugh at it. I think it's funny. Yeah. One of the things that I I find is funny myself is that – in order to get context, sometimes you got to put something against something else yeah. to help provide perspective. Now, I never had a problem with uh, the Superman outfit in Man of Steel until just now that I was looking at the Supergirl outfit on Deadline.com, and mm-hmm. I was scrolling, and then right below that is Henry Cavill in the Superman outfit, mm-hmm. and I, and that sucks in comparison to the Super I, yeah the Girl? Supergirl one. I, I like the Supergirl one a lot more because it's more simple. In his outfit, there's too many ripples and contours and, uh, I don't know, it, it looks too gritty. I, I Okay, I understand why the way they went like that, though, for that movie. Um, the suit that he made in the original Superman films mm-hmm. was made from the blankets that his parents wrapped him in yes. right, when they sent him. Mm-hmm. This one, he actually got on that um, scout ship that was trapped in the ice for 18,000 years. So it was actually very, very Kryptonian in design. Okay. So that's, you know, I mean, when you compared that, um, uh, that suit to like Zod's suit, very kind of similar. It just had like more color and stuff. Yeah. You know, so it it was very Kryptonian. So I think that's why it made sense for that movie to look like that. Sure. I I get it. I guess it kind of harkens more back to that simple Christopher Reeve era Superman, which appeals to me. Sure. And I I like that simple, clean look. Right. Yeah. I just know I, I like I like this updated suit. You know, um I I had a little bit of a problem at first. Like they, they and I guess I was like 
like, oh, no, no red underwear. (laughs) Then I was like, come on, dude. You know, you can't have a 33-year-old man out there expected to be taken seriously with fucking underoos on. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I was like, after after a while, I kind of let it go. I think even in, like, the new 52, he's just kind of got, like, a red band that goes around. Yeah, it's, they, he doesn't wear the underoos anymore. Well, in that first Grant Morrison issue, he was, like, wearing blue jeans and shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's pretty crazy. Um, go ahead and move on here. Yes. Um, wanted to talk about Suicide Squad a bit. Um, it seems like production will probably be starting in the next couple of weeks for this movie. Yeah, uh, pre-production has already started. Like, okay. they've been working on, like, the sets and things like that. Yes. Um, they showed some of the weapons that they've been working on, and there's going to be a flamethrower in the movie. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Yeah, so they actually showed the actual flamethrower being used. Oh, wow. Very cool. But um, one of the interesting things has been um, Jared Leto has been sending out a bunch of Snapchats and everything, mm-hmm. and um, he's shaved his beard. Yes. Cut his hair. That's crazy. Yes. Looks like he's dyed it blonde. Because he still had that during the Oscars. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to give a shout-out real quick here to uh, Dan Hunter, one of our listeners. Um, he sent us an email and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but he's pretty much freaking out and alerting us to this going on, too. You know, sent us the photos and everything. And yeah. I, we appreciate it, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Sometimes we are definitely slow on the trigger on seeing yeah. some of this stuff. So yeah. you guys are great with all your, you know, letting us know when you hear stuff right away. Mm-hmm. So keep that up. Yeah, even if we've already heard it, it's, like, nice to know because, like, there are things that we miss. Yeah. So. And sometimes it's it's nice to know, like, okay, we're, we were going to talk about it maybe. Then it's like, okay, we're definitely going to talk, talk about it. We're definitely going to talk about it because are, people are, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to hear us say something, the emails is a good way to go, you know. But anyway, I wanted to see what you guys think. I'm just from seeing this. Does this get you? I know, Brian, you're already pretty much in Tupperware mode for Jared Leto Joker. Oh, fuck yeah. So I don't, I, I don't yeah. think you, you can get more excited. No, he's going to be better than Heath Ledger, people. Yeah. He's gotcha. going to be better than Heath Ledger, people. It's so weird to see him look like that. It's uh, so if, weird. I mean, Dallas Buyers Club, watch it. I mean, watch Dallas Buyers Club. Watch Chapter 27. Mm-hmm. Rent those movies. If you are worried about Jared Leto, watch those movies. Um, you know, I know Dallas Buyers Club is being played right now on, like, HBO Stars or one of those. So yeah. watch it. And um, uh, some other stuff I wanted to talk about is um, someone saying a confidential source is that Leto wants to make the character completely his own. He knows that this role may be his most difficult ever, but he is confident that he will make his version of Joker the best. Uh, the source elaborated by saying Joker would be a cerebral and comedic take of the character. Sounds like the Joker to us. So, it's cool. I mean, I, I'm sure he does want to make it its own. I don't think anyone is ever trying to impersonate. You know, Heath wasn't trying to impersonate Jack. and No. And I don't think Leto's going to do that either. No, well, Heath Ledger was impersonating Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the neat things about the Joker is... He's so multifaceted. You can have these different takes on him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's really violent but thinks everything's funny at the same time. Uh, I've been dabbling a little bit into some DC stuff, and I read part of The Killing Joke. Oh, yes. And, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Woo! So good, so good, so oh, good. Oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> Killing Joke is amazing. It is amazing. I'm I, I'm not even an Alan Moore fan, and that's like, ugh, I love Killing Joke. I love Alan Moore, so. So, yeah. I, I've been trying to find a uh, tether to DC, whereas Marvel, like, there's so many people that, so many things that's out and about and mm-hmm. cinematic related, too. Uh, I've been trying to find somewhere in DC where I can get my roots, and I'm really feeling like this is it. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance we'll get Staple Face Joker? Oh, man. 
man. God, do I want it. I want it so bad, too. <laughs> do I want it? I want uh, absolutely, I want it. The look that we've seen from these photos, mm-hmm. to me, is like, I think there's a bigger chance now than I did a week I think, ago. I think that with... I think that we won't see it at first. Yes, yes. I think that they will. I think we will see it, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be in a future film. Mm. Maybe we'll see it happen. Maybe we'll see part one of it in this movie, and the repercussions of it in the next movie. Like maybe we'll I'm, see someone rip his face yeah. off or his face get ripped off. I want to see him take his own face off. Yeah. yeah. I want to see him take his own face off <laughs> and deliver it to the Gotham City Police Department. Yes. <laughs> And then reclaim it later and staple it back on. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I want to see. Oh, hey, uh, speaking of Joker, not trying to get us off track, but I finally got that episode of Gotham watched uh-huh. where they had the fortune teller's kid. And now I understand why you were so weirded out by like, oh, did she eat? The, did the snake eat her? Yeah. Because yeah, it had nothing to do with it. But uh, that was a really good take on what could be the Joker, too. Well, that's a great segue, Frank, because my next DC news is Gotham. Gotham. Yay. Yeah. So um, I, the big news this week is um, Jada Pinkett Smith is saying in interviews that her character, Fish Mooney, will not return in season two. Yeah. They just stomped on her eyeball. Really? Oh, God, that episode was oh. so fucked up, dude. Okay, so check this shit out, right? Okay. All right, they're, um, they are, okay, they're, they're introducing new characters like crazy. Joker? Yeah. Dollmaker, too. Oh, wow. They, it's, uh, they call him Dollmaker. Oh, yeah. That's his, like, last name? Yeah, Dollmaker. Uh. So, yeah, Dollmaker's in this, but, like, she gets, like, uh, after the whole Falcone thing, she gets sent off, and, like, she's, we don't know where she's at, but she's like underground in this whole fucking thing. And I talked about it. I talked about it like a couple episodes. I remember like last episode. It was really something yeah. really gross happening. Yeah. yeah. But like the next episode, she's up there and she's talking with fucking Dollmacher and he's telling her like, you know, like we can take what we want from you. Cause like, you know, taking body parts mm-hmm. and giving them their body parts to the rich. So they, yeah. they take from the poor, they take their body parts, like kidneys, whatever they might need and give them to rich people. Like, uh, I can take whatever I want from you. I can take your eyes or whatever. She fucking grabs a fuck. I'm not fucking kidding you, dude. She, 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 she's so like, she's all like, fuck you. You're not going to take anything from me. To prove her fucking point, Jake, she takes a fucking spoon, pops out her own eyeball onto the floor. Oh, God. And steps on her own fucking eyeball. Yeah. Whoa. I am not yeah. kidding you. It was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. That, that was is, pretty bad. That is fucked up. That yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah, and steps on it almost to the same gross point of like when the uh when uh Beatrice Kiddo yeah. steps on fucking uh Daryl Hannah's fucking yeah. uh, okay. eyeball in Kill Bill Two. Oh that's so gross yeah. too. Yeah, this is like almost on the Ultra same level. Ultra violent, man. Ultra I mean, violent. That's so great. And you see like Fox. her bloody fucking hole. Hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I didn't get she's it. She's grown on me, man. You like her? I like her. You I know, like her. She's, okay. She's twisted. She's, she's grown bad. on me in parts. I still think it's bullshit. Her rise to power was all she needed to do was get a fucking knife. Uh-huh. I thought that was like the, the laziest writing ever. <laughs> Lazy. That was kind of bad. I agree. I yeah. agree. Whoever right. has the knife has control. Aside from that, I've though, got your knife. Aside, <laughs> I am the new leader. Aside from that, though, I really did like how she got them all to form a group. Yeah, basically, like kind of like creating like a body. No, part no, 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 no. I said that in that episode. Yeah, I said I have no problem when she's in power. Mm-hmm. When she's in power, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, but on the flip side, showing her rise to power yeah, and their reasoning for it—that was, was kind of lazy. Kind of lazy, in my opinion. But that whole eyeball scene, little fucking crazy, right? 
Yeah, but I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off that she fucking has come out and said she's not coming back for yeah, season she two. Right. Hello, can we not have a fucking like spoiler free fucking season? Right. Because yeah. now we know she either dies or goes crazy in in, in Arkham or mm-hmm. something. You think they could just take her out for a little bit? No. And then bring her back in the season no, or she two? She must be unhappy. She must be. She but must be. I, I know she's getting hit with a, with a lot of criticism for it. Yeah, I think the majority of Gotham fans like her. Really? Yeah. From the articles I read. It's I like, hated her at first, but she's kind of growing on me. Once she's in power, I kind of like it. I thought I was in the minority. Mm-mm, I don't think mm. so. No, and I mean, I like this whole dynamic between like the three. I don't want to just see like two gang groups. I like, right. I like, uh, actually it's four, actually, if you think about it. I mean, we've got, you know, Penguin. Mm-hmm. Trying to get run his own game, run yeah. his own game, and then you've got Mulroney and you've got Falcone, mm-hmm. and you know, and then and then Fish Mooney trying to come back into power. I like right. all the different ones, but I guess they're, if they're going to eliminate one, I guess I was thinking if you're going to eliminate one, eliminate Mulroney. I like the character, I like him, but you know, keep Fish around because I think Fish makes. The jo- the penguin that much better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She kind of elevates the penguin. Mm-hmm, they they go back and forth, right? And um, I like the that Butch came back and Zaz fucked him up. Oh, that's so good, uh, isn't it? Uh huh. Oh, they have Zaz in the show now too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Zaz has been mm-hmm. in the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh oh yeah, it's good, dude. We we got Zaz like up. that first appearance of him when he like breaks into like the the Gotham PD PD. Yeah. And uh, fucking calls out Gordon. Yeah, right and, in front like, of everybody. Right in front of all the cops. The cops aren't going to do shit. They no. just fucking like walk out and shit and yeah, leave Gordon there. He's like, yeah. what are you going to do? We're in a police department. He goes, leave. And they all just fucking yeah, scatter. Yeah, because they're all on the fucking like payroll for fucking uh, Falcon. Oh, I, I saw that episode. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. But uh, great. but I mean they they've done a good job. I mean he's weird, and I mean he's weird in the comics too. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. uh, they they got a hold of Butch one episode. And uh, said that they were going to take him into the basement and work on him. And now he comes back and he's like a fucking puppet. He told him to dance and literally just starts doing a jig. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he started drinking fucking heavy too this last he, episode. He brainwashed him like uh, old dude brainwashed Theon Greyjoy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So he cut off his wiener. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, we don't know no. what they did to him down there. Mailed it to his yeah. dad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever it did. Penis Graham. Whatever yeah. it did work because, like, a question was raised the last mm-hmm. episode I saw about whether or not he was going to do anything to help Penguin with the club. Yeah. And then it turns around, turns out that he had everything all lined up from the go to get him some booze that he needed. How many more dude, episodes? Dude, did you see how Penguin reacted, though, when he did that? Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Remember, like, he, he helped the Penguin out there. Penguin yeah. was, like, there, and they were forcefully going to get Oh, him. yeah, they were going to try to And then when he saw, like how, like, how good he, like, handled it. Uh-huh. Part of him was pissed off. Mm-hmm. Remember the look on Penguin's face? Like he was frustrated? He was. Okay. He was. Gotcha. Even I, th- I mean, you know, even though he got the alcohol and he wants his business to thrive, he could kind of right. – he didn't like the fact that somebody kind of like did this over his head. Or for him. Or for he him. He seems like the yeah. type that wants to be able to do it Very self-sufficient. Yeah. But he – yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. his first go-to at all times yeah. is fucking kill him and take what I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake, uh, you asked about how, like, how many more episodes? Yeah, until we're They're, they're taking a break right now. Okay. The last episode was I think last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're taking a break and not coming back until April 13th. Oh, wow. Another break. Right. Probably in their best interest because, I mean, you got a lot going on here between now and then. You got The Walking Dead wrapping up and stuff. So Yeah, okay. Is there some kind of sport thing going on? In I don't Fox? know. There March might be. Madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Are they playing basketball on? I think Fox? they play basketball all fucking month. 
Oh, really? I think. But I on know. Fox? On Fox. I think so. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Because okay. everybody's got, I mean, I, there's several channels that get you certain games, then you can flip-flop. Yeah. Oh. ESPN will have a bunch of games, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got for DC news this week. Yeah. Um, I got just a little bit of Star Wars news for this week. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and wrap her up. But wrap let's, it up. Let's talk about the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Star Wars. I was waiting. Bumper us up. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about the bumper. Star Wars bumper. Where are you? That cracks me up every time. Uh-huh. Um, the first bit of thing is um, not really Star Wars news per se, but it's about Harrison Ford mm-hmm. and what went on with him this week. Um, yeah. I'm sure everyone's heard by now. He uh, crash-landed his plane onto a golf course. Yep. Um, was really worried about him at first, you know, with um, hearing the Leonard Nimoy news earlier in the week and then hearing Harrison Ford was all hurt and being rushed to the hospital. Yep. But it seems like he's okay. I hate, I hate yeah. the way the media... I hate the way the media put this out there. Yeah, uh, like, oh, it's scary. You know, I, I get updates to my phone and I check my email and I get like a lot of like, you know, different media outlets to send me emails and like the first, the first like topic is like Harrison Ford and plane crash. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you don't understand who's getting this fucking email. Yeah, no shit. You know shit. what I mean? I mean, uh-huh. like, uh, put in there. Harrison Ford involved in play crash. She's fine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it, then they're not going to click on the link and get the hit. Oh, I know. Oh, exactly. I know. I know, Frank. Bastards. I know. When, uh, when I heard about that and you guys posted about it, I tried to say something. You didn't respond. And I'm like, oh, God, are they really that worried? And I'm like, well, of course. So I started trying to like click on a whole bunch of different articles and look for the common threads. And uh, I kind of caught on early that one of his – Family members said that he was okay. He was just cut up. Yeah, he's banged up in the hospital, receiving medical care. Injuries sustained are not life-threatening. He's expected to make a full recovery. Yeah. That's awesome. Are so. they investigating what happened with the plane? No, they're not. Have you seen this footage, this am- amateur, amateur footage of the plane wreck? Well, they said that, you know, like if it wasn't for him being a trained pilot, that, uh, I mean, he landed it in... He had to land it in a residential area, right? Yeah, they, it was said, a golf course. they said he could have he could have hurt someone that he was like. Yeah, basically they're trying sick. to they're they're re in, they're they're trying to figure out if they're going to close down that airport because it's so close to residential areas. This uh, I think it's uh, Santa Monica Airport. Ah, they might even close it um, because they're a little bit worried because um, it, it the fly zone there, there's too many houses and things like that. Right, uh, but I mean you know. He's a competent pilot, and he, and he landed the plane, and he's fine. So, Of course, what else would you expect out of Han? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Walk away from a fucking crash. Once everything was um, deemed to be okay, there's been a lot of great memes and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. It's but, fun to make fun of now that it's all in the clear. Oh, yeah. I like the, one of my favorite memes is the one where, like, uh, Sean Connery is, like, shot, oh, shot the one. back of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was saw, hilarious. I saw, I think it was uh, Andrew Peck posted the uh, Millennium Falcon buried in the middle of, like, a sand pit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, too. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Everyone's glad he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, I wanted to hear what Brian thought about the uh, Star Wars Rebels finale. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, spoilers? Yeah, I, I actually read the spoilers because I, I couldn't help myself when I saw a name dropped. Oh, man, I don't think I can handle it. I'm getting ready to start it, and I plan on blasting through this week. 
All no right. spoilers then? No, no spoilers. Spo- oh, well, if you want to spoil, I can run inside real quick. All right. Go inside. All right. I'll be back. Hit me up with the text when it's good. All right. Cool. Yeah. And there he goes. All right, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Should... I know you know a few of the spoilers, but I mean, there's. I more. think I know a lot of them. There's the stuff with uh, the Cannon and the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor dies, dude. Yeah, I know. Holy fuck! Yeah, it was awesome. Was it awesome? The battle was awesome between him and the Inquisitor. Like that lightsaber just looked. That lightsaber battle was so amazing. That's awesome. Um, I heard that we're gonna basically have Darth Vader as the main villain for season two. Season two, Darth Vader's been, now been introduced. That's awesome. Um, and then we had Osaka. Is that her name? From uh, it's uh, Anakin's Padawan yeah. from uh, yeah, Akosha, I think. Akosha, I, yeah, yeah. Um, Akosha, yeah. Love that character. I, yeah, she was great in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I haven't watched the last episodes of season five, uh-huh. so I kind of thought she died. And I remember I said that on an episode, and the reader right. corrected me that they never actually showed her die. So it's cool that she shows back up here. Yeah. Are we going to see her die here, though? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. Because I didn't know if she was still alive or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was cool that that was answered. And, but it was interesting because, like, uh, she was the last person I expected to see, even though they had alluded to that there were more rebels. Like, they talked about a bigger re- rebel group. And I was like, whoa, so there's more fucking rebels? And, like, these ships at the end of the movie kind of, like, show up to save the day and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, the only other person I can think of, but it's it can't be, is Lando. Oh, But yeah. why would Lando be showing up? I was like, it's, it's not Lando, but that's all I can think of. And then it turned out to be her. But we haven't seen any of the other rebels that she's with yet. Okay. So that, I think that'll be really cool. We'll probably get some other interesting characters. Was it just a half an hour finale? It was a half an hour finale. Wow, it sounds like they, from what I read, they packed a lot of shit in that last half hour. They did, and everything was just, it was awesome. It was so good. The Inquisitor battle was so good, and, and, uh, I'm loving, um, this is something that they've been showing in other episodes too, but I, I don't know if you saw it in this one, but Ezra has been controlling animals and stuff, like, like, like in Game of Thrones, like wolves. Okay, that's cool. He's been controlling animals. I have and not stuff seen like that, that yet. It's very cool. Dude, I, I love Rebels. I, and I'm so upset now. I gotta wait months and months and months for a second I, season. I heard a rumor that the turnaround for season two was gonna be pretty quick. I hope so. I hope so. That it was going to be before, like, October. I hope so. And if they are doing that, I would bet you that they're going to be doing more episodes then. Mm -hmm. I would almost bet you that they do more episodes. But, uh, yeah, Han Solo has been rumored to come back. That's awesome. uh, And not not come back, but, you know, enter the Rebels. Do you think Harrison Ford will? No, 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 no. They've already said that he he won't do it. Okay, okay. There's no way. Okay, that'll be yeah. that'll be cool though. I still welcome it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Rebels. If you haven't been watching it, definitely watch it. This is really really good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. How far are you? Um, let's see. I think I'm on seven because they're just numbered on my yeah. Hulu Plus. Yeah, no, I'm not watching them on Hulu Plus. I'm watching them on how the many episodes were there this season? Disney XD app. Uh, I don't know. Like twenty something. Yeah, there was a lot. A lot more than I, I think there's like 23 or 24. So I'm, I'm crazy. There's not going to be more episodes next season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was a pretty hefty season. Yeah. So I think it'll be just as many, though. Yeah. I, th- I think so, too. Yeah. And they had the movie to start out with and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Rebels is great. Yeah. It's I've been, so good. I'm really into the Legos. And every time I'm there, the one I eye the most is the uh, Cloud. Mm-hmm. The cloud Lego looks really cool, and then yeah. you can buy the Phantom separately, yeah. and it actually attaches into the back of the cloud, just like on the show. I uh, added uh, 
Kanan, uh, The Last Padawan. I the, did too. The Marvel book to yeah. my pull list. So I am really looking forward to that. Princess Leia came out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, not read it yet. The Mark Wade book? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. read it, talk about it next year. I've got it. Yeah, I won't, I won't be getting that one for about another two months because uh, of the way I get my books. Yeah, well, I can always bring my copy next yes, week. Yes, I will read that. And you can jam through it. Yeah. Well, we're done. You want to wrap the show up without Frank? No, text him. Get him back. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting, isn't it? Let's sneak out through the garage. Right. <laughs> Let's just go home. Yeah. I'll wrap up. <laughs> Leave. Uh, he's probably got his ear to the door hurry up Frank there we go done he's coming Mm. episode 81 how did it feel episode 81 yeah hold on we'll wait for Frank yeah yeah I was gonna do my wrap up speech while he was here yeah you gonna do like uh, Jerry Springer's Jerry's last thoughts Jerry's final thoughts Jake's last thoughts this episode got a little a little to the point where I had to pull some prude priest police action. But. <laughs> yeah, you did. Jeez. <laughs> For the most part, we kept it pretty clean. Yeah. You want everybody to gamble. Yeah, I do want to gamble. Hashtag um, quick-ass bet. Yeah. So, yeah. Bet me a dollar. That dude's going down. Mm-hmm. Quick-ass going to die. It's going to be the big middle finger to 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. We don't even need Quicksilver. Have him. <laughs> 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 would you, uh, would you, um, if we go watch Avengers Age of Ultron together, yeah, if yeah. Hawkeye dies, I will, I promise you, I will stand up in the theater and clap. Yeah, see, they, they ruined that by telling us that he was going to be in Civil War. Oh, yeah, you're right. Fuck. That really, that was the thing I groaned about you're the right. most. I was yeah. so excited for Hawkeye to die. My right. money was, my money was on Hawkeye until yeah. that, until this week, and now yeah. my money's on Quick Ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like uh, Thor or something. I don't know. Yeah, Frank's still not back yet. No, there's Thor Ragnarok. Uh, who the fuck? I don't know who's going to die. Frank! Come on. I'm going to go grab him. <laughs> you got a big, big long cane? Huh? You got a big long cane you can <laughs> yeah, use to pull him exactly. in? <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's in there making sandwiches. Yeah. Making sammies. Yeah. Sam doozles. Grabbing another soda. <sighs> we're trying to wrap up the show. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. You're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. Yeah. We're still okay. recording. Sorry you know delay, us. Folks. We're professional. We're not gonna, I'm not going to edit any of this out. So, yeah, episode <laughs> episode 81 is in the books. The, the first episode that I put, did the show running. How'd it feel? Yeah, it felt good. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm looking like forward to doing it next week. I'm looking forward to doing it next week. I'm looking forward to you doing it next week. <laughs> um, everyone keeps sending their emails in. Um, PopCultureLeftovers at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah, I'll throw in like the contact information at the end of this like I do every episode. All right, yeah, I don't. Please. I got it wrong, but Brian will play that bumper. That'll tell you how to do it right at the yeah. end. Yeah, some some guy will tell us, some tell dude. you how to do it. Some so, yeah. Do you guys like this okay? Was it a good episode for you guys? Yeah. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. Man, being pent up for like a week. I this was is like, like the after sex talk. Was it okay for you? Yeah, was it okay for you? It was okay for me. It's It was It was good. Right. It was good. It was fine. All right. Good, good, good. No, it was yeah. better than fine. It was better than young Murph. It was, yeah. It was better than young Murph. Yeah. All right. I give it two hectares. Two hectares. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than five acres. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we found our new rating system. <laughs> the hectare system. The hectare. If hectare party. Hectare. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hectare party. Hectare party. 
<laughs> just like take a picture of a giant five hectares is the pinnacle of success. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking rich. Uh, oh, hey, man. Clive, uh, do you know what a hectare is? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. All right. Frank, please. Frank, Frank was trying to pour a soda, and he just bashed his Mountain Dew into the mic. The cu- oh, he did like a whole like like a Punched like it. yeah. Well, you you boom. well you had your cup on one side, your soda on the other, and you just like boom. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Man. They just yeah. Met, yeah. They met the mic in the middle. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So now the only thing I have to do is say the uh, in phrase, which I can always muffle up every time I try to say. Try it. Try so it. So let's see. Let's see. Like, like all good uh, doggy bag <laughs> says. <laughs> and just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags. Yeah. And just like all good. No, no. And just like. And just like all good leftovers. And just like all good leftovers say on their doggy doggy bags. <laughs> Um, thank you for yeah, thank you for your hectares <laughs> and uh, we'll return some patronage to you <laughs> so yeah that's a wrap that's a wrap alright see you next week peace out thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers congratulations I don't know how you did it I couldn't do it you people need a t-shirt saying I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carryover, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture, leftovers. That original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft and we're the shaft the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushover. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.